You are watching the vodka stream. What's happening, guys? Yay, it's Friday. The day before the big Comic-Con day. And there's still there's plenty to talk about with what was released today and everything like that. How's everybody doing tonight, huh? Let's point my little uh, vodka spritzer. Cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Mm. Ah, let's have some fun tonight. We got a panel going on. We're going to start it off. But breaking down some Rolling Stoneness, it's right. We got Mr. Steven that's gonna. Uh, he's got some extra things that he's uh, been looking at this week. He's got some interesting uh, details when it comes to that. So looks like it's gonna be a good night when it comes to that. Nope, we're not doing that. Uh, let me remind people. Yes, we're not. <laughs> yeah, how's it going, guys? Just saw the Gray Man has explosive action packed. Don't sleep on the movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to probably check it out this weekend sometime. I don't know what it's going to be. I know some people aren't liking it, but I think I'll check it out one of these days. What's going on, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Leo Blanc Campan? Good to see you. Miss Nighthawk. Hello there. How are you? There's Mama Film Junkies here. Comic Con weekend and Jose's birthday. That's right. It was Jose's birthday. That's right. Turns out that, uh, you know, kind of met the guy in person, went to a Dodger game. Also, I think Miss Nighthawk was there, too. And Mama Film Junkie, if you saw the picture on Twitter. Yep, uh, we got Mr. Fear Jason here saying hello to everybody. Damon, what's up? Howdy, Stephanie. How's it going? Let's see. Who else we got here? Uh, let's see. Everybody's saying hi to each other. 28 to 5. Let's go. What the? I don't know what that is. It's probably the the it's probably the Dodgers Giants game that's happening right now because the Giants are just sucking butt. But they were sucking butt for like the first six innings last night, and then they tied the game, but then they still lost. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. That was a pretty intense game. I will say that. Happy Henry Cavill Day. Man, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed that it actually happens. Do I feel like I feel like I'm almost a little too dark? Am I too dark? should probably brighten it up a little bit brighten some of the stuff up i don't know if that's helping nah maybe i don't know probably should change the ico on my camera for a brighter setting but i will see what's going on good game last night eh? yeah it was a good game it really was it started off really crappy but hey what can you do how do you feel about seltzers eh, i'll drink them yeah i've you've, i've you know i mean this is essentially a seltzer that i'm doing but it's called a spritzer you know, it's it's soda, you know, it's LaCroix and uh, soda water, essentially sparkling water and some vodka. So it's just stronger than seltzer. So, you know, get a little more trashed. Can't get that trash, though, tonight. Got an early uh, day tomorrow. So, you know, got to make sure I'm up uh, a couple hours before I start the stream. Anyways, yo, yeah, go Dodgers. Shut up. But happy birthday, Jose. Good, uh, good hanging out with you last night. Six-hour stream. <laughs> now I don't know if it's gonna go that far. I think we'll be all right. What's going on, Tyler? How you doing? Hey, we got Batman v Superman right here. Hi, hey. We got JD McRae. What is up? Oh, stop it! I know you're on his side. How dare you, Andre? What is happening? Yes, yeah, all that. 
That's pretty interesting because of like allegations and whatnot, right? I didn't know they were starting to like look, investigate him or whatever. Dalter, if I'm saying your name right, what is up? How you doing? And Jay, cool. Good to see you. Uh, Whip, what time is uh, WB panel? It starts at 10.15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'll go live just before that. Probably about 10 to 10.05, 10, 10, I don't know. You know, and I'll just be, uh, I'll be going live tomorrow for that and also the Marvel stream. And then, uh, and then we'll all be doing a roundtable tomorrow night on the Real Anarchy channel hosted by Mr. Ben Edwards. So that'll be fun. It gets to what? 28 to five? No way. It was the score. That was the score of what? No, what? That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You should have saw it. It was uh, pretty magical. <laughs> you always, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is aesthetic. I just thought for some reason I was like thinking I looked a little more, it was a little more dark than it should have been. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, my eyes staring at screens all day. I don't know. So what's going on there? Andre, if you're going to join tonight, just give it a little bit of time. We're going to be breaking some stuff down right at the beginning. So, all right. You got everybody. Let's see. Okay. Party, yeah, there'll be a party right there. Anyways, all right, guys, let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and set up my tweet. We'll get the, some of the guys in here, and we'll start talking about some of the some of the crazy that happened this week. My freaking fellow, my fellow bots, my fellow bots. All right, let's see. Yeah. Oh, come on, there you go, jeez, and. Have joined the stream. All right. Got that. Tweeting it out. Make sure I got everything ready here. I'll hit that. I got the background. All right. Let's see here. Let me see if I could do this. Good. We got. Scott! Throw a knife at Steven. There we go. Try to do that just right. What's happening, guys? What's up? This is this, this is bot beer. Just so you know, this, this is bot beer. <laughs> yes. Dip, dip. Oh yeah, we're all we're all lubricating right now. So binary beer. I, I can keep oh, going. Like, go. this, this, Once I know, there's, is, there could be a lot of those kind of jokes tonight, guys. So, so you know, pardon the uh, the the bot puns that might be happening tonight. So a Cylon cocktail. Um, let's see. <laughs> Jeez. An Android aperitif. Um, I'm, mm. I'm gonna, I'm, just, I'm gonna see how much me yeah. more I can come up with because this. Yeah, we can, on. we can make a drinking game. Anybody makes a bot uh, joke or pun or something like that, we could take a drink. That could be part of the uh, the party tonight. So there you go. I like it. But uh, what's going on, Stephen? How's it going? What's up? You okay, your mic is a little down. Your mic's a little low. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Turn up loud. your volume. I'm gonna get loud later. And so I just wanted to give it a, <laughs> a makes sense. Oh man, first off, I, I uh, well, I know uh, Scott, you were backstage and we were talking for a little bit, and you hadn't watched the John Wick trailer. My God, that just came out of <laughs> Happy birthday to me! Because oh, I saw the release date, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I know what, I'm gonna be doing spring break of next year. God, I still remember when. Remember when John Wick Four and Matrix Four was supposed to release on the same day, <laughs> and everybody was kind of like, you know what? 
I would see both. Because I would do Keanu that. Yes. I would gladly see a double feature of Keanu Reeves. I mean, anybody, uh, God, I mean, he was just, he had his panel that happened tonight on Comic-Con uh, for Berserker. And uh, I know, which, and, by the way, if you guys are not reading that book, I backed that sucker on Kickstarter. And so, okay. like, it. I'm going to grab it. Good. I'm going to grab it. I need to. Yeah, I need to make a comment. I haven't been to the to the shop in a in a bit, so I'm gonna go in just like uh, maybe sometime this weekend, and I'm gonna look for that book and, and get it because I'm curious. I'm curious. And who's the who's the writer again? I think me and Steve. Matt you, you, Kent. You that's Matt Kent. But isn't there somebody that's you know, creating like the anime for the for the movie or the anime? The, the movie, movie, right? Matt, movie. Matt's and Tomlin. The, yeah, but it's Matt's and there Tomlin is the one that's doing the adaptation. Yeah, you're still yeah. a little low, Stephen. <clears throat> what the. Because <laughs> yeah, Netflix is doing the movie and so, they're doing a two, a two season anime. Yeah, and that's all going to have Keanu Reeves. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Talk now, Stephen. How about now? That sounds good. You sound that's better. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. But uh, yeah, than normal. Interesting. I know audio is always a tricky thing because I always I still get that stuff too. People hit me up, hey man, sometimes this is too low, this is too high, and I'm like, yeah. Audio is always like it's never. But I'm my, always uh, just right. Exactly. You <laughs> something in software or something. Yeah, like there's always like little. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, and then of course I always try to, you know, when it comes. I mean, I, that's what I love about the blue mics, though. I mean, they're always pretty good. You set them pretty. Uh, and then Streamyard oh. is like its own thing. Oh, you figured did it out. Look at that. Change drastically just now. It got a little yes, lower. It, it got did a little it? bit lower right there. Yeah. Yeah. The um the automatic, um. Streamyard was managing it for me instead of my. Uh, That's of my yeah, interface, which, exactly. yeah, we don't which like is fine that. If you like, don't have it, but like, I've got the audio stuff, so I can do it myself. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Everything's on manual, even our cameras. Well, at least mine is. No, no autofocus. Um, but anyways, but yeah, it was just great to see. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting a John Wick four trailer, but geez, I mean, there are things in, that are happening there. I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> It's just how are they just keep getting better with this action? I mean, I mean it just he's, like he's got nunchucks in the poster. Like yes, uh, <laughs> all I was, right. I was, yeah, I was already it, like set for it because I love the franchise. But like, yeah, and you're still a little low, Steven. Jeez, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but there was that one oh. scene where he's like, where they're doing like I, I know you called it gung fu because I always think of like equilibrium when I hear that term. Oh yeah, but there's yeah. That, Let's see, he's fighting the guy where like they have like a gun in one hand and like a katana in the other, and they're like doing mm -hmm. that number. I'm like, oh, I want oh, yeah. to see right this. And they're like shooting at each other too. And I'm like, what is happening right there? What is happening? I don't even understand what's happening in there. And even like this, the scope of it. I mean, it's amazing how far it's come too, because even the scope of some of those shots looked when he's like in Paris and everything, like in the beginning of the trailer. I mean, my God. I mean, it's just amazing, it, like. It just went from this little action movie about a guy who just is like pissed off that his dog got killed, and now it's and his car just, got stolen. Yeah, and yeah. his car got stolen, and it's just turned into this world. I just what I love about it how how much two it's, yeah, and, it, two yeah. and three were really good, but this one feels like it's a like back on the level of the first one in yeah. in terms of like. I don't know, like there was something more visceral even about the first, which is weird because like I mean the knife fight like. Two and three have like some insane stuff. So this is not like to knock them so much, but there's something about, I think part of it's just the music and just the driving yeah. kind of slow mm -hmm. pace. And I think two and three amped up the, the, the speed 
a lot to the point where it, it was like really frenetic and, and awesome, but it missed that like the first 30 minutes of that first movie are like you don't breathe a single time. You're just no. like and you've got that that guitar riff that's just like the or the or is it a bass line, I think, that's just kind of driving. And then you've got the uh, the Killing Strangers song picks up <laughs> once in a while. Like, yeah, God, just so which good. is Manson, but we won't talk about that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about that guy. No, but uh, is, is Donnie Yen? Someone said Donnie Yen's in there. Is he in there? Yeah. He's yeah. in this movie. Yeah, he's in he, this one, right? Yeah. He's in this one. Bill Skarsgård's in this one. Yeah, Clancy he's the baddie. Clancy Brown. Clancy yeah, Brown's in it. Good, people just want to be in this. Oh, man, in this franchise, man. Just love it. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So what we're going to do at first to start out the vodka stream was uh, go over that Rolling Stone article. That's right. I know we're tired of hearing that. Beep, bop, boop. Um, but hey, man, I guess I could, we could take a drink. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. It's time to talk about it more. Yeah. Exterminate. 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 Um, because you know, when it, when it came to, I mean, it was just, it, it was funny because, you know, a couple of us kind of caught wind that there was going to be something, um, that was going to show up the day of, uh, the download. And it was like, all right, well, let's just kind of see what happens. And then all of a sudden it shows up the night before, right. When I was like about to sh like end film junkie live on two on Tuesday, it was a Tuesday. Well, that was Monday. funny by the way. Yeah. That was, it was Monday because the movie came yeah, out on Tuesday. So Through it was that. Monday night. And and just just to watch you like like just <laughs> you kind of lost your shit live, Dave, I, and it was kind of I got pissed off. Watch. I got pissed you off did. because, like I said, because I you know we kind of caught a little wind of it, and it was just like thinking that okay, it's gonna drop maybe like you know early tomorrow or whatever, and then I'll just talk about it tomorrow. And I was re I was like ready to just like all right, we're packing it in for the night, and all of a sudden, boom! I just see everybody going. Oh, and just hit like the, the chat was going Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone. I'm like, God damn it. And then I just, yeah, I just uh, kind of went Which off was, on it. And well, it was also interesting because it was like 10 o'clock Eastern. It was, yeah, it was, it was late. That, that, that's not normal. It's not a normal thing. You would think that they would like want to, you know, drop that at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Usually that's always a good. I mean, Stephen, you work for a website. I mean, like what, what what's like the, the, the best time to release like an article? Not 10 o'clock at night. Yes. Not exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it was also paywalled. So. Yeah, there's a you know, they're they're probably anticipating on monetizing it. I don't know if it's going to show up in print or or kind of what the what the plan is for that. So the rules are a little bit different if it's not like if it's behind a paywall because uh, it's not necessarily going to going to get its revenue from traffic. It's going to get its revenue from from subscriptions. But um, it's still odd, though. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's just not nobody. Nobody says like, oh, the best time to publish that is 10. Like that's they did not publish it at 10 because it was an optimal time to publish. No. It, it, I don't know. I, I'm not suggesting conspiracy or anything. There is just not <laughs> not when you would publish it. If your if your goal is like to get the like biggest splash eyeballs. Yeah, eyeballs. That's what it is. But anyway, so, yeah, so then, of course, naturally, I went over as much as I could with because I wasn't going to pay for the rest and see all that and everything, whatever. And then, of course, you know, talk about it a little more this week. Everybody was talking about it. And, uh, I mean, 
for the most part, I mean, as much as we were, I mean, Scott, you had a great thread of like what to do on, on, on Tuesday, which, uh, I went over and I was more like, like it. yeah, what not to do essentially. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, it was, you know, we always want to just give the positive vibe. And for the most part, um, I saw a lot of positivity and a lot of people just going, Hey, bye, bye, bye. And apparently, you know, you know, it, hopefully it, it, it made an impact and it sounds like it kind of did. I mean, talking about like all of a sudden, then all of a sudden we started hearing about Henry Cavill stuff, um, uh, which we'll talk about, uh, later on, but, um, just talking about it and seeing people mainly positive and being like, and kind of picking it apart. But Steven, you've got, you've really been like drilling into this thing for this week, huh? Yeah, well, I wrote I wrote an article. No, it was, it was funny because I was actually writing it prior to the article coming out, but it hit on some of the stuff I was talking about anyway, so it ended up getting incorporated and mentioned. But um, it was really odd for me on a few levels because, um, functionally speaking, the the objective is is to sort of label. Um, like if you look at the way that it's structured, it's very much like applying labels to groups of people, adding motives, and then, um, and then dismissing the outcome based on the the label or the motive. So it'll say, oh, there were there was bot influence, therefore the organic groundswell that it presented itself as was not true, therefore this was all greenlit for an audience that doesn't exist, or um. Snyder was behind all of it, pulling the strings. Therefore, the um, there was malintent behind it. Therefore, it was the bad guy Lex Luthor <laughs> winning. <laughs> is the out like, like that? That was ever like the way it was. Like like if you're gonna break it down like from an argument structure perspective, which is just really odd to me because like the movie came out, and so those might be interesting things to to talk about. But to me, we know the outcome. And so you you judge the outcome by the outcome, which is the the how popular was it, um, and that's been a tough topic because there were no um, official we numbers. Can't see released. the numbers. <laughs> yeah, right. seriously, I should have had that drop ready to go. <laughs> and still can't see the numbers. There you go. Yeah. So my my initial response at over at Screen Rant, um, if you go to in my Great. on my Twitter page, if you click on my bio, my author page is there, and you can find the article there. But um, basically, the the idea was to show like just how popular was this because that it's been uh, I don't lack of information or conflicting information has made that kind of unclear and so I kind of just wrapped up everything we know about well these are the things that we know about the campaign outside of like the Twitter engagement like here's how you can know that that's a real audience um, like separated from from bots or even if there were bots like we know that there were uh fundraisers and there were uh you know afsp and um and all this other stuff sorry hold on a second hold on yeah we, we, we got a kid here but you know at least we got somebody else joining right now ben. <laughs> <laughs> what's up sir what's going going on? Right? batman lighting going on back yes no i've been playing with the lighting all week so i'm just trying to find my place in this YouTube, no, because I'm I'm planning to do something <laughs> different with the channel, so I'm playing I'm playing around with the lights, and I think I'm I think I'm settled on red as a background. Not, like it has nothing to do with I, the Batman, I, I, though. Oh, just yeah, say it, guys. I got the red hood going on right here, so we're good. We're good. Oh, there you we're go. Good. 
Yeah, I do like it. <laughs> no, he's trying to, you know, it's red for Superman's cape. He's summoning like uh yes, you know, five for tomorrow. I'm, That's yeah. What it is. Yeah, putting I'm putting it out on the universe, calling it to exactly. That's what we're doing. But anyway, so yeah, Stephen uh was starting to get into uh the whole Rolling Stone article. Mm. So let's um, we're talking about his article, actually. So yeah. Let's, let's, oh, yeah. Well, and which so, was really great. It was a great so article. Too, yeah, my was. initial reaction was like, even if you take everything in the article as face value, um, which is always kind of a, a good way to approach most arguments, I think, is, is to say, okay, this is all like, what is this actually changing about what we know? Um, and so the question is, there is, does this change how popular it was? You know, there were, they claimed there were bots. Okay, well, there were bots to get it greenlit, but like if it did well, then good job, I guess, right? Like if it's popular, then it's popular, right? <laughs> If the if if the Snyder cut if the Snyder cut movement was mostly bots, yet the movie did well, then that would mean that there there's a larger audience out there that just didn't happen to campaign for it. Hypothetically, and I right? love so, I love the reaction of people <laughs> are like, so wait, so Warner Brothers got duped by bots to give seventy million dollars to Zack Snyder to finish his movie, right? It's like what what? Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> we're, not, like, I mean, I, that's even, not the defense you think it is. Even yeah, the act of not, calling good. him Lex Luthor, it's like I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I like yes, Lex Luthor is bad, the bad guy, and you would call him Lex Luthor because he was doing something that you didn't want him to do. But like what you're saying is he won. Like he yeah. beat you and you're humiliated by it and you're <laughs> putting it out there. But um but yeah, so so I broke down and there's a lot of stuff people have gone over before, but I put some of the um the um I forgot the name of it, Samba Samba T V and yeah. some of the other regional um uh, successes that were that were highlighted as the well crave. as yeah crave yeah. and binge crave in canada and binge in australia both announced that it was their number one movie um and it's also I'm, I'm, it's not clear but samba seems to indicate that their numbers are just from hbo max views not from um not from views other places and it's um, also just smart tvs right Right, exactly. Well, and there's yeah. also the fact that it's one of the first movies that they dropped so like by the time suicide squad came out um they they'd added you know millions of viewers each quarter up until up until that point. So numbers on streaming services like that's why Netflix every time they come out with a new movie, they're like, oh, we set a new viewership record. And it's like, well, yeah, literally, there's 10 million more viewers yeah, exactly. on the platform now the than thing. there were before. Yeah. So naturally, everything is going to get more views. Mm -hmm. Um, and so anyway, so I broke down a lot of that and just to say like, the the pro oh, and then of course the day it dropped on digital. Um, it was number three on iTunes over the Northmen, over everything, everywhere, all at once, just yeah. below the black phone. Movies that came out this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Movies that were released in 2001. Nothing else was in the top 15. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the fact that like, this is also a movie, like everyone says, this is a re-release of a movie from 2017. So like the fact that this was number three on iTunes, like is nothing, nothing to sniff at. And so the, so the result is bots or no bots, the the movie is popular it has wide wide appeal and that's despite like one of the interesting the, the article revealed a lot of interesting things which we can get into it in whatever level of detail everyone wants to i read it i read through it again a couple days ago and just because it was kind of fascinating the way it was written i ended up adding notes to almost every line so that might be a bit too much <laughs> but <laughs> i am ready if we want not surprising yeah. um but um, but, but it dropped a few interesting details that was stuff we didn't know before. Like they said that the total budget came up to 73, uh, 73 Ooh. million before 
uh, before marketing, which brought Damn it. Damn it! Over I just ordered the seventy club. Damn it! Now I got to send the seventy three club. Damn it! Which means, uh, which means there's about twenty seven million for marketing. Well, what's yeah. the normal rule for calculating profit? Uh, profitability of a movie um, at the two and a half, three times, two and a half to account for. Well, that's in theatrical, for, right? for yeah. marketing yes. and, and, and other expenses. Yeah. And so, I don't. Not every movie has marketing budget that matches its budget. Um, but twenty-seven million is a low marketing budget compared to all the movies that it's going up against. Plus the fact that it's a four hours long director's cut. Like, there's all these factors that that make it not pop on people's radar in the same way because they don't realize what it is, especially when it doesn't have the same marketing budget. So um, so I thought that was a really interesting thing to reveal. Like, oh, so this is confirmed. It had a lower marketing budget than most stuff, and it still did well. And not just then, but, like, how much marketing budget went into the digital release. I only saw, like, two tweets about it with, like, video. Like, so, so the fact that people knew about it and bought it shows a highly engaged, focused audience. Um, it had it had more marketing. It had so much marketing prior to it. That's what's so great. And, about and that's it. just the digital release too. I mean, yeah. we all know when when the box sets came out, the like the steel books and the um, and the trilogy sets. All there were multiple versions of the movie, number one on um, Amazon at the same time, uh, and so those aren't. My understanding is those aren't going to be stacked. Like the trilogy box set and the steelbook, for example, would be like number one and number two, or wherever they were, top ten. Um, and but the steelbook was right only Best Buy. Yeah, because it was. Oh, the steelbook is a bad example. Well, whatever the ones that Amazon was selling were both. I know. I searched for that thing and I couldn't find it. So it out. So like, if multiple formats are in the top ten at the same time, if there was only one format, would that have been even, even higher? Are those collating views? So there's. Anyway, the point is, it's really hard to give exact numbers on what any of this means because um, because HBO Max won't just give official numbers. However, I did find it interesting. The writer went on one of my favorite uh, entertainment podcasts is The Town with um, with uh, Matt Baloney, and he had uh, the writer Tatiana Siegel came on, and it was it was kind of frustrating because there's a lot of um, I, I like to assume best intent just for the sake of not jumping the gun on pointing fingers. Um, there's a lot of misunderstandings or lack of information about a lot of this stuff um, that permeates the article and other discussions about it. But one of the things they mentioned there that wasn't the article was that I think it was the top eight movies on um, HBO Max last year is what she said, um, which I know everybody's like really focused on like number one, but Number eight's a big deal. Well, yeah, like they put I every single for an entire year. Yeah, yeah there was like a, there was like was a whole thing, and, and I it was went over it first when yeah. their subscriber base was smallest. One hundred eighty-four was released first, yeah. but it was released when the the subscriber base was smaller, um, and ended up being in the top eight for the whole year. Um, like so, yeah, so, because they were releasing numbers by quarter, and then there was like one quarter where it actually jumped up to number six, which was interesting because of because yeah. of the subscriber count. Yeah, so so I can't make the case that like it was the number one movie, and I don't and I don't think it even necessarily was. But the point is, no. it's right up there with a bunch of other movies that nobody else is saying bombed. <laughs> right? It's 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 up there it's, with Godzilla. That's like uh, an hour and a half. I mean, or, right, or exactly. even Mortal Kombat, hour well, and a half. And, and even some of those numbers, too, like Samba TV, for example, Mortal Kombat did. Um, like, I know everybody, like, trashes Samba TV because it, it only collects from um, data from a select set of smart TVs. Right. 
but um and so but you do get some proportional sense there because they're measuring the same audience for all of those but what we don't know is if that's a representative sample of hbo max's subscriber base so what i found was interesting was that you have like um justice league i think did like 1.8 million views in the first four days or something and then mortal kombat did like 3.8 or something insane like that um however then you look at other numbers like Aptopia, which monitors app, um, application downloads in the app stores, as well as application like runtime, which again, that's a totally different audience than Samba TV is going to be measuring because they're measuring people using the app as opposed to people using the smart TV. Um, but that, that also gives some value because ideally you'd want those numbers to match up, right? Well, for Justice League, when it came out, HBO Max app downloads increased like 68% or something like that. Um, and view time was up as well. I don't have the exact number in front of me. However, like when Mortal Kombat came out, um, app downloads actually decreased and time spent in the app actually decreased. So that's not, that's not a direct measurement of, um, you know, like, like for example, Godzilla versus Kong came out right around then too. So that's going to inflate some of those numbers. However, the fact that like Mortal Kombat did so much better yet when you just change to measure a different metric, it doesn't match up. That doesn't mean that like one is right and the other is wrong. It shows you that there's a lot more nuance to this. And unless they, you know, release those numbers, um, there'll be there'll be no way to know. But I do think it's it's f very fair to say, um, especially if if she said it was one of the top eight movies, and she didn't put it in the article, but she did say it on the podcast, assuming that someone she interviewed for the article told her that. Um, <laughs> that's a sol that's, that's a that's a proof right there of how. Um, of how big it was. Um, so going back to the question of bots, like were there bots, were there not bots, what were their effect? There's a lot of really interesting details to kind of dig into that. But even if you say, you know what, screw it, 20% of it was bots. It doesn't matter because when the movie came out, it had an audience that was comparable to uh, other major 2022 releases with bigger marketing budgets that that's all you need to know about the entire story is when it came out, people saw it in numbers comparable to movies that were released in 2022. None of the, none of the rest of it matters. Um, no. We can rip it apart. I'd ha be happy to, <laughs> but it doesn't matter um, yeah. <laughs> because of the end result. Yeah. That's that's the, I mean, that, I mean, that just shows you, I mean, and, and then of course it was determined that it was what? 13% bots. I mean, I mean, yeah, this is 13 Thirteen percent. So it's like, all right. So eighty-seven percent. That's still pretty damn good. And then, well, you know, I mean, if you if you have a following, guess what? You run an audit, and you can run an audit on Rolling Stone. Guess what? They had like twenty-four point three or something like that. Yep. I mean, yeah. or even like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like they're out there. I mean, that was one of the things that Mr. Musk was like, "Hey, you know, there's a bot well, problem going on in here. If I'm going to buy this fucking thing." One yeah. of the biggest issues that I took with the article overall is the way that it approached some of the um sp some specific things that um yeah. are I'll, I'll say are common mistakes maybe with journalism when you're talking about industry specific stuff that is that is uh data related or or technology related or whatever so it's once again benefit of the doubt very easy to kind of mess this stuff up especially if you have multiple sources feeding it to you and telling you what it means um but the 
um, before I get into it, I'm not I'm not the the expert on this, but I would advise everybody when you get a oh, chance go check so out modest. Um, Poindexter Lounge with uh, I was on a couple nights ago with uh, with Enosh over there. Yeah, he had a bot expert, bot, right? Yeah, he had a guy yeah. on with him that that we talked with who um, who used to make bots as a living, and kind of explained here's what a bot even is, and here's what it does, and here's why it, why it's used. And there were some very really interesting, interesting statistics very in there. Interesting. Like he yeah. said, like the 13% number jumped out to him the second he saw it because they said normally it's 3 to 5%. Um, and yeah, Silent Scott, William said in the chat. Um, really, really smart dude. Very, very educational bit that he gave on there. Um, and he said um, the 13% bots and with a 3 to 5% base um, average, there's a lot of context missing in that because like for uh, what he says is that um, with COVID, total bot activity across the board went up about 11%. Um, and so you're talking 3 to 5%, plus 11%, 13%. We're right in that range. Um, on the podcast that, that she was interviewed on, she said um, one of the reports said up to 17%, possibly. So there's a margin of error there, but also it's still in that in that range. where And of course, the average would be from before before COVID because that's going to be like what the, what the average is measured against. And so the article doesn't specify that that's adjusted. Like there's a lot of that kind of thing that sometimes you're safe to say like, well, they wouldn't, that's not the way it would be presented. But when you're presenting this kind of, this kind of information, um, that's kind of relevant context about, um, about what's normal. And then there's also, they said three to 5% average, but like, for example, bots, um, the function of them is they're designed, they, they most often, like you hear them talked about a lot of like in the election and stuff like that. And so there's a really negative connotation, but like 60% of total internet traffic is, is bots. Now that doesn't mean that that's, that's not the same kind of bots to, I'll, I'll, no. I'll specify. So we're not saying like that 64% is the average. A lot of those are just like Google search engines and just bots that are just crawling websites and gathering information for, um, for aggregators and all sorts of other stuff. Um, but the point is that most of the traffic on the internet is already not human. But on social media, the bot use isn't always strictly shaping um, opinions and sending disinformation. A lot of it is, um, and everybody has seen it, it's the, um, it's the spreading just like spam links. Um, they're trying to get you to click on, uh, on article, list articles and, and all sorts of other stuff. And, and you run into it and, it, and what they're doing is they're just kind of auto-generated stuff that... Um, will leech off of a hashtag. And so even the article said that the, a lot of this stuff doesn't break through the noise. And it's because they're not necessarily, they're not the ones driving the traffic. They're saying, okay, this hashtag is, you know, popping off. Let's do our Viagra links um, and use that hashtag. And we'll just get some residual traffic from that. Um, or whatever. I don't know if it's Viagra, but I mean, that's something that pops up. Yeah. On, on you need lot. boners. Pops yeah. up. Um, <laughs> But uh, um, and so so what I was curious also is they said three to five percent average, but they didn't compare to other like, for example, what's the BLM um, hashtag average bot activity? What's the any bigger hashtag is always going to have a higher percentage of bots because that is a higher percentage chance of success for the people that are leeching off of it for for traffic purposes. Um, so that once again, that doesn't that doesn't diminish it. It just suggests that there's there's a lot of context that would be useful. I don't want to talk about it too much because I really, like I said, I really encourage everyone to go check out um, Enosh's stream over at Poindexter Lounge um, just because 
getting it directly from uh, Cylon Scotty is going to be far more educational than me trying to regurgitate it. Um, per the point that he made, journalists aren't always the best uh, at interpreting data, um, nope. and so they should they should check with uh, with actual data people before they do it. So don't listen to me. Go check that out. Listen to him. That's just kind of my summary yeah. of, of what I. Well, got that, that's that. a good point that you made. Did she make? Did she make the attempt to get somebody who's an expert on the subject matter to put her? You know, to to get some gather some information to make her case more valid because that's well, what I didn't see on the. The, based on the quotes that she uses and the data that she cites, it's I get the impression that she didn't necessarily, she didn't have, or maybe she did have the full report, but the way it's constructed seems very much like the quotes and the data were all provided together because the quotes and the data all very much support each other. It's not like she got this, or I, I can't say it's not like she got this, but it's not necessarily that she got the report, read through it, found the patterns, went to people, interviewed them. It's very much, who are these people? They don't exist. I didn't see a GoFundMe anywhere. Um, and then here's the, you know, and then here's the data that says 13%. Like, you don't get that kind of consistency. Um, and, like, also question who, like, it makes a big deal about this report was a myth. We didn't know, that it was, not everybody believed it happened. Only a few people had access to it. So, of course, all of the people being interviewed are all former execs. They're all, it's all people mm. who were, who were in the room when there were screenings happened. I mean, all these quotes specify knowledge of, of events. So the same people she was quoting were the same people that provided the report, meaning that the, the report is likely um, influenced by the well, opinion just... of whoever brought it, whoever leaked it to her. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so the other thing I was going to say besides bots is it makes a big deal about the Forrest Snyder Cut website. And they talk about doing an archive check or checking the, the domain registry. And it used to belong to an ad agency. And um, and similarly to the bots, that's an, a big area where um, there, there is a um, improper attribution of what the information means. Um, so first of all, it says that the, the, the domain was registered to an ad agency at one point, which... Um, first of all, is, is not only um, not uncommon, it's incredibly common. Because yeah, they want, they want, to, is, they want to lock that down to sell it to somebody else. Right. They're yeah. all, it's, all, it's all like real estate. And, and so, sometimes, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This, people buy them, those domains in bulk. It belongs to a company, and then they sell yep. the, the auction them out. It's yeah, like exactly. buying land. It's yeah, like it's right. like the original crypto, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, where they'd buy it and, and it would it would appreciate in um, in value ideally, and then yeah. and then they'd sell it off, um, and so or someone else's registration lapses and they're monitoring it and they snatch it up from underneath them so that when they go to re-register they then kind of have to buy it from. So I don't know enough. I haven't talked to anybody who runs the website, so I don't know what the case is here, but um, but specifically being owned by an ad agency doesn't mean anything and specifically if this was i think the the suggestion i don't know if it was outright alleged or just kind of hinted at um is that there was an ad agency running it to to generate traffic for the for the snyder cut trend um if that was the case it would not be registered to an ad agency it would be registered to the the customer um, and then the ad agency would be doing work on it on their behalf. Typically, that's not always the case, but it's just a it's just an inconsistency with the way that's cited. Um, 
also i think it's myadagency.com or something which is a defunct website they use um the wayback machine or another archiver to go back and get an old version of it and they cite a quote on it that says something like um instant avatar traffic to your website um and um and some other stuff which they don't say anything else about it but that it's put out there in the context of bots and in the context of like a marketing fake marketing scheme um and the word avatar kind of fits right in there with that but where we're talking about digital marketing avatar is a very specific term and what avatar is is, is in digital marketing speak it is a customer profile so if someone's going to do digital marketing on a website they're going to say um, let's say you run a um, like an insurance ag insurance agency and you insure small businesses. You're going to say, okay, my customers are primarily people who own small businesses, ideally um, of you know with this many employees and this. What they they identify data points, and then that's their customer avatar, and then they market to that. So the idea is using Google search uh, optimization and yep. um, and social media ads. They'll target that type of person to get them to click on the website through Facebook ads, through someone will Google something like uh, small business insurance or whatever, and it'll, it'll show up because they optimized it based on whatever terms are most likely for that avatar customer profile. And then when they get there, they have to capture their information via, they'll, they'll sign up for a white paper or get a quote or whatever. They'll capture their co uh, contact information um, and then and then reach out to close the sale. And so we're talking 100%. Like bot bots are counterproductive to that to that process. Like you don't want bots. Bots have nothing to do with that. You're talking entirely about identifying real people that will yeah. buy a product. Um, and it's called a marketing funnel. So you start at the top by identifying the the broadest customer base, and that's people that you get to land on the website. The website uh, filters them down. It gets narrower as they get down. Um, you probably, if you've ever seen a simple landing page where it's oh, yeah. not much navigation and then it just says like, sign up for problem. a white paper or get on a newsletter. Yeah. Or, uh, to make your email right here and right. Uh, get some um, boner pills. Yeah. And so, um, and so it's not talking about bots at all. It's talking 100% about, about customer acquisition. Um, that's what the, the quote from this ad agency that they're referencing talks about. Um, and then also, if you go look at forcenettercut.com, it's not optimized for any of that at all. It's not optimized for capturing data. It's not optimized for for building a subscriber list or any of that. It's purely useful for um, for like fans who are yeah. looking for information on. It. And it's got terrible Google ranking. Um, like if you type type like Snettercut into Google, um, it doesn't show up in like like <laughs> until like pages deep. So the notion, the 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 <laughs> this is hilarious actually. <laughs> the reason that they link it to the whole bot thing is because <laughs> um, I'm trying to decide how specific I want to be here. Whoever oh. updates the website and controls what it says on there thought it was essential to say, we made the Snyder Cut trend. Um, and so and so Rolling Stone is like, oh, they say they made the Snyder Cut trend. They used this ad agency or there's a oh, connection God. to an ad agency oh, who says man. they use they they give you avatar traffic um which those two things are entirely unrelated and then also like i said the, the website does nothing like website traffic and social media trending are there's no someone has to go to twitter and type in hashtag release the snyder cut send tweet in order to to influence that like someone visiting this website it'll sure it'll help like google rankings and stuff but it's entirely unrelated from the entire from the entire bot argument 
and so that's the type of thing you see where um there's a lot of situations like that in the article where it's like oh there's a marketing agency um and and uh and there's this website that says that it'll make you or that it made the Snyder Cut hashtag trend and it's it's um it's connected to this ad agency um and and Snyder Cut trended and therefore like it builds this whole link when the 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 building blocks aren't aren't even what they once again they don't even say specifically that's what it is they just kind of mention it as if they if as if they stack but none of those things are related um which then as everybody knows that also says like uh um it said that uh or it quote once again the article didn't say it quoted somebody saying they had a billboard in times square um where was the kickstarter for this um where you know everybody that was paying any attention to the campaign knew because it was widely widely publicized yep um for for comic-con for for the new york billboard for all that stuff um that there, there was there a was gofundme the for that we could, it's still we could up there you, to the... <laughs> yeah you can go find it right now it, it wasn't a kickstarter it was a gofundme so interesting that that exec chose to say where was the kickstarter um because well there wasn't a kickstarter if, if you yeah, yeah. um and then also the article says, which can cost as much as $50,000 a day, which is funny. I just went to Google and typed how much does a Times Square billboard cost? And like the suggested response from Google is it can cost as much as 50000 a day. Um, but once again, you go to the Kickstarter um, and it says, um, it says the, the, the price is that it is once again, it's doubled or not the Kickstarter, the GoFundMe. Um, it says that it's uh, doubled for AFSP, all that. And once again, this, this stuff is all widely publicized. So, and I, I'm preaching to the choir on that probably, but that kind of thing is is highly consistent across the article where it mixes and matches terms or alludes to something without actually saying it. But then when you look at the the if A, then B, then C, it's like, if a banana is yellow and minions are yellow, then... Eminem should release a new album, and you're like, "Well, wait, hold on, hold on." That's that's followed the F A then B then C format, but that's not (laughs) that is not a logical structure at all. Those pieces don't go together. Nothing correlates. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Easy there, Jumble. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Thank you for the five dollar super chat, but easy. You're gonna get some. Uh, you're gonna get some Snyder bots yeah. on you. Well, Anyways. and I will. And and I guess while I'm while I'm being prevent, potentially provocative, um, anybody who read Sean O'Connell's book would know. Uh-oh. Like Sean O'Connell's book already. Easy, Stephen. Easy. All of this. He interviewed. He interviewed dozens, if not hundreds. No, they were of fans. all bots. What are you talking um, about? Which obviously that. Obviously, you can have thousands of fans and and millions of fans and still have bots. So that doesn't. Doesn't necessarily track, but the point is that he interviewed the fans. He told the story of how it started and who was involved. Uh, he told how the New York billboard happened. I mean, this is all information that that's in the book. So I know people wanted to like claim that this book was like like a, a secret covert job to take it down, but like it was actual information. Really, if anybody reads the Rolling Stone article and they're like this is crazy. Be like, Oh no, read Sean O'Connell's book and you'll understand what actually happened because it deep, everything in Sean O'Connell's book establishes timelines, dates, uh, people, everything that you need to know to know what's, what's wrong with this article. Um, and, uh, so I don't know if that's going to make anybody 
feel differently about that but um and that but that's you know and he was on the show too so everyone's got their opinions but like having <laughs> having read the book i'll say like the information is all in there um, yeah so real people yeah and it's real people i mean that's the thing it's like it is kind of funny because you know it's it's become divisive when it comes to o'connell i mean i'm when the last time he came on i mean he was like oh here we go here we go and then i hit send and it was like Boop. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, you know, when it, when it, and, and, and say what you want. I mean, I know like sometimes when, when he tweets some things out, it's um, sometimes people are like, Oh, how, how could you even associate and blah, 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 you know? And, but at the same time, it's like, all right, well, I wanted to bring him on and get his, uh, you know, just talk to him again. And then of course get his uh, side when it came to two things, which, you know, of course the, 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 uh, whatchamacallit review. And then of course the Ray Fisher thing. And then, but at the same time, it's like, I will always say that I enjoyed the book. I'll, I'll always say that I enjoyed his book when I, when I, and now, like you said, when, when we're talking about this, I mean, it's documented all right there that he actually reached out to so many people and, and, uh, got their, you know, interviewed them and just got their takes about this whole thing. I mean, it's just, it's all right in there. It's all documented. And it's, it's just kind of funny how that is. It's like, it, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you can't even say that online. You're like, Oh God, if you say Sean O'Connell's name, how dare you say that name? You know, but it's, yeah. it's also one of those situations where we still run into this is that depending on when you, your personal journey started in this yeah. whole narrative dictates uh, what you do and do not know about the narrative. And so when you read, I mean, I haven't even read the, the entire Rolling Stone article. I wasn't going to pay for it. You know, it was like, <laughs> I, I, I just I say I, if anyone that wants to read it without paying for it, just add uh, forward slash amp AMP to the end. It pulls up the mobile version, which is not paywall. Yeah. There you go. Continue. Scott. Okay. There you go. Oh, open it up and brave brave blocks it for some reason <laughs> but the point is is that you know you see this and they ask these questions and and some of us can get very frustrated because we're like well duh but but once again we were a lot a lot of this is like we were involved and we've been involved for Long going time. on about five years now so it's like yeah. it's it, it it gets frustrating but then you have to go and and like you said, Stephen, you're you're attacking this from at least a, a you're trying to be objective and take it from a from a uh, good faith position. And yet sometimes it's hard because like, what about this is actually being objective to warrant yeah. uh, a good faith perspective when there are so many other sources and that can like, well, if you would ask somebody could tell you because yeah. the information yeah. no the whole thing was done there. the whole thing was done uh, with ill intent from the get-go i mean from the headlines for him uh, well look at the the timing too i mean you the, just yeah know, specifically you know. a day before they released come on so yeah, yeah so it, it was ill intent from the get-go and I think to piggyback on what you said about um we've been doing this like for five years there, there is new people that do not know what's going on yeah. And those who are getting introduced to this uh, to this uh, fandom or this little pocket of the fandom, they probably l l read this and, and automatically dismiss anybody who ha who's associated with this uh, 
with this uh, uh, movement, for, for lack of a better word. Which is funny because I, when when presented with it with the lens that some of these articles do, you can understand it. But then you also want to go, but yet some of us in this pocket are the ones who like we witness like we're the primary source we're like yeah, we're the yeah. eyewitness to everything that happened yeah. we can <laughs> yeah, tell well, you what happened because we were there the entire time well disciples that's right and, we were there when he was when they crucify him and then when he's risen again so we and, were there i think it's important to like while there are issues with the article and a lot of it seems um slanted or to give preference to certain people over others and is um parts of it are either ignorant or um or i don't know like i said i'm trying to trying to not be too harsh but i think it's very important oh, be harsh. to to remember um like to scott's point not just people like within the movement but you're talking about even people covering this like i have other people who who I talked to about this that have been outside the whole thing and um, and who are in the industry and, and are supportive, but but not like even necessarily Snyder fans, just kind of they understood what happened and think that he deserved for it to happen or he deserved for the, the cut to happen. Um, there are a lot of specifics that there are people here are um, what's it what's it called? Always online um, that there are people here that know. um a lot about what happened day in day out like on Twitter but there's a lot of people who have no exposure to it and when they start to scratch the surface they um it's really hard to kind of dig up this stuff um and <laughs> going back to Sean again I mean look at what he did with interviewing like how many fans did he interview for how long in order to get a lot of information and even his book doesn't include all of it but it's all from the mouths of fans with the way that he put that together um it's it's unless it was it's someone that witnessed it all happen that doesn't mean that it has to be someone who's in the movement um but like unless it's been someone who's been paying very close attention every step of the way um a lot of this stuff is really really hard to know um and i think the most important thing to notice about about a piece like this is that um, it gets accepted and spread by, by other publications. And you see it quickly evolved from, from Rolling Stone saying bots influenced it to other people saying there was no fandom. It was all bots. Yeah. It was all, um, it was no organic, you yeah, know, whatever. And that like evolved pretty quickly. And um, one of the biggest things to remember that, and this is not just a Snyder cut thing. This is a, just like in life, um this is why like image management and pr and not being a toxic fucking asshole is really really important <laughs> because when somebody's experience with you no, is negative and then somebody else says something negative about you their first response isn't going to be well hold up let's go look at the details they're going to say well that's my experience too so i buy it Right. Mm. There's, there's a confirmation bias there. True. And that, that doesn't yeah. mean it's right. That doesn't mean it's OK. But like there are like some of it's bad faith, but also there's there is like. I can tell you from my side of things, um, you'll say, oh, all fandoms are toxic and you got there's a few bad apples everywhere. Um, 
if you write a negative article about Star Wars, you might get some pushback. Uh, or if you put a negative tweet out about Star Wars, you might get some pushback. If it blows up, you might get a lot. Um, same thing with the MCU. If you say something negative about Snyder Cut, you will get swarmed. And that is, that is a thing that we've all seen happen. And that is a thing that, that a lot of people in press experienced. And especially going back to not everybody knows every single detail. And so they'll get a detail wrong, or maybe they'll, they'll say like, oh, like you'll see people who'll be like, oh, I thought Man of Steel was pretty good. I just wish he didn't snap his neck or whatever. And then they get, and then they get swarmed over that. And so their memory then is, oh, if you say something remotely bad, you get swarmed. And then you see this article and it says, oh, they were toxic and oh, they were bots. That person, based on their own experience, like this is, this is not yeah. like, well, this is not them that. lying. This yeah. is not them lying. Anecdotal, them anecdotal. Them. It's all anecdotal. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, but they, yeah. but they have seen through their, their bubble on Twitter, they yeah. have seen um, this kind of behavior happen. And so they're not trying to do Snyder fans. Why, why would they do Snyder fans any favors? Why would they go out and question this? Now, may, that might be the thing that, like, how, that might be the thing to do if you're like being, having integrity and being honest, but how do they even know that there is something to fact check there? Um, but even in your bias won't allow you to even go and look for something different than you're already being exposed right. to. Well, and even if you, like, like, for example, even if someone were to say, um, even if someone were to say, like, oh, where was the... That's interesting. They mentioned there wasn't a Kickstarter. Let me look into that. And then they look like Snyder Cut, New York Billboard Kickstarter. It, they might not find it and Google with it. How much time are they going to spend trying to Google Snyder Cut, New York Billboard Kickstarter without finding it before they say, like, well, they're right. That's not up there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, there's a lot of nuance about the way this is covered. But the most important thing is when when people have that experience with fans, even if it's only minority, even if, if somebody says something bad about Snyder and 20 people out of the thousands of people on Twitter that, that like Snyder, 20 people go after them. They don't have any way of perceiving what percentage of the whole that is. Um, right. Like you, you jump into yeah. a lake and your feet don't touch, touch the ground. Tell me how deep it is. You can't, you can just tell me what the temperature of the water is. Right. Good um, yeah. And like so, that. um, so when then someone says like, oh, well, that's the whole thing. What, how are you supposed to know anything, anything different? Um, and I think that's something that's really, really important to consider with this article, with the timing, especially. The other thing that I noticed was slipped in this that I found fascinating. Did you guys catch when it said the, um, this internal document, this internal social media document was published? No. Warner no, Brothers conducted a survey. People, so it says people at Warner Brothers were suspicious about the authenticity of the movement. And so they conducted the super secret social media data gathering mission. Um, and <laughs> is there like an acronym? Yeah. No, there's, it's, there's a title for it. Yeah. It's like the Snyder Cut IMF social media or, report or something. There's a, yeah. but um, the Snyder it, spells report. Out, it spells out like something C-U-N-T the, or something. The, the article specifies that one of the, I think there's actually two reports, but the article specifies that one of the reports is dated April 2001. Does that does that jump out as interesting to anyone? 2001. Any yeah. When is wow. it? It's fucking it is after the yeah. movie came out. I mean, 2021. Right? Two, 2001. 
Yeah, you said 2001. You said 2001. You did the article too. Yeah, you did. I did. My brain, my date, my dates are all gone. I know. We were like 21. Can we cut that out? Just go back for impact. I know. Yeah. 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 Like 20 years ago. All right. Somebody timestamp it. 101.42. Yeah. April 2021. Okay. That's after the movie came out. Right. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of questions about that. Why yeah. were they interested in the authenticity of the fan base after the movie came out? Why would the that numbers. have any value to them when the movie is already out? They wanted to see the numbers. Right. <laughs> um, here's another interesting thing. Who would have known if this is a super secret article or a super secret um, uh, research document? Who would have known that it existed? Toby. Maybe people that are that are higher up in the company, I would imagine. Um, maybe well, Toby. Maybe Toby and, and Sarnoff. Um, um, and Sarnoff and with a plan. Uh, so yeah. maybe Kylar a little bit. If they know. were gathering data yeah. and the and the report was completed in April two thousand twenty one. What else was going on that time around that time in, in the way that Snyder Cut social media was being um, was behaving? They were mum about it and dismissive of any future plans. Right. But also that means that when Ann Sarnoff did that interview, correct, where she called which the fan the base Monday, toxic, which was the Monday after. After it came out. Oh, that means that very so likely during the period the data was being gathered. Mm. She kicked the hornet's nest, which would, who knows if that maybe, maybe the data, I, I don't know. It's possible the data was gathered before then because not that information isn't, isn't given, but granted it's dated April, 2021. She kicked the hornet's nest during the, the data being gathered, which you would think would probably taint the results of what it says. Right. And so that means that there's a pattern here. If that is a, if that's a logical observation from me, um, that means that we've got a pattern of things happening here. You have um, the fan base is, is being triggered and then they are capturing a snapshot of that data of the way they behave during that time as if that's an accurate sampling of, of their total behavior. And then that data is then rolled into an article that is then used to trigger the fandom again at a time when maybe um, Warner Brothers Discovery might have reason to look at the impact that the, um, like the digital sales. And so if you're looking, okay, we got these digital sales, but alongside that, you're once again triggering people into being toxic to react to the article. This is why, like, I don't, I don't know if it's fair to say that it's bait, but I think a smart person would treat all of this as bait mm -hmm. and take Scott's advice. Don't react to this stuff. Don't tag these people. Don't, don't scream them down, right? The, the information you could put out the information, put out the Kickstarter date, put out the story, put out what happened when, um, do whatever you want to do to, to assert the, the narrative, but the toxic behavior is e at, at, at at worst playing directly into the hands of somebody who is trying to weaponize you to prove that Snyder fans are toxic to not give you what you want at best. It just looks really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no, like, I don't know if there's any other way, any other way to put it. 
like like I said with the journalists, sure, they're every single every single person that you have ever. I'm saying you, anyone who is who is being being toxic or fighting online about this stuff all the time, any person you have ever called a name, dogpiled, um, you know, whatever, gone after in any way that is remotely um, negative, remembers that, and to them, this validates that that was an accurate sample of what everybody is like all the time. Hmm. And by the way, if I can be a little, if I can be a little honest. Let's just say that when I wrote that tweet, I had some names in my mind that I'm like, this is for you. Because once again, even in my little world, even if it's not directed at me, I still see it on my timeline. So there are specific, I mean, so I know people by name who I'm literally in my brain going, don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't, don't, do it. don't, don't say it. Don't, don't, don't do it because I've seen it repeatedly to know that you're going to do it. And I'm probably wasting my breath, but I'm at least going to make the good faith effort to go. Don't do it. Which is why when I caught wind of this, it was like, maybe if I, prepare it's like with your kids sometimes and i and i don't mean this to be condescending i just mean it's like when you tell them we're going to be leaving in 30 minutes please <laughs> get your clothes on to prepare an hour if you're right it's like i'm going to say we're leaving in 30 minutes maybe we're really leaving an hour maybe it's like you know when my when i tell my wife um we need to be there by two we really need to be there by three but if i tell her we need to be there by two maybe we'll get there by 245. you know it's yep. like it's one of those situations where you're like mm -hmm. you just you front load them you brace them and that's what i was trying to do because i caught wind of this and i was like oh shit. because once again i know what's going to happen because to your right. point steven it happens every time well, it's and it's what like really a watch. Me too is the way we is the way it's reacted to. This article comes out, for example. I, I don't know if this is. A, I haven't seen this specifically, but this is just a recent example. So I'll use it as a metaphor. But I see the exact same thing happen all the time. This article comes out and says, "Oh, somebody posted a picture of Ann Sarnoff and uh, Toby Emmerich and Walter Hamada being decapitated on <laughs> Instagram and tagged their kids." Um, I don't know all the details around that, but I remember something like that happening and a bunch of people being like, what the hell that is messed yeah. up. Don't do that. However, stuff will happen. Like this article will come out and it'll cite that and it'll be like, here, look, this is a bad thing. And everyone will go at the writer and say, what the fuck? How dare you suggest we're all like that? Like you're like, you're the one that's toxic, whatever. And it's like, no, no pause. Yeah. That person actually posted that shit to Instagram. It is an accurate statement to say that they that they did that. Maybe you could kindly reach out and say, hey, we widely derided that. Um, we don't support that. We take a stand against that. I mean, go back to the very beginning of, of when this was all going on the, that the, with the petition, which what it wasn't even, it was referenced, but they didn't reference the fact that it had 180,000 signatures and was checked for bot activity. And they and they removed like 500 or something, but there was still 180,000 total. Um, and then uh, the guy that originally started the petition started to be like a total nut job, and uh, and Shiraz and Fiona and some other and and, and, and Scott and Tim and 
I don't remember who all else, but um, got like got involved and made a statement and said we don't stand for this, and it was that got press. It got it got it got publicized. It got attention brought to it. Like there was that was an example of oh hey look they're standing up to this bad behavior, and then what happened is though the type of people that were perpetrating that bad behavior ended up getting involved and like planning stuff and started spreading this narrative of like oh you can't take out fellow fans because that just diminishes the the demand like that actually decreases our numbers and so then you ended up in this situation where like someone would do something toxic somebody would say snyder fans are toxic because look at this person they're being toxic and instead of telling the toxic person look you're giving us a bad name stop it we don't stand for that they'd go after the person pointing it out and say how dare you point that out as if it's an example of the way we all behave and it's like well that's but how are they supposed to know how they their experience is the interaction they had with this person who's got snyder cut all over their twitter profile yeah all over their their picture their profile their their name is hashtag release of snyder cut and that's who's in this person's mentions are they supposed to go out and do a survey before they say like i'm getting toxic interactions with snyder fans um, and then maybe reach out to them instead of yelling at them for misattributing it, saying, I'm sorry, we don't like that. Where, you know, however it's handled, I don't know. But, th like, there's different ways to handle it. The point is, don't don't attack the person being harmed for complaining that somebody that supports the same movie you do is toxic. Make the person stop being toxic because they're giving everybody a bad name. And it empowers this kind of thing to be written. And when it is written... Tons of people believe it and aren't going to give it any scrutiny, and in fact, maybe are anxious to share it because it's their chance to get back at people who have legitimately treated them poorly um, over the last five years or man, yeah, five years. <laughs> I mean, we on the side guides. You remember that show? Um, the chef, the guy who's a chef, that he's uh, with a uh, with a horn and screaming now and he says something Snyder cut believers, whatever, whatever conspiracy theories you guys remember that i think mm -hmm. i saw something about that was that it's a very famous show that is on hulu right now and he uh there was a clip of that going circling around so just the fact that that's part of a tv show it just goes to show you that there is a negative connotation with this uh with this uh pocket universe of the snyder fans and, and the so point and, and it's just and it's this weird catch 22 it's like we can look at an article and we can truly believe that it was in bad faith but while we can acknowledge that the point that i feel like we're trying to make is we can very calmly and very rationally go well that's bull crap uh <laughs> that, and that and yeah. and you know watch dave's reaction live when he saw it happen and he that lost hilarious it was yeah. hilarious. I went off. Um, yeah, you did I go off. <laughs> because that's the first reaction you have. You just had it live. That's it. Oh, I had it live. I know. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. That, that's the thing. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. You know, because I was expecting it to show up tomorrow. Like you know, like I said, you know, usually articles don't get released like this in the evening, and it was just kind of mm -hmm. like oh, and then and then I was like, damn, and it was like literally the yeah. So sorry, Scott, go ahead. But but no, but to the point that but it's not like you jumped on social media, tag the author, tag Rolling Stone. No. And started, picture. Right, yeah. and started like, uh, you know, writing a rant. Yeah, it, well, it, your face looks snowy. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. 
you know, it, it's the idea of, well, yeah, oh, not this again. But then, you know, it's, <laughs> because trust me, we've all done that. We've all yeah. looked at it and gone, yeah. seriously, really? This is stupid. Yeah. But I don't go off again. in. Right, right. It's like lather, rinse, repeat. And ben, it, yes. but then you don't like, but then it doesn't become a, well, let me take it out on that person. Because like I said in my thread, it's like all they're going to do is snapshot that and go, see, see? you like you, you're proving their point for them. And that doesn't help. No, the situation it doesn't help the whole and they're yeah. and, and they might even be baiting you. Oh, yeah. Like and, yeah. That, and that doesn't oh, make yeah. it like that doesn't mean that, that like, drop. they're that's in the true. that they're in the right. Like that's also that's also I saw uh, Ray said in the comments like where is the accountability for the toxic with check marks? Yeah, like everybody needs to be accountable. And like I used to talk to people in public or in private when this stuff would come up, I'd be like, oh, that's just, uh, you know, I'd give them a lay of the land. He'd be like, look, that's not what everybody's like. You know, this is what's actually going on. I'm sorry you had that experience. I've had people come after me too. I get it. And it got to the point where like I couldn't maintain my own credibility and be like, they're not really like that because it wouldn't stop. People would keep on getting people being mean to them in their DMs or dogpiling them on Twitter to the point where I was like, what am I? I'm supposed to be like, oh, no, just ignore that. That's not that's not an accurate sampling. And they're like, well, it's still going like I can't I, I have no ability as someone who like as a checkmark who would tell other people like, oh, that's not an accurate representation because because that's all they that's all they get to interact with. And it's just reinforcing that like somebody like one one party being being unaccountable or toxic is not um a, a good uh, um permission for for the other to be the same way or well, maybe even to put point, it Stephen, what i was thinking about is just because you're acting like a shitty person does not automatically give me permission to be a shitty person to you because what is that actually yeah. like help I think well, the best thing I could say for this was, you know, I wrote my thread when I caught wind of this. It dropped at 10 o'clock at night. So thankfully, oh, 10 o'clock Eastern. So thankfully, a lot of people were either A, busy or B, you know, asleep. Sleep. Yeah. So by the time I checked Twitter in the morning, it still was like, by that point, that guy at Forbes had already written an article going, okay, this smells like bullshit. This doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and what happened was it didn't really get started revving up until like later on in Tuesday. So like there yep. was, there was like this 12, 16 hour period where it was kind of fun because what I saw was people actually making fun of the article yeah. because there wasn't a lot of toxic backlash from fans to point to it was other people looking at that going like there were people huh. looking at it going wait a minute this timing is suspect and exactly. the argument in this article is weak at best and yeah. so and, and like and so and, and so when you ask well where's the accountability for the for the people writing it and the check marks it's like well that was kind of it when we just kind of like left it alone and just kind of did our thing, it was kind of fun to watch them eat each other. It was kind of fun to watch them eat each other. Right. Well, and then when you react in a, in a, in a negative way or with any kind of toxicity, it absolves them 
because it it says like oh see that was justified or that was they had reason to be that way um and even taking it outside of a like like i think empathy and trying to understand where someone is coming from and like what their perspective is and sure maybe their perspective on on what snyder is like or what his movies are like or his fans are like maybe their perspective isn't accurate but like they have that perspective for a reason and it's not because they woke up in the morning and said let me conjure up some bullshit it's because they've got experiences that are that are different than you so try to f understand where they're coming from what their experiences are and why they might see it, believe these things and then and then address that like you're not going to be like well you're an asshole and have them be like oh you know what you're right hashtag release a snyder cut like that's not that's just not going to happen but so like that's that's just a, a a good way to interact with people in general but also like if you want to look at at, a, at from a more just kind of um, gamesmanship, um, strategic method. Um, it's a PR thing. Mm -hmm. um, play the game. Like this well, is PR know, and know image, how to and, play the game. And image management. Yeah. Be someone. Be the type of people that you would want to make this movie happen for. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, or you know whatever iteration of the company you want to talk about. They've got millions of dollars to spend on PR. They can do this all day, and all you've got is your reputation. So make it a good one. Um, and, uh, and when you don't, it will be weaponized. And even if it's in bad faith, they've got a lot more money and Harvard grads behind it to, to make it work in the media. Like... It's, 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 I was, I was it's thinking, crazy, I was but hold on, like, yeah, before, before you start, I'm just saying. But it can be better. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh that's not it. That's not it, though. We still got somebody else. Ray. 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 Hey, there we go. We got to make it, we got to make it some, you know, we got to make it, you know, look everything good right symmetrical? here. Symmetrical. So. Symmetrical. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. I know. I, I just have I just have one quote for for this whole discussion, and okay. uh, it's an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Ooh, I like a good it. one. Who who said that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's attributed. That's attributed to Gandhi, right? Or is that, is, is that come before? It was, it was it Gandhi? Not, not to the... him. Then I take it back. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining, guys. But yeah, sorry if I cut you off there, uh, Scott. But I was like, I was trying to find that moment to bring these two. Yes, it, it is attributed to Gandhi. So just it is Gandhi. I knew it was attributed to him. I just didn't know if it was one that was like attributed to him, but has was actually said previous to that, and just Gandhi is like the catch-all internet attribution. Yeah. I, 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 I have a well, different I, I think quote. To the, I have a different oh, go ahead, that's, Ray, sim go ahead. that's similar. To, yeah, well, <laughs> no, you know what? You go ahead. I, 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 the steam was coming out of my ears for the last five minutes of what Stephen is saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. But to your to your point, Steve, when you talk about when you have goodwill and how you can how you can play the game. I mean, you know, a re really recent example is I think about Tom Hanks and how much we all just like love that man. And like how he's really just like he spent years, decades building up this perception and this, you know, this 
public view of him. So the one time he went off on people because they went because they like grabbed at Rita wife. Wilson yeah. and, and, and like like harassed his wife, and he yeah. like went off on them and dropped some f bombs. Dropped an f bomb. Yeah. Every, yeah, dropped the f bomb. You know what everyone's reaction was? Gas. <gasps> they, they actually no. Their reaction was. No, I get it. They must have deserved it. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they must have deserved it. Like, they must have like, deserved yeah, it. Yeah, it everybody sided with him immediately. A lot of people were saying like, "Hey, yeah, if Tom or Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, like says that to you, you fucked up. You really fucked up." But she yeah. got shoved. Okay, oh, the, yeah. the video shows totally she did. got shoved. Come on, let's yeah. right. I, mean, the, I, I agree with what you're saying, but she got shoved. Or like I mean, the, even look at the violence. I don't think that's the point that I try to make. Is I think he want to make emphasis on the person. That yeah. who's kept a cool demeanor throughout the years, and all of a sudden he lost it. Everybody took right. sided with him immediately, regardless of what happened. Because they go, wait a minute. Because like, if you tell somebody, hey, he's uh, something happened and he got mad, yeah, but what happened to make him upset? You know what I mean? It's, well, but it's if like he's somebody that, who's uh, who's uh, who's constantly uh, an asshole, well, yeah, it sounds like him. T T <laughs> Titus had a stand-up joke about uh, actually about that scenario like many years ago. He he called it douchebag credits. And he said that, like, <laughs> Tom Hanks had so many, and, like, the example is, like, if you read a headline that said, Tom Hanks punches none, your first question is, what did that none do to yeah. piss off That's Tom Hanks? exactly the point I'm trying <laughs> right. to make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Or, like, if you, if you saw a headline that was, like, Pete Davidson robs liquor store, you wouldn't be like, yeah, hold on, let's right. not jump to conclusions. No. Yeah, wait a minute. Right. Right. He's like, like a very stand-up dude. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess I just... Actually, he seems like a nice guy. He's just a guy people like to dunk on, so maybe it's a bad example. Yeah. But, I mean, the point is that, like, there are, there are people who, like, you're ready... Why are you like, dunking on me? You're ready to believe it versus people who, like you're saying, like with, with Tom Hanks or whoever, where people are yeah. like, well, clearly something else is going on here. And that's all due to, you know, a pattern of, of behavior and reputation management. And you, mm -hmm. you even hear stories sometimes where like, I've heard, like, Tom Hanks might be a, like, that might be a facade. Like, he's, I have heard anecdotally, so this is not me, like, trashing him in any way, but I've heard anecdotally that, like, doesn't necessarily treat everyone the way everyone thinks that he treats people. Totally believable for an actor. For Tom Hanks, it's harder to believe, but still. But the but the fact that he, despite totally. that, if that is true, has managed to maintain that reputation in a in a maybe more cutthroat way, not in a like glorified way, but kind of proves the the effect of the strategy. Right. Yeah. No, and and, and I. Sorry, I no, I was just—I was sorry. I was just like Jose was like, if you ever watched uh, *A League of Their Own* with Tom Hanks, I mean, that's when he showed that that, that ass or like it, but it was so perfect. I mean, he you watch that's one so of my favorite women roles. in that movie. Yes, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> so bad. he's he's shown it in like other. Oh, the way I, I mean, love that, it in the that, Boss. <laughs> Yeah, like 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 that's like that's the big one. But like he and he's yeah. he's shown that ability in other roles that people just haven't. Yeah. Dude was a hitman in *Road to Perdition*. Come on now. But like, that's yeah. true. Oh, God, I love yeah. that movie good one, so too. much. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's Such a movie a that doesn't that, get talked yeah. about enough. But it does not get talked about enough. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the yeah. Road to Perdition. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that one. Tyler Hoechlin. I, I feel. I yeah, felt, Tyler Hoechlin's the son. I don't know. You know? Him. <laughs> the little guy, right? Yeah, the little kid. Yeah, the son. Yeah. 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 Like Sam Craig, Paul Newman, Mendes directed it. Sam Mendes. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sam Mendes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was Sam about to say, I was yeah. like, I knew it was somebody that was, that has a name, 
for himself. Yep. Yeah. It's based on a graphic yeah. novel, too. Not too many yeah. people. Yeah. By, by, uh, by uh, Max Allen Collins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but like, I love how Jose brought that up because it's like, yeah, that's, that's where, because, you know, Tom Hanks is always usually like the good guy. But when you watch that, I mean, he's, he's, he's an asshole at first. And then all of a sudden he becomes the good guy. Like, you see right. the transition of, uh, yeah. I forgot his name in the, uh, in the movie, but uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Dugan. There you Jimmy go. Dugan, I was almost, yeah. 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 Jimmy Dugan. And I mean, but, it, but it's so just, he's still likable. Like, you know, it's just, even in that, I mean, like, it's just, it, I, mean, I love it when he like, he's walking out and he goes like, and he's like, you know, he's smiling and he's like showing his head. He's all, he's all, yeah, fucking shit, kiss my ass. That's right. <laughs> kiss my big hairy ass. You know, and he's just yeah. under his breath. He's like, I hate this. I hate this. I'm drunk. And I'm just doing this for the fucking paycheck kind of thing. I love that. Well, well, because you see the like it's it's like the redemption of a misogynist and also like the redemption of like him as a person because he was washed up at that point. And, you know, there's even that first scene, like in the first game was like ball players. I don't have ball players. I've got girls. girls. Right. And then, like, I remember that, like the, the turn start. It's after the bus trip, like after he accidentally kisses. What's her name? Ms. Mabel yeah. or whatever her name was and yeah. like is like you know by the way I love you in the Wizard of Oz right like after yeah. all that <laughs> like the the game that was at the, the one of the games after that where like he would Dottie was like because he wasn't doing his job at all and like Dottie so like, was doing and they they go back and forth doing like the signs and everything right because yeah. he's like you're gonna what yeah. are you doing you're gonna squeeze one with our best hitter right yeah. and because he's paying some attention but that's when he starts getting involved it's like the girls kind of pushed him into it he's like okay no i could totally help you figure this out he's like go whatever your name is you know yeah. that kind of thing so and you start so, Ray, seeing you him coming... yeah. so what so ray you had steam coming out of your ears <laughs> kind of like kind of like when tom you know when when jimmy was like he was all you're still missing the cutoff man yeah and he's like not to lose his shit but he's yes. holding it i love that scene too because he's just like it's one something to work on for next season. For next and then season. He, he's all, he's all, he's all, he's like about to lose it. And I love that scene. Yeah. And then he's just like, he starts shaking like when she leaves yeah. and he's like, it, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. But, it, but it's another, and that, and that's like part of his growth too, because he, he yeah. screamed at her earlier in the movie. Oh no, yeah. That there's yes. no, cry, she, that, that there's no crying in baseball scene, but, but yeah, like, okay. Yeah. It is always difficult discussing this particular subject because in many ways, from, from a fan's perspective, it feels like a Kobayashi Maru. It really does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, with, with Casey's quote, like, there's one that I thought of when he said that, which is, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And oh, that's the minority me, part. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's right. That's a really from. old one. I was like, who, who, that? who said that, though? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, Scott, who originally said that? I don't know. I don't say it's been... I unfortunately have not seen Minority Report <laughs> recently enough, and I keep on kicking yeah. it because, like, I keep. No, but I heard that. My mind, my mind immediately went to Minority Report. But I've been hearing that since I was little, I'm even in right. Spanish. Yeah, no, it's oh, it's older than Minority Report. No, I don't know. Older. Oh yeah, for sure. It, yeah. I'm sure it um, is. But I just that's where my mind went. Was, but but, yeah. but it's it's a case where I, we've been dealing with this literally for six plus years, and like even before any of the stuff that happened in 2017, and it's like, you know. Under no circumstances are we condoning or apologizing the toxicity from fans. By the of way, it was not. Erasmus who said that originally. Thank you. There it is. Yeah. Awesome. Who said it? Thank you. Erasmus. 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 
cool, but it, it's <laughs> carry on. But it, it just doesn't. Ben's like noted. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, but it, it just never seems like a fair fight. It never yeah. seems it's like not. a fair fight. I think, I, and, because... I think, and, and Ray, to your point, I think we got to be careful. It it feels like when someone goes, "Well, that's not fair," and someone responds, "Yeah, well, life isn't fair." And my dad used to say that to me all the time. And he goes, it's not a fair fight. No, it's not. But the problem is, is that a lot of people, when they go, it's not fair, they think that gives them permission then to, in their mind, making it fair makes you the bad guy. Right. And which is the problem, which is crap, but it's also a reality. It's crap, but it's also a trap. Well, well and, and that's you to fight and that's that way. And, and that's the point, Stephen. That article is not maybe bait. It's one thousand percent bait. You will mm-hmm. never convince me otherwise. That article one thousand percent. They bait. started with that, Spe- like the toxic Spe- fan number yeah. the first words. Yeah. Yes, it, the, that, title. That ar- that, the title. The title was not yeah, the only title. Thir- the title could have right. said, "Hey, only thirteen percent of of oh, Snyder fans that uh, supported this movement it's, it's are bots." It's how you contextualize exactly. It exactly. Contextualized. The context, how you use it. Yes, that, that, that article was designed for one purpose, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, in a, in that segment of Twitter, it achieved and social media, it did achieve that purpose, and they knew it was going to work because you, it's never not going to work when social media is too big now and too many people that shouldn't have megaphones have really loud ones and like have, you know, groups of people that agree with them. So it was always going to work on some level. That's why this is a Kobayashi Maru because we can sit here and we can be as rational and we can be as logical as we like about it. And at the end of the day, that big money machine is going to do whatever they want and they're going to get people with, because they have a larger audience. Rolling Stone has, how many millions that that what one point that they Twitter count as one point three well, million? Thirty four percent of those are bots, but yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's still larger <laughs> than so it's still seven hundred thousand yeah. something. Yeah, I mean they they have a larger audience, <laughs> and I I think the bigger disappointment for me with Rolling Stone is that that's a journal that's supposed to be a, a bastion of journalistic Top integrity. Here. And mm-hmm. it's not it did not anything but that at this point. I've seen and that, quite that, a few things like this from them recently, unfortunately. Yes, yeah. and, and, and that to me is is part of the bigger issue is and that's why I, I asked like where's the accountability for the the toxics that push this stuff because the problem that I'm seeing over the that I think that a lot of us are seeing over the last six years is we're seeing those institutions that used to be on the level of like Ebert and Siskel, people who actually went to journalism school degrade into this. And there's Social nothing. Media, I mean, it, it, but what if this already existed, but we just there. didn't know or had the means to find out that they were bullshit? Social media. Social media. That's exactly. what it is. I, it, I, entirely. I the, yeah. The point to be made there also that's really important is, um, like Zach got his movie out, um, as like as one example of like these. A lot of these tactics were used throughout. I mean, like there's a level of. Once again, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's fair to to ascribe it as an intent, but there's been a whole string of stuff that feels like bait and gaslighting over the years from that very first Wall Street Journal article where they interviewed a bunch of fans and then and then like selectively quoted them, left out Jay Oliva and um, and also quoted an exec saying like, who are these like once again, very similar strategy. Who are these these fans who want to see a cut of a movie that doesn't exist? 
Um, the myth, the mythical, the mythical, Snyder mythical cut, cut that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. The, exist. The, yeah. It's saying it's the whole time. And this has been an argument since like the beginning is these aren't, this isn't a real audience. This isn't a size. Like these movies managed to real movie movie Superman made blockbuster yeah. money comparable with most other movies at, at the time. Right. And yet, and yet the narrative has been, this isn't, a real audience the audience for these movies doesn't exist so we're going to change to an audience and so yes they're divisive but the narrative all along has been this audience of people who clearly exists because those movies performed then they're performing now maybe they're not performing number one but they're performing really well they're you know they're they're in the even, top even right now even on friday i checked itunes and remember itunes is only one vendor and a vendor that really only works if you have one particular brand of device, device. Phone or, or yeah, right. A phone. It's down. It, yes, it's down to number six. But to your point earlier, Stephen, <clears throat> it's number six, and everything else in the top ten is came a movie out. that came out this year. This year. I think some of them are theatrically even this year. Uh, well, yes. one is about to go back into theaters, which is everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Everywhere, all oh, at once. Black Phone, Black Phone, and Black, uh, Jurassic Black, World. Black still. Phone and Jurassic World. Dominion, they're still, yes, they're still those, in yep. theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're on the um, iTunes list also. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, you also got to remember too that you know some of these journalists. Guess who? Uh, you know, guess who's like sending over some Venmos? You know, I mean. Studio elites, there's like, there's well, you got to remember, there's some fuckery that happens with that, too. We know this that they're like, yes. hey, feed that, you know, and let's try to kill well, this, it, and blah, 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 you know. No, I 100%, Dave. And 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 on top of that, like, you know, it, you guys were talking earlier about how they you know, like his because my bigger issue, like, one of my bigger issues, other than the article existing itself, was who I saw boasting about it the braggadocio that was happening on Twitter, like, ooh, check this out. Look at this. Oh, look at here. And it was the usual suspects. Of course. And I won't... Well, it's the usual I... suspects, but once again, this is not in defense of, of like, for example, Devin Faraci, I think is one that, uh, one name that we're probably all willing to say. I'm not trying to, mm-hmm. like, na- like, I don't know, pick fights with anybody else. But <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there is a history there of... of even if he were going to engage in good faith, there, there's a decade of these same people attacking him pretty fiercely. Yes, he has also done Bad a things. lot of different things that are not good, but um, in a lot of different contexts. But the process that it would take for him to like re-examine his relationship with the filmmaker and the fandom would, would involve like years of like, Oh, when, when, you know, like the people that have, that have dogpiled him made does like, you can question if it was deserved or not. That was still a dogpiling. That was still name calling. It was still harassment. And, and you could say that like, you know, don't defend Devin, Devin Faraci, but that doesn't change the fact that in his experience, that is how these people behave. So okay. like imagine if imagine if this happened and it said Spider Man fans are super toxic or something like that and you had just well, had a fight with Spider Man fans you would be like oh, there we go look they're it, toxic but, too but, but 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 no but that that's happened to me I remember a couple of years ago I made a comment about Tom Holland having as much time as Spider Man in Civil War as Jared Leto did in the, in Suicide Squad 
which right. I think if I counted that out, it probably is pretty close. And I spent the next day and a half dealing with toxic Tom Holland stands. Right. And but then did I look, an article but, came out and it said, turns out Tom Holland stands are toxic. Would you have shared that? I would have said celebratorily. I, I, I no, I would have said that not all, well, there's a difference though. You're saying like between Tom, Tom Holland stands or Spider-Man stands. See, that's the thing. I'm not going to brand Spider-Man fans with the brush of what Tom Holland, some toxic Tom Holland stands have done. Cause there are plenty of Tom Holland stands that either never saw my tweet or saw it and went whatever and didn't care. Like, I feel like there's always a, an inclination to paint everyone with the broad brush. And maybe right. Farage is not a good example, Stephen, because when some of the, when the things that they're involved in can be compared to the likes of Kevin Spacey, Maybe it doesn't matter because someone's <laughs> yeah, going to no. look. Someone's going to look at that and go, Stephen, no, don't, not the. Well, that's what I'm saying. This, that is not a defense. That's not a like. And, and I was blocked by him years ago because he because of this exact point actually. Me too. Because he was because I think it was even about it, it, if it wasn't about Snyder specifically, it was about DC fans, and I was and and he was complaining about. He's like everyone knows that if you say something about DC, you're going to get the most toxic stuff. Um, and I said, well, say something negative about Marvel and see what happens to your mentions. And then I got blocked. Um, but same thing. So like people yeah, don't so, talk about that though. Same thing happens. Um, and so, so I did not bring him up as an example of like someone that deserves to be defended, but as an example of like, if someone like him were to hypothetically change their mind about like, or change their perception, like they've got years of antagonizing behavior going both directions. Like that does like there is there is plenty of evidence in his in his perception or to take him out of these people's perception. There's been years of fights and receipts and screenshots and and r reports and all sorts of stuff saying no these people are these people are toxic. I get I get them in my mention all the time. And yes, it's dishonest to say it's all of them. But how how are they supposed to know? What well, all no, of it, them means. See, see, well, see, see, and that's that's the first. That's where the first bout of steam came out of my ears when you said that. Because I'm sorry, when you have an audience or when you are part of a journalistic entity, you have that responsibility to 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 not paint everybody with a broad brush. I'm sorry, you do. No, Actually, I, I'm not I, sorry. You do have that. Like I agree entirely, but it there it is. It is not. Um, it's not a thing that people are good at doing in general our brains are wired to to categorize people and 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 to 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 as, ascribe tribal behavior because we we can't identify individuals that well it takes a lot of work and that's and like and that's something i try my best to do so like i get it i'm not saying that like people shouldn't try to do that but the point is you should make that not you but i mean people should make that easy don't make it hard don't muddy the water by by behaving poorly like there's two sides to it they have work to do but also don't make it hard for them to know by filling like if every single interaction they have with a fan with a, a particular is fandom is bad then Man. they're going to have a negative impression even if it's subconscious right they might not be sitting there thinking this is bad because they're all bad it's just in their if, if you always get bit when you when you pet a, a golden retriever, you're going to be hesitant before you bet a golden retriever, even if you know in your mind they're not all like that. Right, but, the, but what you just described is essentially the pit bull law. 
So like, okay, you had a bad experience with a pit bull. Now all pit bulls must be destroyed. No, it's not how it works. It's <laughs> right. not, there's it, nothing even remotely fair or morally good about that. No, there's not. And, and I, and I agree, but you can understand why that would be, why somebody would have, would have From a hesitance. Like if someone I, gets bit by a pit bull, they're not going to run up to the next pit bull they see and give it a I, big right. hug. I, like, I understand that, but, but that's, I, you're right. I, I totally get where they're coming from. And, and pit bulls are different but, also because it's not sentient. Like, we have control over whether or not we bite someone or don't bite someone. Well, hmm. okay. I mean, that's there's another argument we don't need to go down. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but all I mean, dogs go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, I, you can see the grind, his, his gears grind. Let me ask. I need to answer this shit right here. <laughs> no. Like, uh. No, but it's just, I, I, I guess I'm not willing to let the check marks and those who have such a larger audience off, off the, the hook? hook for that no, responsibility. Don't, don't let them off I, the hook, but how do you address it? Do you address that by calling right, them an think, asshole and dogpiling them? No, right. And that's no, my it, point. It, it, you can it, you can hold them hold them on the hook as much as you want, but don't do it in a way that contributes to their perception. Right. Do it in a way is, that helps them unravel their perception. Right. So so what the one you used the word absolve earlier. I don't think it absolves their behavior, but I do think that unfortunately it supports their argument. I don't think mm. that I, there's nothing to me that absolves that article. There's nothing to me that absolves that type of behavior from those people and from a number of the individuals who will remain nameless that shared it because to me, it really felt when I saw everybody that was sharing it, it, it just was the, it was the usual suspects of the people who, you know, have felt attacked. And the reason they share an article like this is because it's their opportunity to fight back. It's oh, now, now we're right. going to get them. Now we're going to put the screws to them. Now here we're it goes. And the funny, lie. right. It, it, and, and the funny thing but, about it, I mean, it, it but I think the important about, context is not like they've never had interactions with these with this group before, and now they're just right. coming out deciding to attack them. They have a long history with this group, and it, and, it, and it is not a history that suggests that fans behave differently than this yeah. article said they do. Well, and what's, true. What's yeah, also think, interesting about this too is like how long ago did this? You know, I mean, obviously this was. I mean, even like the when he, when we were talking about the Ann Sarnoff article, it's like our, obviously that was already pre-planned. And this right here it just seems like when you go back to uh, you know another article that talked about bots, which would when it came to the Academy Awards, it's like you know the bot talk. This is not the first time we've talked about bots. And this argument has been loaded in the chamber. It, it it totally yeah. has. Right, but and also, but also one more. Look at something. Oh, go ahead, Casey. But also one more thing that you know people don't usually bring up when it comes to bots is like, what are they describing as bots? Like even in in the article, they address it as bot behavior, not just bots. So it's not you know particularly automated stuff, uh, but it's people that are using these methods. And that's why it's uh, doing this, right? So when they're gauging this activity, the person in the article, the firm they hired to do that, they said they would replicate bot behavior. So we know for a fact that, you know, people in our community, you know, they conduct events and everybody come to this date. They tweet about stuff, sometimes the exact same words, which, uh, you know, in the recent times people said not to do. So people are changing some stuff and all that. But...
A lot of people they just playing this the hashtag. And funny yeah. enough, that's how we identify a virus when we see the same pattern all in one right. shot. So I will say so they, I brought they up just that come same on point they, when we, we were talking to the the bot guy, and he said that was a good a good observation. So he didn't totally say it was wrong. However, it does specify in addition to that um, that there's some additional data. Like if you have a Twitter developer account, um, you can see additional data in the in the header of the tweet. Um, that can like tell you the device it came from and etc. And so they can even match it up often to say like, oh look, these all came from mm. the same device or the same IP or the same whatever. So there's a there's a little bit more nuance to it also. But um, telling everybody to tweet the exact same thing at the exact same time definitely doesn't <laughs> make the bot number look smaller for sure. Exactly. And it's not just like, you know, they're tweeting something, some words using the hashtag. They go retweet every single hashtag, you know, uh, people who tweeted the hashtag. They retweet them with the same exact thing and they keep retweeting everyone. They go on to comments and then reply to everyone with the same thing. So mm -hmm. obviously things like that will, you know, well, be I mean, maybe those were bots. Those could very I mean, those like those could legitimately you know people have been... who do that like by name. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I know that they are people, but they are still doing this shit. So, um, yeah. I thought another good point, uh, something I highlighted in the article. Well, I mean, most of it's highlighted, but one of the things I highlighted was um. You do realize that um, it, it defeats the purpose of highlighting when you highlight everything because well, it's in Google Docs, and I added I added um I added the comments. whole thing. I, added, I highlighted and added comments in Google Docs, so alongside each highlight, it's attached to a to a, a comment, comment on the side. So it's not okay. It's not like, okay, 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 okay. I, I, I'll, I, I've, technology, I've, Scott. There is a method. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, but um, before you do, we got to invite this person. I'm Batman. There you go, Tony. Hey. Hey. Oh come on! Why does Tony get a badass intro like that? I don't that? know. I don't know. I was looking for a <laughs> job. And I was like something quick. You don't like Every Scott? Week it gets a little bit better. It's good. <laughs> Got sixty nine. I like it. It's good. Tony, that picture you posted earlier today was not funny. <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah, it was not funny at all. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But go on, go on. Uh, whoever. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that. Steven, Whenever you want to go, whoever's uh, talking. Like another uh, example of the of like the way that, that. <laughs> another stuff of the way that stuff would be presented or uh, or phrased is it said uh, two firms contacted by Rolling Stone that track the authenticity of social media campaigns, uh, QFID and Graphica, also spotted inauthentic activity coming from the Snyderverse community, um, and then, you know, and it goes on and, and says other stuff. But there's a lot of sentences like that that throw that they continue this like there's a rolling sort of bots and authentic etc but like and that you're going to spot inauthentic activity anywhere you look in twitter you're, you're gonna you know it's like shooting fish in a barrel to spot inauthentic um, activity so like that as a he's doing his best yeah. like question right you're now like a robot. Yeah. yes he's uh oh <laughs> <laughs> am I, they're getting to you are a bot, am i back Beep, bop, no, boop. Oh man! Hey, Take me to your leader. I'm still not. We just saw Stephen go live. Oh wow. man, Stephen's not real. Stephen's not real. There's not real. There's the thirteen. I've got a secret. I've been hiding under my skin. There you go. You're good now. I don't think it was that. My brain is human. My blood is boiling. My brain IBM. Yeah. 
That um, was that was trippy. That was trippy. <laughs> I gave myself away there. What um yeah, what was did. the last thing I I, <laughs> I uh, you were talking you were saying that you highlighted the whole about document. How the article has this rolling, like it, it, it keeps its message repeating. Bots inauthentic. Let's keep roll. Let's keep this right, train but, rolling. But like down a the lot track. of the statements are are like fairly meaningless. Like um, it says, like QFit and Graphica, two social media firms contacted, said that they spotted inauthentic activity within the Snyder Cut movement, which I like. I realized there were like transitional sentences and stuff, and so. Sometimes you you say stuff just to to be brief, but like as a as a statement of like proof, like that's a linkage statement. You're saying here's how here's what bots can do. These firms say there is bot activity here, and then therefore you know, and then you draw your conclusion from that. Like that's like a logical. Uh, I think you'd say like the Toolman model. I think is actually kind of the the structure that follows for anyone that cares. But um, the Stephen Toolman, by the way, um, <laughs> the uh, um, it means nothing to to say they spotted inauthentic activity because it's it's Twitter, it's or it's the internet in general. Like you you jump, you know, my my, my the text messages on my phone show signs of inauthentic activity. Like that's that that is a statement that means absolutely nothing. I'm not like that particular sentence. You could take it or leave it. It's not going to fundamentally alter the article. But it's one of those things where you start to stack these all up, and it's a lot of smoke, but like no smoking gun, no fire. It's it's just all there's signs of inauthentic activity. This is co consistent with bots, the registration on the website, like all of this stuff that like none of it is actually proof of anything. It's all just kind of sounds bad and is non-specific enough that someone who doesn't know what bots are and how they work and how they're deployed on Twitter or how digital marketing works, what a customer avatar is. Uh, what an ad firm will do when they own the registration on a website, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Anyone who doesn't know all that stuff is just going to see that. And to them, it's like this damning thing. Um, that's, talk what to people who... that's, what, that's what they're counting on the audience to think. When oh, they yeah, because I talked to people about it who were like, I don't know. There, there was some stuff in there that was pretty bad. And I was like, what? Like, well, like, think like with the ad firm. And once I explained how that worked, they were like, oh, that's like. Right. Wild, it's also just thirteen percent. Like the, with from the article itself, they're proving that eighty-seven was organic. So how is that bad? Right. Like, well, that's one thing you exactly. see a lot of people saying that are commenting on too. They're like, the bots isn't really the problem. The real problem that a lot of people see with the article, or the real damage they think it did, um, a it highlights the the toxicity, which is real examples of toxicity, not necessarily representative, representative, but are actual things that happen. But, but it's not that. like they made that, but they didn't make that stuff up. Like we all, yeah, they know, didn't fabricate like... those instances. Um, and there, it, it happened twice. The image thing for the executives, it yeah. happened twice. Yeah, one the KKK costumes. Yeah, that also happened. Um, and <laughs> so, so the so the the thirteen percent bots. A lot of people don't really care about that so much as like the toxicity is big, but then specifically it's the linking Snyder to to suggest that he was pulling the strings um, the whole time. Which and then once again well, no, going my, on the yeah. on that podcast, this wasn't included in the article, but something she mentioned on the podcast that kind of taints the mm -hmm. the approach to the whole thing was she said um, that I was even told that uh, Snyder was distributing. Um, key art and and images illegally from that stolen hard drive, even prior to like leading up to the events of the campaign. And I was like, that was the entire 
entertainment blogosphere published every single one of those. Like this is no secret that he was posting those. Like, I also like they're talking literally about the Justice zero League. to to, to Just get those images. Yeah, well, yeah. Fan, like fans did, but even the fans that didn't. I mean, especially towards the end, like when Snyder posted his first picture of uh, of Darkseid, um, like the the trades didn't really tune in on that until later. But like when he when he confirmed Darkseid with the image, um, THR, Variety, etc., all published that, and then especially at the end, they all published those. Like this is not some. Once again, if you if you weren't paying close attention, which like I know all these people who have had their head like just deep in the I don't know bucket of Snyder metaphor is losing me, but everyone who's been like deep into this stuff for years, they know all this stuff. But for people who even if they've been on Twitter and they've seen the Snyder cut stuff and they've and they and they know some of the details, um, you can't say like. You can't present that information and then have them like they're not going to know what that is immediately because they didn't pay attention that that closely. I mean, just think about a movie that you don't pay close attention to and imagine if someone told you something like that, if you would be like if you would be like, oh, no, I know specific information about that or if you would need to like look into it. And so and so that's an example of of um, once it, 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 it there there's a lot of excuse for for maybe there's ignorance there or maybe it's just a twisting of words to, to make something sound malicious. But there's so many things in this that are presented in that way, which are like, oh, this thing happened. And it's like, everybody knew that. This was done in the wide open. Like, this is not like, it paints this image as if he was like sneaking around. That hard drive he stole, we knew he had that. He was talking about leaking it on a, on a um, leaving it in a bathroom at a bar or on a flash drive. And like, he even said that they, he was afraid that WB might sue him one day for that. Yeah, um, exactly. Right. He even said, like, I was of... waiting for them to tell me to stop. I, it was, I think that was in Sean's yeah. book where he said, I was waiting for them to tell me to stop, and they never yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's well, from and, the man himself. Well, well and, and that, that, Stephen, that kind of highlights, like, the biggest, like, the most damning thing to me about the whole piece is, like, this piece is written literally to appeal to anybody who is stupid. Or it, it, it's thinking that the no, I'm I'm and, and I don't mean yeah. that insultingly. I mean that literally. Someone who is ignorant the fandom and hates uh, Zack Snyder because the, yeah. the minute this thing dropped, you see all these people, like we said, all the all the the common, the usual suspect uh, coming after the fandom and Zack Snyder directly, you know, try to assassinate. Right. Him. But, like, right. Right. Imagine the, the type of person that doesn't know that there was a GoFundMe <laughs> for yeah. the for the billboard, for example, which is right. a lot of people. Um, but right. like, even though it was widely published, there's still a, a, a lot of people that wouldn't be aware of that. So imagine yeah. not being super up on what, on this whole thing, reading about that, um, seeing that billboard thing and being like, yeah, there's no way they could have raised that. And why is there no paper trail and whatever? And then, and then you're like, well, I'm going to look into this and you get on Twitter and you go looking around and you start seeing tweets that are like, oh, fuck Ann Sarnoff. She's the one that paid Rolling Stone to write this. You're going to be like, okay, these guys are. Yep. Like I also they, love that's, how that's what they said they were going to do. The article, the article well, described this kind of behavior, well, well, and here's that kind of behavior. And, and, and I also and, love how. No So civil. I also love how you know one of them said that they brought this thing up about Snyder confiscating this drive to Kylar, and Kylar <laughs> said. <laughs> It's okay, you know, and I, then there's a quote from him that he's he denied that. That's another, so I think, big point too. Is fans or certain fans went like hard after Kylar, and I know that was the thing that I've said multiple times yeah. on the vodka stream and other places where I'm like, look at what he's done and his philosophy on things. This 
this is exactly the kind of thing he would be into. And you see, like, he, he, he went over, he, he overruled them on all sorts of stuff. And what happened to him because of that? They took Warder Max away from him and gave it to Toby. So he lost mm-hmm. green light authority over content. Um, mm-hmm. He got, he got smeared over the day and date release thing, which when it all panned out was actually really good for HBO Max. Yeah, um, it was. Which was a big success, but they piled on him for that. Like he mm-hmm. had, he had crosshairs on the, like, Think about how how many times this article went out of its way to bash Jason Kylar, and most of them were things that he did to pull strings. To, he gave Zach extra money. He let him use um, Martian, Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Um, he supported the green lighting. They claim that he wanted to fly him out to to see the the AT and T board, which there's a statement from him that he denied. But if that was some, that was so if, funny. if there was some element of truth to that, that's another question of like why would that happen? Why would anything in that, in that, like, let's say someone crossed their wires and, and described it incorrectly, but like, why would Zach need to go talk to the AT&T board? Like, why would, if that was he, something he wanted them to do, why? Well, to, like, they're, not for the Snyder Cut, that would be to present something more, right? And so that's, like, Kylar would look at the Snyderverse potential and HBO Max, and he'd say, oh, you mean we can have an exclusive continuation of, I mean, look at the thing that was at the AT&T. Speaking of the AT&T right. board in Dallas, that's where the Nightmare Dreamscape thing that's was. That's where they put the, yeah, yes. the board. Right. The board. Yeah. And, 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 and remember, that went up. And what were they doing around that time? They were evaluating the social media activity to find out the authenticity of the Snyder fan movement. They're, I am, I don't know. I, I get I nervous know, about this because I don't want people to get too conspiratorial or, or making their own assumptions. But... No I'm, way. I'm fairly convinced by a lot of things mentioned in this article that there was a very realistic shot at something happening um, to continue this towards the end there. And there's a lot of sh- drastic Ky- strings and political maneuvering that were pulled to get it. Well, like Kyler the, the existence of this report, Kylar getting getting sacked. Yeah. I mean, all these yeah. things are like... I, I Kyler probably saw the potential. I mean, imagine like imagine like continuing and actually probably seeing what was potentially could continue. And then what was what we what what do we always talk about? It's like the Snyderverse can be on HBO Max. The Snyderverse can age. I'm sure Kyler, if he like went on Twitter and saw that, he was like, "Fuck yeah, the can you can have you can have your movies in the movie theaters and everything like that." But I'm gonna I want to have the Snyderverse on HBO Max. What was he talking about? He was talking about we're gonna have a billion dollar movie one day. Like yeah. like that guy is was very very forward, and you could say he's right, you could say he's wrong, yeah. or whatever. But the point is, everything he said is lines up exactly with the type of person who would want to do a Zack Snyder DC show to 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 go against like the Mandalorian. Right. And, and, and I think, and I think all of this that you're presenting, it, all of this chaos, if you will, left them wide open for what has now happened with Warner Brothers Dis- Discovery being created, because they, because they, from the outside looking in, anybody that is seeing the inside, like knows what's happening, because they'll know, like the insiders, everybody, like in the industry, like th- there are people in the industry that saw what was going on or were being told directly what was being going on, what was going on, and they're like, oh well, let's just it, that. No coincidence. AT&T is like, fuck this. Spin I've, this off. Yeah. Discovery comes in. And now you see, and you can even see it now. Like there was a thing. Um, I mean, the fact first, the digital release of this film, finally, because I'm I, in my head, I'm like, Zaslav comes in. Why the fuck isn't this being sold digitally? Sell it digitally now. But then on top of that, 
you see the thing today, that, and this isn't officially yet, I guess, but there's, I guess they saw an early listing for seasons one and two of Harley Quinn being released physically on Blu-ray pretty on soon on, on Amazon. No, on 4K. It, it's, been, 4K. it's been released on Blu-ray. It had not okay. been released on 4K. So, so there is a, and that's now an HBO Max show, which is, you know, season three is premiering. So it just seems like there are certain wheels turning now kind of in response to what they saw was happening, but they totally grabbed the potential. Like they saw it was ripe for the, it was, they were ripe for the taking because of all of this dissension that was happening. They see all this infighting, they see what Kyler's doing and then they see the effort going after him. And then they're like, Oh yeah, gobble them up. We'll, 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 we can turn all that shit around. I guarantee that's what they're doing. Like they, 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 that was a moment of weakness for them. And to Stephen's point, why they got bought up again. And to Stephen's point, I, I did make a thread, whole thread about you know the entire timeline about what happened. So I just went back to 2020 and you know 2019, read all the officially related, uh, released articles and what's being said about the executives and stuff like that, and who has power over uh, you know um, content and all that. So. I made a whole Twitter thread um, counting down from February or you know November 2019, but February is when you know Zach met with executives and discussed about the you know Snyder cut and all that, right? So after that, you had this a transition in Warner Brothers at that time that created this Warner Max uh, division that was basically going to be different from Warner Brothers, just like how DC Studios would be different now. Um, they had Warner Max at that time, and um, Toby Emmerich didn't have uh, control over that at that time, and that was basically the point where people were being happy about it because that's um, you know one way to continue the Snyderverse because Toby Emmerich wouldn't have any power, so he cannot you know ungreenlight any of the projects. So I think Zach's you know even Jay Oliver was talking about animated Snyderverse projects. There was a Forbes article with Mark Hughes, you know, that he wanted to gauge how much interest there is for animated Snyderverse and all that. All that got shut down in September when Warner Max got, you know, disbanded and there was just Warner Brothers and Toby Emmerich, you know, he got promoted. He was going to be heading Warner Brothers and HBO Max. So they took away Warner Max and they took away HBO Max as well. So now it was just going to be Toby Emmerich, you know, ha having power over both properties. So now from that point on, every article that was coming out of, you know, the Snyder Cut, it was basically leaks happening. And then in October, they leaked Joker and all the nightmare stuff. And then you had, you know, Walter Hamada coming out and saying, it's just a cul-de-sac. There's no future for it. And then you have you know, right after the release, the, you know, within two days, you have Ansarinov coming out and saying, this is over, right? So it's all building up from this point when Toby took over. I think like, that's all evidence, not conspiracy, truthfully. Yeah. To be honest with you. Speaking of timeline also, that was another interesting thing that the article did um, that I thought was really kind of conspicuous was in the effort to link Snyder. So notice the very first paragraph is about Snyder saying, I will destroy you on social media, which is just a funny... That's weird. That's, that was, right. Sounds like a really bad line from a comic book movie. Exactly. Yeah. I will right. destroy um, you. But, yeah. so, but so that is the an intent 
an attempt to give him a motivation the entire time. Because then later on, it mentions um, that in his escalating effort to get um, to get Johns and Berg out of the credits, which it's funny the way this article presents stuff like that because it's like why why shouldn't he like even if like even if you don't like the movie like it's it's on it's on record that they like with the things that they did to try to stop this from happening. I mean they were put on set to babysit him after. Like like during reshoots and stuff, and and John Berg was like giving like doing dialogue rewrites for Chris Terrio, yeah. Like this is so not Chris a Terrio, yeah. And so and so there's a level of like why why shouldn't he ask them to to remove themselves? But it tries to establish a timeline where it says like five days after Snyder's final plea or whatever, that's when Ray Fisher, um, started making attacks, but. They're they're being given quotes and timelines on this that that are is coming from someone. So I don't know if there's you know who knows what the actual sequence of events was. It, we know for a fact that he was getting them removed from the from the credits. The the thing that I think has been been mentioned before, um, we, we've at least talked about it casually like on streams and stuff. But the reason that it was important for them to get out of the credits, besides the fact that they were involved in the sabotaging of the movie in the first place, was because. Um, they needed to change the billing block to change the title, and they couldn't do that without without getting them off as producers. Mm. So, to me, when the, when you're talking about this escalating attempt to get them off, the reason that it was such a, a hurry to get them off was because they couldn't finalize the release date or the title as long as they were attached. Because once those were announced, you weren't going to get them off. Like like you can't announce the title and the release date. Um, because that's going to come out with a titles X Snyder. Like it's going to, it's going to make it all official. And so then you can't, you can't go back after that. And so, and so they were running down a timeline on that. Well, the release date and the title weren't, the, the title was confirmed in October of 2020 and the, um, and the release date of at least the March release date. I don't think the, the 18th was specified until later, but the March release date was given in December of 2020. So that says to me that they didn't successfully get all the changes to the credits that they wanted until, until that time. Obviously they didn't want to wait longer than that to get those things out there. Remember the title was up in the air for a long time. Yeah. I remember, I remember like yeah. we were worried that he wasn't going to have it. Yeah. And that was wise. Cause he got it. He had to get them off of there for that. Well, Ray started what he was doing in July 2020 but this article puts it up there as if ray came in after zach um um after zach's like final final for both of them alter and also jeff johns right Right. but yeah exactly because he includes them in that which a it's interesting how it brushes over the fact that like Warner Media did an investigation and they took remedial action maybe johns like didn't get fired but there per per Warner Media there was validity in a in in his claims to an extent and then they don't think it was to the full extent but you can't just brush over that as if well that was only because they wanted to get them off 
No, per Warner Media, there was toxic, there was or there was there was problems on set, and they right. took action. They didn't specify what that action was or who the problem was. We know Whedon got off of the Nevers, but like to to brush over that as if like, well, no, hold on, that complaint was legitimate. Now maybe you could suggest it was motivated by this other thing as well, but you can't say that like that wasn't a like that you can't paint over the fact that there was actual onset problems per the report saying that problems were identified um and other and other that, actors and crew members on said production validating yeah. that there were problems exactly right well and jeff johns has complaints of a similar nature from other products or products from other um um production uh, well for production yeah, from other productions well. yeah. yeah superman and so, lois uh, yeah. yeah, Krypton. Krypton. Yep. Uh, but 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 hey, we haven't heard from uh, the, the the man from the land down under when it comes to this stuff, and and he is very much under all of us right now. Tony, what have you had to say about all this? Like, we haven't heard from you yet. I think listening to Stephen just kind of makes me realize how like emotionally immature I kind of am when it comes to all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, yeah. it's true. He, he does true, that. Like, <laughs> no, honestly, I could listen to you talk for hours. Um, I uh, everybody's got a kind of a take that you know, just in terms of like how you behave, how you kind of react to these things. Like, yes, the point of like the onset behavior is one thing, but like going back to your point earlier, because I was tuning in a little bit earlier, just about um, you're tuning out too, react. but we, that's understandable. <laughs> 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 about um just like you know this the fan the toxic fan reaction and how your experience dictates your truth right like it's true to some that their experience is always just shit when it comes to how they get dogpiled if they have a, a different kind of opinion and it's true like sometimes somebody has a bad take and i i jump down their throat and i'm guilty of it we're all guilty of it sometimes sometimes it's just that little bit of bait that you know, well, we all get sucked into. There's a little bit of a jostle and and ribbon people on on Twitter too. That's just the nature of like, like you, you got to put out a hot take and then take the heat from it. Like that's that's kind of just part of the job description too. Exactly, but and it's navigating be... that. It's navigating that that line of like sarcasm and truth. It's like I will take the piss and I'll have a laugh at stuff, but it's I'm, I'm not genuinely getting mad about a lot of these things. Like I'm totally. Like I just I, I accept the situation we're in. Um, I I get it. Of course, I have my hopes and everything, but it like in reality, which we all should be living in, you should be able to just understand the difference between a Tom and Jerry joke and oh, <laughs> bring that up next. That's a good transition. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Mm -hmm. I mean, because let's face, it, I mean, tomorrow is the big, the big, the big Comic Con. You know, panels and like it's Hall H. We're, we're, it's Hall H and it's Saturday and it's crazy and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, I mean, obviously when it comes to Warner Brothers and Discovery DC, we had Black Adam, Shazam. And some of us are kind of like, all right, but what else? I mean, there's got to be like something else, you know, um, Ben just left and maybe it's Batman eating out Catwoman. Um, that would be great. <laughs> that's canon, apparently. Um, but well, uh, I think know, I think Harley Quinn already had their panel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. We've actually had some good stuff when it comes to Comic-Con. I mean, yeah. some good stuff came out today. You know, we had uh, uh, Marvel Animation talking about freshman year of Spider-Man. X-Men 97. X-Men yeah, 97, my, my which we're today. all excited about. 
I mean, I will say, like, I, I did go, eh, I'm not really, you know, I mean, and I know, Scott, you said, like, well, it is part of the comic, but Magneto and the way you look, I was like, I was kind of hoping for that animated, uh, you know, Magneto look. Maybe it'll finally get there. I don't mind the hair, though. I like the hair. It's very flowy. I like the the the, the silver hair that he had uh, the Magneto. hair in the original series. He just always wore yeah. the helmet. It's like, always the helmet. He always. I always remember him with the helmet. That's the thing. And uh, but uh, you know, you know, but uh, but I can look past that because I'm totally totally looking forward to um, the nineteen uh, the ninety seven uh, X Men animated series. But uh. And then what they're doing with Spider-Man too is kind of interesting. It's like it's canon, but doesn't seem like it. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense for it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) That's not because it's like, all right. Oh, so freshman year, he had Norman, he had Norman Osborne as his mentor before Tony now. What the fuck? I mean, okay. Freshman year of high school or college? Freshman year of high school, I believe. High school. Yeah, which Norman is that, by the way? Like, it, it looks yeah. like yeah. the old cartoon version, but it's well, I think that's no. what well, that's they're good. going for. Well, the, the, but, okay, well, did but, you see okay. the living room is the exact the same comic, furniture the original as the comic dis- the design of Norman? Like, yeah, when he first yeah. appeared with Ditko and Lee, that's, that's what, what he looked like. Look like. That's with what he looked the, like. Yeah. Corner. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. that's that's OG Norman Osborne from the 60s, really. Imagine yes. Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, Paul yeah. Rose. If you look at the, if you look at, the, I mean, oh, am I going to bring, mean, am I have to bring her some art at this point? Like, is, is no, that what I have to just, do? I mean, not, not, no, no. See what you not, did. Look what, what you talk? did. No, no, what, what, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You can bring up some art. That's perfectly fine because I'm digging the fact that they're doing that. I'm just not understanding how it's canon because when you watch like Civil War and you know. And how we introduce, I mean, because let's face it, when it it came to this introducing Spider-Man to the MCU, I mean, it's still a shit show when it comes to Sony because Tom Holland's not even coming back to voice Peter Parker. And it's like he very well could. He still has, he could do that cadence with his voice where he can actually make it sound like it's still like, you know, he still sounds very young. And we have Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil doing the voice of that, which I thought that was pretty cool. And they're very much going for that Ditko old style of art, which I dig because I'm like, hey, you know, when it comes to uh, into the Spideyverse and what they're doing with that, yeah, capitalize more on that because it's like, hey, let's uh, let's uh, um, let's get some nostalgia in here when it comes to this stuff. But yeah, here we go right Very here. Yeah. There, there it is, is with, that, yeah. with, that, with, that, with that, that style Motor of haircut. Right. And Harry had the same know. hairstyle. I, 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 okay, I guess that's cornrows. But I was. Uh, I, I, oh, he, he cultural I was, appropriated way long ago. No, I was. I was expecting like the like down the you know you know like how a lot of times the, the braids will hang down like off yeah. his, like uh, on the shoulder like that. I was I was like, wait, that really? No, this is okay. Yeah. I see. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. It is very interesting. But, you know, when it, I, but, but yet, even, in, but even in No Way Home, they said Norman Osborne doesn't exist on this earth. Like, yeah. that, that was the point yeah, that when, when exactly. Will well, yeah. showed up. They're like, there is no Norman Osborne. There is no Oscorp. I mean, it's not the first time Marvel Studios has screwed up continuity in their own franchise. Oh, of course. It's just, yeah. it's just no yeah. one writes articles about that. 
I no, think it's no, just getting too long so. to the point where they're just like throwing shit out and they're like, we don't give a fuck. People are yeah. still going to digest this stuff. And right. Well, I mean, it, well, again, Why going back it? to Civil War, they, I mean, they probably weren't even sure if like, can we incorporate them at first? I think there was like, they they had two versions for... of the movie, one with Spider-Man yeah. and one without Spider-Man. Yeah. Even like the trailer was like, there was no Spider-Man. Well, then all of a sudden there was Spider-Man and there's all well, kinds he, of. Because oh, he doesn't even have. A massive impact on the movie he's got two scenes one where yeah. tony leaves the team to talk to him in may and then the airport scene and you can easily cut him out of the airport scene you could and easily have do the that. scene flow perfectly without him yeah. being there so that's true it's, but, yeah, but i yeah. like but i liked him better there than i did in far from home anyways um agreed yeah but yeah, I'm just <laughs> hey, saying said that, 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 like, there's no point redoing it like a villain when you got Defoe, who's done it, and it's like there's no way you can top that, yeah. right? So yeah, like, but Ben's is Ben's that right. Kind of why? Well, but ben, Ben's right though. Like they're at this point. Like I've been, I've heard this said multiple times about Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> it was it was okay, but I watched it, it. It it I watched it just to stay on track. Yeah. So it's not that they're not watching the movie. They're it's watching a filler it. episode. Even the right. shows, even the show. Like I don't fucking. I'm not interested. I mean, I'm interested in, in some of the characters, but I couldn't give a flying fuck if I never saw Miss Marvel. But I saw it and I enjoyed the uh, the fuck out of it. But it's better than what I thought it was gonna be. It, it is better than what I thought. But I watched it because I didn't want to miss out on anything that they come to put out in the future. Right, and, and so it's, so it's not a case of they're like watching it out of enjoyment or watching it out of obligation. They're still watching it. Marvel is still collecting their money. They're Correct. on autopilot at this point with respect oh, yeah. to that. But it's just it, it is interesting though that like oh yeah Tom Holland's not gonna voice but it's like yeah because there's that whole thing between Sony and and everything and you just kind of go but yeah it's just so but weird you're Charlie Cox's Daredevil and yes and gonna because they with... own they 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 got they him got him Fox. back they got him back yeah, they yeah. got him from Fox so it's like you're fucking voicing Daredevil and he's like okay you know and I'm sure Tom Holland would be like I would love to voice this but there's just contractual shit that that, so, that is so are, are we blaming sony for it yeah amy pascal god damn it sony okay. can afford him to just pay him just for the movies and also the animated series they probably they had to re restructure his contract you can't blame Holland for like probably. having to for playing that contract game at the moment right like he's doing the dance he's looking for a bigger payday if they're gonna ask oh, him yeah. to do three more films now like yeah. you know make your money like and if, by the way, I want three. Film. I want three more films in that Ditko costume with him being Hell the yeah. Peter, yeah. being the hard luck Peter. Yeah. Like I got to the end. Like I think we even said this on our stream. I remember walking into the stream like ten minutes before it started. After coming home from No Way Home, going, I think Stephen, or maybe Stephen says like it took us three movies to get Spider Man's origin. Yes. It was the longest origin story. It was the longest origin story. There was literally like five films that took that took the origin story to finally get the Spider-Man that we were looking forward to get, which is totally fine. When people shit on that, I'm like, eh, you know, it's different. It's fun. I, I, I'm not I'm home the first that. one. Even if I didn't yeah. like the journey all the way through, like I said, Far From Home was like the weakest. I yeah. just, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like some of the Mysterio stuff, sure, but by far that was the weakest movie for me, but everything else was like, okay, you know, it's fine. And then, you know, no way home. Some of those scenes in there just fucking like parlayed him into, right. okay, and I'm ready for the more man. fun version. I'm, yeah. I, will, I will pay money. I will buy a ticket to go watch the more fun version in theaters. I will. Oh, I enjoyed that oh. movie. Oh, come on, Brent. Don't do that. 
<laughs> why not? I mean, I have, not done, I have not done it for any other movie. I will do it for. I will do it for the more fun version. There you Is go. No way home. The first one that hit the Billy in um yes in that trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. None of them. Yes. Oh, they, they've, I, they've, I, no, no. No, far from home. Did no, far from home. Did yeah. Far from home. Yeah, well, and, and but, part of that uh, was because I, I remember Far From Home came out. It was Fourth of July weekend. They capitalized. They had a huge five. Oh yeah, they totally in the time of year in the in the landscape of the market at the time. But yeah, like something being profitable in comparison to like just being people being indifferent to it. It's like it, it's not the first time in Marvel's like releases that profitable Miss Marvel profitable, but is it? Is oh, it? I, that? I mean, technically, for the Dark World was profitable. Right, so like, so yeah, they've been or, or one of the more maligned MCU movies that fans hate is Iron Man three, one point two billion dollars. And, and that's a, that's I'm a low, one of those that and that's considered a low tier. Likes it a lot. Yeah. Oh no, I love that movie. I, I, I like love Iron Man three. Shane Black. Uh, you you love Black. Iron Man three? I did. I really. I, yeah. Iron Man three well, is the yeah, yeah, big man. That's the only Marvel movie I I haven't worked out. Scott, I worked out of it. See what uh, I mean? Uh, but did then, you I really care, walk Casey, out of it? I no, have I my own subjective opinion, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> see, I was see, pointing I'm out. I'm all about the Shane Black dialogue, man. I'm all about that Shane Black dialogue. I dug the PTSD story and the exactly. whole... Exactly. Yeah, to, that to, was... I didn't have the connection to Mandarin, for, and I still... Ben, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're the Mandarin fan that That's really... That, that was that was, <laughs> that was upset exactly. about that. But, exactly I will, but, but doesn't Shang-Chi fix it for you? Doesn't Absolutely. It? That's why I love Shang-Chi so much. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and listen, would I put Shang-Chi higher than Iron Man 3? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not just because yeah. of that, but for many right. other reasons. But no, I... But, but that's my whole point is like, that's one of the most hated MCU movies and it's one of their billion dollar earners. In fact, it was the first solo, yeah. first MCU solo movie to make a billion dollars. So it was right, it was right hill, after it was right yeah. the hill Avengers, yeah, right. Well, and then so, the, yeah. that animation panel. So we had I, we had X Men ninety seven. We had yeah. Spider Man mm. freshman year. We find out that Marvel Zombies is going to be rated. They want to yeah. be rated TVMA. Uh, yes, and, and this is after today. That what did show up on uh what what show up showed up on uh, Disney Plus. Deadpool, hey, Disney is growing up, folks. Look at you. <laughs> it was gonna happen eventually. Yeah, no, they they have, they have to. when they, they when they put the, the, the new they laid the foundation last year when they started putting everything on us in a, in a different um uh part of whatever the, 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 yeah. with the yeah the, the marvel netflix thing when they put marvel netflix remember the day they put marvel netflix on it was the day that everybody had to like created like they had to set your parental controls they forced yeah, you parents, into yeah, that's, like, what, that's what i was like because I, I turn it on and i'm like what the fuck oh marvel <laughs> netflix is okay all right no don't lock my shit whatever they forced everybody to decide whether or not they were going to have parental controls so that you would so there wouldn't be any arguments so no angry parents would be like hey i didn't get no you were forced into it so here well, it that laid the groundwork for this yeah. why is jessica not- jones and luke cage Fucking right now, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, imagine that series. That series, but, um, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Cinderella man, that, they, they, they go at it. They go at it in that series. Yeah. But um, yeah. So there was all that, and then of course, you know, Keanu Reeves showing up on a panel, which I, 
when I saw the image of Keanu Reeves just smiling on yeah. a panel, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's okay, a fucking see, see, timeline. You, know that, that's a, you, 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 you want to talk about someone that has even bigger standing than Tom Hanks? I swear, I, you beat me to it. I was going to say yeah. that earlier. Can you imagine like, him man. losing his shit? I can't even imagine Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, he's such a nice and guy. I, and I, and by the way, and another thing that can't, a little Keanu Reeves... accidentally kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> right? Somehow. Like... Another, thing I love about, another thing I love about Keanu Reeves is that I saw a picture of him walking with his girlfriend. And mm -hmm. it was one of those situations where I go, you're Keanu Reeves and your girlfriend looks like a normal person. Like, yeah. like, just, just, no, just some model or like, you right. know, yeah, talking about toxic. You know where going at, at his girlfriend like, one time. Oh because yeah, because she's, she's in Hollywood, and that was. And I love that. Was, it was like it was like when I yeah. learned that Chris O'Donnell was dating a kindergarten teacher. I was like, yes. thank you for just mm -hmm. dating normal people. Yes, mm -hmm. I know. I think Matt Damon has well, a normal girlfriend. Had a normal. Yeah, she's a she's an ex waitress. And uh, right. what's her name? Uh, Thor. Um, uh, what's her name? Hemsworth? Uh, no, Hemsworth. Natalie Portman? No. You said Nat Ford. Yeah, That's Natalie Thompson? Portman. Oh, Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, okay. Natalie, yeah. Natalie Portman? She, she yeah. married a normie, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. she, she married the guy that from Black Swan, like the, the um, choreographer. Choreographer, yeah. Good on her. Good on her. Yeah. You know, speaking yeah. of, like, Hemsworth, I mean, and, and speaking of bots, I mean, you know, I, I was going to bring up this joke, uh, this little quip, you know, when we were talking about bots, but I'm, like, deep into Westworld. I'm in, like, you know, season oh, yeah. three. And I was like, yeah, oh, shit, three, Hemsworth. Yeah, oh, yeah, season three. Holy shit. It is a different fucking season. Like, I it's, told it's, you. It's, I it's told you. Show, right? It's a different show. Like, my God, like, each season is like, okay, you're, you're now getting further from that initial plot. And now season three is like, I don't even know what the fuck is you really like going it? on. Right yeah. Really, stay. If you were season two, like a week or two ago, it's, it's no, dude. I've been binging. I've been trying my best, man. I've yeah. been trying my best, but I'm in season three. And but then, like for the for the longest time, I'm like, why does this one dude look familiar? And then I saw him in, you know, when I went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm like, oh, it's that it's one. Brother. And then I realized, oh, that's a fucking Hemsworth. Jesus Christ, it's brother. Oh, but I'm like, yeah. he's the, yeah. But I feel sad for him because he's the short Hemsworth. I, <laughs> yeah. Because you I, see I, them together, and it's like, oh, he didn't get the height. Yeah. But when, so when I saw him in the when I Luke. saw him in the movie, Luke, right? When I saw him in the movie, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I know him, but I don't. Yeah. I, I couldn't place him. And then later, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's right, the other Hemsworth. Yes, yes. the other. Did you like the best? Um, the one, the one joke I love is when Liam Hemsworth, because he was in the Hunger Games franchise, when he was being interviewed with Woody Harrelson. And the interviewer brought up something because I think I think Catching Fire was coming out when Dark World was coming out or like one of the uh, one of the Thor movies. And I love the interview because Woody Harrelson looks over and goes, that's your brother. <laughs> and you just yeah, see yeah, him the yeah, entire yeah, interview yeah, going, yeah, yeah. I see it now. And it's like Woody Harrelson having this realization. Dude, it like probably for like the whole time he was like, I knew you looked like someone. Somebody. Funny that and he was probably like a put him to together. Yeah. yeah. It was funny that he would, he would have a reaction to, to someone's finding out who someone's family is because <laughs> you know who his dad is. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. He's never asked this. Never asked that. Yeah. Never asked. Yeah. Like anybody wants the, to like... go down a deep, uh, yeah, with Woody Harrelson. Do it. Family. Oof. That yeah. is interesting. Interesting that's stuff. But um. I but remember, no. So. What? Go ahead. Sorry. I remember. I remember seeing Liam in um Expendables for the first time. Yeah. And like you he know, didn't last like, long. 
<laughs> no, it didn't last long, no, but it was didn't. like a good, memorable cameo. And it's like, oh shit, this guy's got a good future ahead of him. And yeah, you know, you know what's funny about it? It's like, this is what's funny because Chris Hemsworth, obviously, like I remember the first time I saw him was what? What was that movie? God, I can't remember the name. Um, where people are on an island. Star Trek. Had, no, oh yeah, there's Star Trek. Star, yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. First, yeah. That, that, he is the first. That is true. Uh, the first yeah. movie I saw him in That's by true. far. That's true. Okay. okay. But then there Trick. was the getaway. Was it called the Getaway or something like that? It had the Steve on Mila Jovovich. It was all like a trippy, like, uh, you know, there's like couples at a getaway and it was like people were like murdered and blah, blah, blah. Do you remember this one? I think it was called like the getaway know. or some kind of getaway. Oh, yeah. It, it, look it, it up. Look it up. The cabin? The cabin? Something in the cabin? Oh, cabin. No, the cabin. no, no, no. The cabin, the cabin was great. No, uh, yeah, the, the cabin was. I love that. He, fucking he was movie. yeah, ca cabin in the woods. He because he was cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. woods. Yeah, you're right. A perfect. No, that was getaway. great. The perfect well, getaway. That's what it was. Yeah. Cabin in if the you haven't watched that movie, watch it. It's pretty. But yeah, he's in that movie too. And I was like, I think that I don't know if that was the first time. No, it was probably Star Trek. It probably was huh, Star I think Trek. It was but, Star Trek. That was the first yeah. time. Yeah. No, but yeah. but when it came to Liam, when it came to Liam Hemsworth, I mean, obviously, the Hunger Games was like that gave him that name, but then they tried to be like, all right, you're like going to be that leading man guy. And fuck, he was, he was in a movie with Harrison Ford that fucking bombed. Um, horrible. The, uh, oh man, what was that? Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Um, it was so bad. Oh, was it a comedy? Uh, oh, uh, oh, no, no uh, it's not a comedy. It was a big <laughs> deal because it? I watched it back then. I was doing more um, technology blogging. Yeah, um, paranoia. And, um, and, like, but to be stuff. fair, also Chris Hemsworth was in his own like that hacker movie called Black Something. What was it called? Black, 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 Black Hat. Hat. That is a Michael Mann movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was that movie was like I saw I the movie. It. Decent. It wasn't that bad. It was decent. It was decent, but it didn't it, do anything. It, it, paranoia. Paranoia. Oh, Amber Heard is in that. That's the one where he's hired to like infiltrate this technology company where it's supposed to be like apple or something where they're developing this like super smartphone mm. and he has to like sneak uh -huh. up to the top floor and go through a laser grid to it's get the so prototype bad. and i'm oh watching it and i'm like dude they find like new iphone <laughs> prototypes in the in the bathrooms at bars like all, yeah, the, time all the time and stuff like that like <laughs> it, it was just, everyone's it watching it and being like this is not how any of <laughs> yeah. this works no. like, yeah. and, no. and then and then he gets cast in independence day resurgence and it's like, right. oh, oh man, <laughs> I still haven't watched yeah. that. I still haven't. Oh, dude, that. what a disappointment! That yeah, was such no. a disappointment. I, but, but there's like no one. Hunt. There's like, yeah. but 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 to be fair, there's like one cool scene in there that involves Liam Hemsworth, where I was like, oh, it was like in the final act where they're like on the mothership or something like that, and there's like a battle that happens, and I was like. You guys should have really went forward with this because this so is many... working. You take out all of the um, like that entire bus ride across America. Fuck, take the, I hate that. Like, oh. it, it was it was wild how like you watch the first one and then you watch that one and you're like they they had like good subplots in it but they decided yeah. like it was just bogged down with all this stuff that like I didn't care to about. They, they, like they try to put way too much and then they do the whole children well, aspect of it. Like way Pacific too, Rim. Like, they did the same thing with Pacific Rim. Well, it, it, it was, it's, it's the classic uh, like, well, we've got this side oh, character from the first one and we can't give them nothing to do. So let's give them this plot. And then all of a sudden that plot becomes such a big deal. And they're like, well, we can't just cut this plot out now because it's core to the arc. And as a result, you have this like ancillary side character plot 
that is just corny and full of a bunch of <laughs> ridiculousness yeah. that like is the key to the climax of the movie. You're like, I don't know. Like, you structured really, this poorly so you couldn't like fix it in the rim. edit. It yeah. does sound like the, the, yeah, I, that's what I, I'm I saying. Seen, I've, I've seen the Pacific Rim sequel, and yeah, it sounds and it's exactly very, the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's very similar happening. vibes where you're like, well, why do you yeah. think people liked the first movie? Like that's why you made a sequel, right? Yeah, people that liked was, the first. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying make was, the same but, thing. That, that's what like, I was saying about Pacific Rim. Like, did, 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 you, did you thought we liked Charlie Kirk? No. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Why? What are you doing? Why are you? Like, or. That's something I, I, against I, I, Charlie Kirk. It's just you know, like. Yeah, she's not here. Yeah. Has anyone seen yeah. the Gray Man yet? No, I haven't. Gray Man, Gray, no, no, just came, I didn't have power for thirteen. Came out hours, today, so yeah. I. Yeah, that's I great. Seen. You were out of power. Yeah. I'm probably gonna watch it this weekend and and see how uh, you know Heaven's mustache measures up to mine, but it's probably better. I'm sure. <laughs> I but, started uh, yeah. it and watched like thirty minutes, and then you know, like literally just before the stream. And it was it was good. I, I didn't feel like pe people were complaining about it being lacking action and boring and stuff like that. I didn't see that at all. I thought it had a lot of action. And uh, the opening, I really liked the, the way it transitioned, you know, the music. It kind of reminds me of Civil War, though. Um, the way <laughs> no. What? There's a lot I mean, of it, these it, Netflix. Yeah. A lot of the these Netflix. The start of with a big action scene. They they get these yeah. th the same criticism where it's like it's too long or it's overly generic or whatever and like I liked Red Notice like quite a bit. I like Red Notice. It was it was a decent spy. Like, like I understand why there's criticism like these, but it's weird how like they're held to the standard of like. I didn't like Gall's performance, but no, like but the, the she overall. Was Hot. It, it, it's just that that, that, that yeah. relationship between her and the rock. I like, you don't buy yeah, it. Yeah, you don't buy it. You don't. But also, like, it didn't feel like it was really asking me to buy it. I mean, like, yeah. it, it felt like an '80s throwback, like a '90. I remember like a '90s like buddy cop throwback, yeah. like Rush yeah. Hour. It was I very guess. much like Correct. Rush Hour kind of. Yes. Um, where like, but a lot of these movies get these same criticisms. Where I feel like, sure, it's not the greatest thing ever, but also like, why? It's it's like if it's not the greatest movie than it's like Netflix was wrong yeah. to make it. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's like, right. you know, people see tons of average movies every year. Like being average is not a bad thing. It's an average right. thing. But, uh, right. <laughs> like, and it doesn't yeah. even look low budget. Like the, the no, it's very much not low yeah. budget well, it, at it, all. It, and you, it, got it, the, it, you got the, you know, the back and forth between, you know, Dwayne Johnson and, and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, Ryan was, Reynolds is always really good. The, the good comedic, yeah. side of like anybody he could be that he could be the leading man but he can also be like all right you be the leading man i'll be the comic relief but i can also drive this movie if i need to and they very, very much did you know so and they had, yeah they had great banter throughout and it yeah was, it was totally. funny i mean and there was some like the the scene with the bowl and there was, I mean, there was some like, meta shit yeah. too in there yeah oh yeah i remember um, yeah he, he yeah. would point out some shit like oh yes how convenient some things were yeah when they reveal yeah. when they reveal who his father was i was like oh. <laughs> yeah but like the, but, uh, the whole the whole expectations thing like on netflix like i think there's there's definitely some like conflating happening there because people that are fans of it or people that are like 
know, whether they're fans of Netflix or not, they, they hear the hype about Stranger Things. They hear the hype about Queen's yeah. Gambit, the hype about Squid Game, and they expect that now they're like, everything from Netflix must be perfect. Everything and when should. they reach something that isn't, they're like, damn them. How well, dare they fail? It's funny. And Did it's... any of you guys watch Lilyhammer? No, I haven't watched that. I've heard Scott of it, haven't watched, seen it. But... It was one of the I, first. I, I, oh, that's the list. yes. That he. It, it was uh, one of the first original Netflix originals. Although I think they purchased it from another foreign network. But um, that's with the guy from The Sopranos, right? Yeah. That he was uh, witness protection uh, program. He, he was. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Speaking of a Canadian delight, don't do this to me. God. We got Mr. Travis yeah. showing up right here. You know, we were talking about Ryan Reynolds. Hey, your so, fellow Canadian. So and Ryan Gosling as well too. He's a good Canadian yes, guy. That's yeah. why. See, I, that's why I picked that. I was like, hey. See, uh, you can use that clip for me because I remember you used that once on the show, and I had to refer to your chat because I had no idea where that's from. I didn't know it's a commercial for the nice guys. It's like, yes. what is that screen from? Because I love when Ryan Gosling goes that high pitch thing. But I have to ask. Not you must love the nice guys because I love that movie so much. Oh, it's fantastic! Oh, it's, it's so good. So good. Love, nice wonderful. When I came in the waiting room, all I heard was, "I hate the kids in the bus." What movie were you talking about? We're talking, talking about? about Independence Day. Independence Day. Okay, because I never. Heard the tell us just like i hate those fucking kids in the bus like did i just come in on a moment where they're just like trashing on children or whatnot like well, no i mean i hate children too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. don't get twisted yeah for kids yeah, yeah. Oh, they're draining the life yeah yeah, yeah. No, my kids fair. left the garage door open and now i got a raccoon in there so oh, oh, man, oh. Yeah. oh no is it raccoon <laughs> <laughs> but anyway well thank ah, you for joining travis oh, how's it course. going sir not yeah. bad i just did uh our no preview so that's where i'm coming from and i oh, cannot wait to that? see that movie god damn that's it what I, that's, that's really what i need to see it's really what i, see, I went to the, i yeah. went to the dodgers giants game last night so i didn't mm. get to do my thursday like uh, yeah. uh screening so i'm gonna see it sunday because obviously tomorrow is a crazy fucking day yeah, so yeah, i was like all right yeah. i'll see it sunday i'll get up yeah. and just Go to the whatever but, uh, showing. Uh, to. Travis, my, my expectation, because I've always been kind of disappointed with how people went into us expecting it to be Get Out, and mm. it clearly wasn't. That. Is it? Is it pretty much the same deal where, like, don't compare Nope to the other two? Like, it's very, uh, yeah, like, it's different enough? I definitely feel like Get Out and Us are in a family, and this one, you can tell it's a Jordan Peele movie, but it's not necessarily in that same family. I feel like it's a lot more it feels like it isn't. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more okay. straightforward, but it's still it delivers. There's one shot that is maybe one of my favorite shots that's like ever I've ever seen in my life. It's just beautiful. And that like the, make sure you get a theater with good speakers because I was in there. There's some moments where my seat was literally like vibrating. It's like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in the middle of this thing going on. But uh I feel I like wait. I feel like Get probably like his best film, but I think this is my favorite film of his. I'm I'm gonna go see it again. Okay. I absolutely loved it. I can't How's say Kiki Palmer. Oh, fan. the whole cast, like she's great, but honestly, the whole cast, like even the my like characters that have 10 minutes of screen time, I feel like they're all perfectly cast in there. And Steven Yun, he for okay. me, he was my favorite part of the movie. He was mm. they give him this very interesting character and an interesting plot line. And oh, he's so good. I can't wait to see him like lots of others. But it, no, every, it, everyone, every time I see him, it, it, every time no I see way. him on anything, I'm like, oh, that's Craig right there. <laughs> from the walking dead glenn? Glenn, yeah. Glenn, yeah. Glenn, yeah. glenn yeah glenn yeah no you you won't get glenn from this vibe he plays it uh it's invincible yeah it is a big deal it, it, it's like the i think this is like the biggest like it, it's like kiki palmer's like first really big 
yeah, starring role in anything her. because yeah. she's well, done I mean, mostly yeah. television and yeah. Like, I mean, she's, like, she's kind never... of killing her. Ass, but she had a yeah. voice in Lightyear, also. She yeah. had a voice. Well, in yeah, she did. Yes. Sadly, I mean, you know, even though that movie was good, I star. She started in uh, Aquila and the Bee, right? I've been watching her for a while. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. 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 My first I like, time I saw her was from Scream Queens. That's what I knew her from. Oh, she was right. in that too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, she, she was, was in that. Yeah. She's been around, yeah. Yeah, no. Nope isn't out till the 11th of August here in Australia. Oh. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be impossible to kind of stay out of. Like, yeah. yeah, you better be yeah. careful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've not watched the yeah. trailer yet. I'm trying to stay away from seeing stuff like. Black Phone. You know what? I mean, like, I mean, if you watch the very first trailer, it doesn't show much. But then you watch yeah. other trailers. Yeah, I haven't watched other though. trailers because, start. Yeah, yes. other trailers get a little bit more. But I mean, to me, it just got me more excited because I'm like, aliens. aliens. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. No, they just don't know how to market his movies. Like, I even felt like they obviously they don't spoil the big twist in Get Out. But if you oh, watch I'm that sure. first Get out trailer they show so many of the huge key moments from that they movie do. and and it kind of ruined it for me in the first experience i've liked it more yeah. if i've rewatched it and on the podcast when us came out we took a vow we didn't watch anything for we didn't cover us at all because we hated those get out trailers and we i still have never seen an us trailer to this very day because i didn't want to be spoiled and nope i'd say definitely stay away from and even not even what dave said there's just certain shots that i feel like they started showing trailers like oh i didn't need I mean, to see this even you know? if you look at the poster you kind of understand Understand that it's you know. I, I feel I feel like us wasn't as the trailers weren't as revealing because I know some, I like some of the shots you're talking about in Get Out I it, it, like some of the big ones yeah I I agree with you on that but with with us I feel like because also the twist in us isn't on the level of Get Out no like no. that twist was like oh my god this movie yeah. is Didn't fucking they, terrifying Didn't the us after the you know five the five oh yeah. song yeah that was that's what i heard mm. yeah oh, okay. if i if i went and saw bvs for example and never saw doomsday in the trailer that would have mm. blown my fucking mind yeah i think even the director regrets that <laughs> so. yeah that's the that's thing about trailers for sure. that is yeah. the thing about trailers is it it does that but uh well, it, it, and Warner brothers has been doing that for years because because the i remember the matrix reloaded the Matrix Reloaded yeah. had this the the, the where he did the spin kick around the pole yeah. with all the agents. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, that, that would have been nice to... thing and was, did, 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 right. yeah. We should all watch yeah. that. They're doing it now with Henry and oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, remember when we did that? Remember when we watch did that? that? And, and, and then I, I disputed the copyright and I won. Yeah. Somehow. What was that? Stick we're all this? like, hey, we're doing commentary. We watched, we watched the entire pole fight scene in <laughs> oh, we did. the entire right, we, did. we watched the Burly Brawl, yes. Yeah, we watched yeah, we, we watched that whole thing I because that, I was like, yeah. fuck it. And then of course I got a copyright like thing, and then I was like, I disputed it, and it took like almost a month. And, oh, yeah. and and it came back. It was like, oh yeah, you're cleared. I'm like, holy shit, how did that happen? I did not think it was gonna happen. Crazy. I forgot that. Where does everybody go find the vodka stream where we talk? Yeah. We do a live commentary. I have no idea time. which one that was. Whichever one is the longest. Yeah, probably. Yes. <laughs> but I don't no, know. we were. Uh, it, it had to be. It had to be yeah. around. It had to be around last year 
because we were talking about when the Matrix, resurrection uh, trailer came. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it was, was like, yes, oh, yes totally. that's yeah. what it was. So that's whenever the was, uh, yes. Matrix Resurrections trailer came out, that's when we went over that whole yeah. little fight scene because mm -hmm. we were just like nerding out about it. So well, and and, the, but, and um, I remember this, the the stream went out like you were like we're 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 off we're off, yeah. and then it came back <laughs> yeah, no. on. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he was like, oh shit, are we done? Oh, oh shit, did they cut us off? And Warner Brothers like, right. snip, snip. Sorry, buddy. No, we were good. We've though. heard we what you good. said, Dave. We're taking you down for this fucking Matrix video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this is how we were gonna take you down, film junkie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So when oh. it comes to tomorrow, so mm, that's the oh. that's the million dollar question here. What do we think in here? Because I'm expecting a Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs> 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 And all your guys' right. opinions are already paid for you, bot. So it doesn't really matter. What you I know, do. right? We're, We're all, all paid by Warner Brothers. <laughs> That's what it is. This is this, this is the this is the this is the the thirteen percent proof vodka stream. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this is we're all bots here. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, it is kind of interesting. Now, after uh, obviously we talked about the Rolling Stone article in the bots thing, and then all of a sudden we get you know deadline goes, hey, we're kind of hearing something about uh, possibly Henry Cavill showing up, and it's funny because I've been trying to I've been talking about this on Film Junkie Live and everything like that. I'm like, all right, there's a possibility there could be something here, maybe, but then I was like, it's a long shot. I don't mm -hmm. think it's gonna happen. I made that Photoshop of like Zachary Levi, Dwayne Johnson, and Henry Cavill, and I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. And then all of a sudden. Deadline goes, hey, guess what? This could possibly happen. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is – it's all interesting. And that's, and that's the weird thing. And Ray and I were talking oh. in our squad media chat. I, and Ray and I said the exact Thank same thing. It was, it was us going, I wouldn't even give this the time of day if Deadline hadn't said it. Yeah, but exactly. Same here. Deadline exactly. said it. And, then, and that was on Ben's – I was literally at, I was like this indoor playground. My kids were playing and it, I heard it was bit, you heard them. Yes, I'm sure you did. Yeah. And I was on a, a Twitter space that Ben was hosting and I was just sitting there going, seriously, this is the kind of story that I would normally look at on Twitter and go, whatever. But yeah, then I look mm -hmm. at deadlines saying it. And I'm like, I even had to double check and make sure it was the real deadline. Like yeah, you, me like too. Because right? that's when I was looking at the real deadline. It's not a deadline. Yeah, yeah. Talking about right. the Twitter space, Scott said something very, very funny. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. To be fair, they didn't say it. They were just speculating, just like the rest of us. I know it's never. It's not confirmed. That was the word. Buzz. But they were willing to put that on print. Is the weird thing. Like they were but they weren't willing to make it its own big headline. Article right. yeah. out just yeah. a portion of the article. Yeah. Can I do some tinfoil? Uh -oh. <laughs> or, oh. If, the, if they're oh. saying if they're saying buzz, um, given Maybe the timing of it, it is very conveniently. I <laughs> it's it's very conveniently after um, after the Rolling Stone article and the reaction to it. Mm. Um, oh. and as I've been, you know, as I've said all yeah. along, not that this is like what necessarily what i want but like all warner brothers ever had to do to move past the majority of like the snyder cut uh, monkey on their back was just make a make man of steel 2 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just needed to I get hate, yes, or do a clean reboot. Like just like shit or get off the pot. But like we're five right. years later, and. And do you mean Man of Steel two specifically was Zach directing, or just no, a Man no, of Steel two? No, 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 no. Look, that, yes. I say Man of Steel two because like Zach never like there is no Man of Steel two. Like yes. Batman v Superman is Man of Steel two. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There is no, yes, like there is no Zack Snyder plan for. Although I mean, there I don't know. He had some some ideas of where things could go, but yeah. so but given the. So given that it it's deadline coming out and they're saying that it's that it's buzz, I would not be shocked if there was like okay look this, let me and I'm biased here because like this is what I say in my article not this specifically but like there there is a demand the for this. Where's that article Stephen? <laughs> At mm-hmm. sc- com and it's called hey. Why the Snyderverse is uh, WB's biggest DCEU problem. Because side note, oh, yeah. oh, the thumbnail saturation clipping in that, Stephen. Seriously, (laughs) I was gonna actually mention that to you. I did not, yeah, I was like, whoa, that is brightened up like a morning cartoon. Back to the colors again. (laughs) I did not make, I did not make that thumbnail. I, 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 I'm, I'm certain that you didn't. I'm certain that you didn't, but yeah, dude, Tony, I thought the same fucking thing. I was like, this thumbnail is crazy bright, like, whoa. But sometimes on YouTube, those like fake trailers, the ones that have the most views, are those thumbnails. That are the brightest thing yes. you've ever yeah, that's seen. That's true, though. Yeah. That's yeah. the yep. thing. It, it is an SEU. It's yeah. an SEU yes. technique. So I mean, right. I don't. I don't. It you is. know, we were yep. making fun of it, but anyways, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, go back but, to the um, T. <laughs> yeah, but but because because the point is, what the digital release and technically like the reaction, you know, Snyder Cut was trending again in response to the article. What it proves is that Snyder Cut's performance on HBO Max on Blu-ray UHD digital etc um it proves there is an audience for this and part of the problem is that they've been claiming that this audience doesn't exist for five i mean really like seven years at this point they've been saying whoever whoever they is they've been saying this audience isn't real but they are and maybe they're not as big as they want but but they are real um and they're not going to unless they just finally recast everyone but that means gal that means jason, jason. like these are these Not are Robbie. these are big actors big <laughs> assets in the yeah. in the universe like the, i mean and there's other stuff too that's i mean obviously the flash movie and ezra's complicated situation but but like there's a lot tied up in this universe still that they continued to invest in without fully committing to it for like 5 years yet without doing anything new with it and so there's they need to either do a total clean reboot or bring back henry cavill as superman in a in a big way Hmm. or or there there's going to be another decade of just like what are you doing yes where is this going why are you doing this and and, and you know what steven it's even bigger than i mean i know it's at the core of the the snyderverse idea but it's it's really the superman thing because At the end of the day, all most fans that are like all the people that have been that have jumped over to the reboot bandwagon, the people that are like, okay, just hit the reset button. What the hell are you doing? It's because we haven't had a solo Superman film in over nine years. So that's what it is. To to pull out the Zack Snyder is the blueprint, like 
I'm a bot card. <laughs> As Zach said, when Man of Steel came out, and they were like, "Well, what about Justice League? What are you?" And he said, "In my book, it has to be a top-down affair. You have to get yeah. Superman's house in, house order, in order, or yeah. the rest of it won't stand." Right. And Superman's Bingo. house has been out of order for since long time since since exactly. before Justice League, right? Yeah. I mean, since there's no like, right. I guess now that with the Snyder Cut is out, like that that that's can you know that did something with the character, but like there's nothing, and like the best they're like they've got they've got um, the Superman and Lois, and they've got this other stuff supposedly in development with other, but like there's no vision mm. and, for for Superman, and so right them seeing the this article and the reaction to it um i think in a lot of ways could be something that kind of stirred even if it's not legitimate they may have maybe told deadline like hey test the waters the, or, or even well, just said, I mean, like hey we're talking about this just, it's not even just that it's also the rock the, the response to the rocks yes tweet too. right exactly yeah because yeah, yeah. because because look at the doing two things here they're looking at like they're claiming, oh, this fan base is, doesn't exist, but then they're also like measuring engagement over Superman hype. Look at the Rock's Black Adam tweets that don't have anything to do with Superman compared to the ones that have to do with Superman. Like, there, it is very, very clear that unless they just nuke everything and start with a 100% clean slate with mm -hmm. a plan for Superman, um, and even that's going to be risky. Thank you, Ryan. For whereas, what's with the two twenty two? What's the fuck? Super chats two twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I like it. Though. I like it. <laughs> Ryan is two. We got Harvey Dent in something. the chat. What's the deal there? No, it's got to be something behind it. Well, look, at, um, look at how yeah. big that was for. Um, that's how they announced the Snyder cut. Is um, mm -hmm. is Henry showed Henry up Cabell. on that chat, and and yes. don't forget that like I know like it's obviously. It's, it's a complicated situation now, but people outside of like Snyder fans freaked out when that happened. Like, there's a mm -hmm. huge chunk of people that supported the Snyder cut purely because it was the best chance at more more cavalry. Yes. Um, yeah. Listen, having that one character because that's I, I was one of those that was like reboot the whole fucking thing because it just didn't make any sense to continue with this universe because we didn't know what direction they were going in. But by bringing Henry back to into into this universe, is saying, "Hey, yeah, we have this Superman. We have a Batman who's on and off, and he's willing. He uh, is on and part -time off. Part-time Batman. Okay, part -time you, Batman. you know what? But, that works. Grant Morrison's Batman used to say, "I'm a part-timer." Even if you watch the animated series, every time like they have Batman here and there, like for fucking yeah. three scenes, and that's it. But yeah. he's Batman, I gotta go. he's there, he kicks well, out. Well, he's, like, he's not in the entire thing, and then he shows up at the end, and he's like, by the way, it was all me. They can go in that direction, but used to having Superman there, we already know, okay, Algadot is locked down, Jason's like that we can have potentially another soup another uh, another justice league movie but I, I, we couldn't I, I, do that before hold on one second Bef we couldn't do that sir. before without having a superman house in order now having yes. that guy back in, in place yeah now we can use uh shape shape this universe into whatever the fuck we want now the question that i was holding on to until tomorrow live stream right on the real anarchy by the way <laughs> oh yeah we're, we're doing a post uh all yeah. age yeah. so yeah, so the question is, 
Superman had a specific core members around him. Will they be back for this? Yeah, see, I knew you were going to ask that fucking question because I was talking about this at work. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I was, I was, I was talking about this at work with some of my co, uh, some of my coworkers who are Henry Cavill fans and really do hope that he comes back. And I was like, you kind of gotta bring Fishburne back as Perry do White. You, really? you definitely gotta bring Amy yeah, Adams, bring Adams, Adams Lee really? Lewis, Adams, 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 I, I think Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go around. Do we really? Let's, let's start with Scott. Do we really have okay. to bring everybody back? Yes. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Define. <laughs> Thank you, Boss Sixty Nine. Okay. No. No. Hear me out here. Define every. Define everybody. But I'm going to tell go. you Thank this. You, it's kind of like it's kind of like what Ray said about the Suicide Squad. All I need is Viola Davis back as Amanda Waller. Oh, it's no fucking deal. When it comes right. to having another Henry Cavill Superman movie, I'm sorry, my deal breaker is you bring back Amy Adams as Lois Lane. Yeah. You don't get Amy Adams okay. back. It's like do you recon Jimmy? So, so Scott, they I, go I to you do, and they say, "Hey, we got Henry on deck right now, but Amy's not signed up, and you're the." Then you better out of the movie. Yeah, like, that's fine, but then there's in. just yeah, no okay. Lois. There's no well, Lois. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Well, that, that's kind of that's kind of where you uh, that's kind of where you are. I think, I think you write a story that he goes off world, or like there's something mm. that Lois right. is, or there. she goes off world. She might be on like yeah. a uh, you know. She's she was Martian Manhunter the whole time. There is one. Little, how there dare is, you? Then, then, then I'm gonna tell you what. Because you were you asking about do you retcon in the tub uh, scene. Ben, here's the thing: if, if that movie is gonna come out after the Flash, right? Yeah. There's your answer. There's your answer. You can. That's how you can retcon Jimmy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But what well, if that was the backdoor to of like oh that was just a, I, I'm not a hugest fan of it but I mean it was just a code name he was just an agent yeah. that was yeah, yeah I mean he's not the just real Jimmy not the real don't Jimmy. do it that's true just retcon I don't I don't think you <laughs> like you bring back Jimmy and you don't even mention it I think like five percent of people might like raise an eyebrow and then yeah. like yeah. half of one percent are gonna throw a fucking fit the, the, and then the, the then general audience yeah, still doesn't know keepers. jimmy olsen nobody gives a fuck about that yeah. man yeah scotty i would add one more name to that by, by the way by the way because you i'm sorry hold on uh, tony I'll, I'll we'll let you speak but ben was about to say something earlier where he was like and scott had a good point and he never got to say what my good point was so i just i wanted to get oh, what my okay. good point was about the price. i thought it was really Not cool price. how and <laughs> <laughs> amy adams has been martian manhunter this whole time <laughs> i just want to see the scene between the two handles where he explains i was gonna say something that scott I'm sorry, said Clark. During, the, uh, during that little twitter space uh, that Warner Brothers should it uh, should have signed the contract should have signed on the dotted line years ago because right now whatever they're paying for mm -hmm. Henry is probably like five oh, times yes. what they would have paid yes. five years ago. And I was, I, Scott oh, yeah. was spot on on that because now he's a hot commodity, so you know they bring to through the nose to bring him back. And mm -hmm. not only that, they're gonna have to, they have to adhere to whatever the fuck he wants too. And, and, and let's let's be clear: we are getting ahead of ourselves with this discussion. We're if, if, uh, yeah, but we we, we have we, no we clue. We, this it, it, yeah, but we're saying we're saying it's a hypothetical. It's though, a not hypothetical. As, right. This whole conversation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because that's the, I think I think everyone on I think everyone on this stream. Then Tony needs to say what he was going to say. But I think everyone on Sorry, the stream. Tony. I'm not sure about <laughs> Travis. Travis is weird and Canadian, so you know we got to watch out for this Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Henry Cavill fucking hates Canada. We're so not I talking hate about Captain Canada here. We're talking about. <laughs> but I think everyone on this stream, the truth, I think, the falls American under way. the 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 category of. And correct me if I'm wrong, please. I know some of you will. Travis, you're wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> Casey, I'm so nice to you. How dare you? Um, watch a movie. Um, <laughs> How's that list going? I know, right? Not Who good. Knows? Not good. He's watched good. Severance like you know seven times since then. Sorry. And I've watched Severance, so w watch a freaking movie, Casey. Um, I think we all fall under the category of. We are cautiously optimistic in that. Would we yeah. like to see it happen? Fair. Absolutely. Would we be devastated if it doesn't happen? No, nope. because there's a part of us that goes, uh, maybe, we right. probably. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We burn. That's, that's where I'm, I, like, oh, I'm, that's I'm watching. You know what the funny? You know what the funniest thing that would happen is like, oh yeah, like oh, hey, you know, they 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 do this introduction and you see like a silhouette and it's Brandon Ralph. <laughs> Well, remember, I don't know if anyone remembers this back in the day when they had the Avengers reveal and they brought up Mark Ruffalo. But when they introduced him, they're like, and reprising the role of the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. And everyone thought it was going to be Norm, but they used the role, like the words reprising. And see, I think the opposite, Dave, what is the ultimate worst timeline for you guys is Henry is at Comic Con, but he's showing up at 5 p.m. and not 10 p.m. And you, yeah, said that yeah, you asshole. You asshole. <laughs> you get that photo of him and Feige. He's like, and I got that. Wolverine right here and henry walks us yes. wow. no no captain britain captain no no Tra travis here's the worst here's the even worse nightmare he shows mm. up at, at, at he shows up at the earlier one but it's being directed by taika no, That's I would love. Oh, I want to see Twitter. It. I want to see this man of the stream. Oh, no. No. I so bad. I so badly because Dave's review will be phenomenal. If we get a Taika Waititi <laughs> Superman, I oh, cannot no, wait to see. I would that. rather see James Not Gunn direct Superman than Taika Waititi. So, oh, you know what? I would. Uh, I, I yeah, would actually uh, go agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a gun. They actually character moment. Taika is like just. He doesn't care. Yeah. Ta Taika, I mean, like, but at the same time, it's like he could care. I mean, I've, you yeah. know, I'm not saying he's a bad director. I mean, like, the stuff that he, there's other stuff non comic book related that he's done, and it's good. Yeah. I'll give him that. But, you know, and then even going back to Ragnarok after watching Love and Thunder, I was like, you know what? This That's is consistent. Superior. I can actually appreciate this. How yeah. am I? Like, like, two weekends ago after I watched Love and Thunder, I went, wow, I'm actually going. Ragnarok is not that bad. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know? That's how bad yeah. Ragnarok well, was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I, I always but, said that Valkyrie scene is a ooh. fucking thing. Of, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and Ragnarok. Like, yeah. At least he knew what to do with Valkyrie and Ragnarok. He had no clue what to do with her in Love and Thunder. Dude, but, talk anyway. about a waste of Tessa yeah. Thompson. Oh Jesus my Christ. god, yes. They're busy, oh, they busy doing other stuff. Westworld. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm getting my Tessa Thompson fill like in Westworld because she's all all over that. Yeah. Like, what was thank Tony you. gonna? What, Tony, what were you gonna say earlier? Because we went yeah, on. Yeah, we were conversation in. You were gonna add a name. You were gonna add a name to Scott's non-negotiables. What was it? Uh, um, no, just quickly, just to add to the um, Tessa and uh, and Tiger thing, I think they were a little bit busy doing something else. Well, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. 
Good on him. Time to go to yours. Lawrence Fishburne. Come on. Yeah, I, I, see, I would agree with that. I personally would agree with I've that. I've got one that I would rank higher than Fishburne. Who? Let me let me Harry, let me set my case. I could, I could say the name. Her mom. But, mom? but it's oh, gonna. Oh, Diane Lane. Martha. Diane Lane. Yes. I would, that, I would that, say that Martha is... before Lawrence to me. I, yeah, I think you can get away without that. Lawrence. I would. I, I really yeah. but, but, yeah. Okay, okay, but don't recast Perry because that, no, that no, would no, be no, an he's, issue. No, no. He's yeah, out on no, assignment. No, just, just don't it's divorce. easy to not have Perry in it. It's it's yeah. less exactly. easy to not have Lois in it or not have right. um, Martha, Martha in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I would agree. I would agree with that. I mean, I I want them. I want Lawrence back as Perry because I really liked his Perry White. But yes, Martha's the more non-negotiable. I wonder if they were recast. Water, wet. I wonder if they bring. Water. Water. I him back because they of, oh my god! Look, they bring him back because of um, Manhunter. But I think Swanwick. I might even put yeah. him higher than Perry, simply because story-wise, I feel like he's more like Perry is like like anyone who listens to BVS by the minute drink knows that like <laughs> Dyson like. We go. we love our Perry scenes. They're like some of the best scenes in the like in the whole movie. Um, but like story wise, like he, he's like color commentary. Whereas like Swanwick is would be a, a major component for um, mm-hmm. larger story, story purposes forward. as well. Especially if it's if it's canon. Plus, um, if they do want to, it would be a really good way to incorporate Martian Manhunter. Um, yes, right. Into everything else yes. as a you imagine that because because oh, even, even though I'm not a big fan of the animated movie itself, the concept of Martian Manhunter kind of being like an alien foil or mentor to Superman, like he was in the animated movie Man of Tomorrow, mm. you know, that relationship is actually one of the parts of the movie. While overall, I didn't enjoy the animated movie having superman and martian manhunter the way they interacted in that movie was one of its uh pros and so well, the last I son of krypton and yeah. the last son of mars last son like, of mars right. that kind of thing yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. if no, you are I, going I, by I, I, oh you go right sorry no, no, I would, tony. no tony no tony yeah, go ahead. Um, no, great. Let Tony talk. <laughs> I, I, I said, go ahead, Tony. Stop it. <laughs> Speak up, do it. Scott, you're right because, like, you think about how Clark had to learn the lesson of like letting shit happen from his father, right? Just like, world's not ready for you. That whole kind of arc that had to happen. There's a lot that can happen. A lot for um, Martian Manhunter and Clark to learn from each other because he's learned that lesson martian manhunter he's already stepped away and superman was kind of forced to come into the light where martian manhunter is only joining the party now going i i've realized i have to stand it's like that that same arc happening again so it's like them just discussing why the world wasn't ready why he chose not to like participate i think moving the forward uh the story forward that's like an interesting kind of relationship but also Love it, see? I love it's this also, so much. It's How, also long also that? That? Yeah. Um, How long were you saying yeah. that? Dave? Like, if they wanted to do, uh, as, I guess, in the comments. So I, I should should credit uh, what Mark in the comments is. Um, it's a very logical Brainiac thing too, because you yeah. get Brainiac oh. who's collecting planets, oh, right? And then you've got 
And then you've got Superman <laughs> and Martian Manhunter, the last members of their species. Like, there's so many Ooh. things going on with that that are see, contrasting character see, arcs. See, the idea, see, of, like, the, the idea of not interfering with humanity versus right. preserving it whole, in a jar. This like, is the just, whole Tenehasi Codes uh, script, or they're going to repurpose it for this movie? If, if they're going to make well, another movie. I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. And the funny part about that, Ben, was like, I don't think Coates ever confirmed. Did he ever? Did he? Was there ever a quote where he confirmed that no, it was going to be a black Superman? They ran out of runway on the no, New Gods movie. They so. were pretending was going to happen, right? And so now so, they're pretending yeah. the Superman movie but, is going to happen. But, but, but they've been whole, pretending these movies are going to happen. I, 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 honest, honestly, I, I felt like after the Michael B. Jordan thing was kind of announced, I felt like that was the key, the the, the start to me that the Coates script was never going to happen. But this whole conversation does scare me. Because this seems like the most logical thing for Warner Brothers to do. I mean, we're literally, talking, do we're, we're literally talking about like <laughs> the people that like at least half of the people who want the DCEU rebooted. And Ben, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. At least half the people who want the DCEU EU rebooted right now would flip back if this announcement does happen tomorrow. If he is back, well, yes. I don't yes. think they'll even announce. I don't think they're going to announce anything even specific because the sound. If this is authentic, it is a. I don't want to say panicked reaction, but it is a. We have to. They're like we're fucked if we don't have. Like, why are we even trying? They kind of with, are though. And, yeah, and, so, and so what you do anyway. is you bring in Henry, and you don't announce a movie. He's not going to announce a movie. He's just going to say we're really excited. <laughs> To show you we've got what we're talking about yeah we <laughs> that's got all he's gonna say we're working on right. something that's that's right. all he that's yeah. all he I needs mean, to maybe, say maybe he'll have him appear the cape like, is out of the closet he'll oh, yeah he'll be um, God. he'll appear in suit next God, to uh that? sasha kaye call his pr it's, right now remember they did yeah. that with um ewan and uh what the hell kathleen kennedy when they he they just did, said yeah. ask me if i'm gonna play obi-wan again and he said yes that's all he said yes that's all you could do. Now, I don't think that's happening tomorrow. I want it to. I don't think the Cavill thing is going to happen. I think The Rock's going to go out there, show Black Adam, get off the stage really fucking quick so there's nothing that turns around. <laughs> and then they're going to send nice Zachary Levi out there, the poor chap, to, like, rile the crowd back up. And the crowd's going to be excited. They're not like, going to turn on Zachary, but there's going to be that uh, we didn't get the thing. And I, I just... I don't think it's happening tomorrow. I I, I want it to. No, that would be the, great. The but fact I just that don't there is it. a like the fact that we're and obviously we're going to talk about this differently than other people. But I think with Cavill specifically, there is a large. It's not just a subset of people that are going to be disappointed. Like this, it was published by Deadline, and people. Yeah. This is a thing that even people who don't like Snyder want this to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yes, that um, is true. Brandon yes. Brandon so Davis it, tweeted about it. Listen, it, it, it's and the thing is that this guy is so popular because tomorrow we're supposed to get two new trailers, one for Black Adam and a new one for Shazam, and nobody gives a shit about these trailers. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think people have a baseline excitement, but it's not the getting up yeah. past. It's like uh, Spinal Tap. It's not past eleven. Well, it's not well, like that. Yeah. Well, it, it's not that moment. It's like he reached like a plateau well, already. Okay, well, these all go to eleven. If the if the Shazam trailers spoil some of the cameos, that might do it. Like they'll need to start spoiling stuff like that though, in order to um get the level of hype that I think people want from it. In, unless they've got Henry showing up. They will have well, to I show think the point is, is that or, like or the flash. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Scott. Like if they show a Flash the point action scene that, with the I, Batman's. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. I feel like we're pushing footing around each other right now. Just bring just everybody in. Bring right. everybody in. Go ahead, Scott. Anyway, go ahead, Scott. No, no, you you go, Ben. You uh, go. What I was saying is <laughs> disappointed dad look from Scott right there. No, you yeah. go, Ben. You go. You know, ben, <laughs> you go. You, I was fucking you with you. I have nothing you to say. No, you were saying something, Ben. Go ahead. Screw you, Ben. <laughs> The next hour is just silence. Elmer, so we're just waiting. For... I'm sorry, Dad. Now we're just right, Scott, Scott I'm, I'm interested. Scott, what were you going? Look over here. Okay. But, Travis, to the point that you were saying, Travis, is that, and, I, and I've said this publicly, and I feel it myself, the problem with Black Adam and Shazam being the headliners for Hall H tomorrow is that this is not like when you say hall h mm -hmm. there is an expectation of hall h on a saturday like stand on your feet ray, cheer cheer ray i remember we spent i can't remember how many hours like the year that shazam and aquaman came out we spent how many hours recording how many different reactions because tim was going to be out of town so we went ahead and recorded and then mm -hmm. I still ended up recording with Tim like at 11 o'clock that night. Like Hall H generates the, oh crap, we have to talk about like every trailer, everything that comes There's out. There's already lines and, right, right now. People are lined up for yes. it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, right. Yes. And, Outside. But, and you want to deliver. Right. Exactly. And there's a thing about saying all we've got to talk about, all we're going, maybe not all we've got to talk about, all that we're mm -hmm. going to talk about is black adam which comes out in october, october. and shazam that comes out in december and that's all we're talking about there is a part there's a large contingent of people myself included in this that uh dave what time is dc warner brothers at hall h tomorrow again 10 15, uh, 15 pacific 10 15 standard. which makes it about noon my time and i already know that i have a family thing that i'm going to be at and there's not a part of me that feels like I'm going to be doing mm. this. There's the part of right. me that's going to be, I'll catch, oh, I can catch up, I'll catch up later. And right. that's, that's three a.m. here. Shit. Oh my god. No three a.m. for you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So. Getting up to watch that three a.m. Sunday. <laughs> right. So, and Travis, to your point, even I've said if all they're going to do is talk about Black Adam and Shazam, because as, as someone who actually enjoyed the first Shazam movie. I'll watch the trailers, but it's not like I have to be like refreshing Twitter, waiting yeah. for people that I know to live no. tweet it. I'll just wait till they publish the trailers on YouTube and I'll watch mm -hmm. it at my leisure. And I was, and Ben and I were talking on that Twitter space that he was doing. And I think, so, I think either Ben brought it up or someone brought it up as like, well, would, would the rock want to give up the, up. The, you brought the that throne. up. Would the Rock want to want to basically share the credit or share the space or share mm -hmm. the time? And my, and well, uh, what I would people, argue, Travis, he knows that you need two people to fill a to, <laughs> to, to fill a a, you, a, you, a, a match. 
You do. I would well, say that. Let, I would let, argue Levi. that he knows that he needs. He know because oh, Dave's been reporting how the test screenings haven't been going well. Mm -hmm. He's yep. uh, Dave's also been saying, at least on Patreon, because I am a patron, that uh, <laughs> that he's not been happy with. I put my money where my mouth is, and that that Dwayne Johnson's not happy with the lack of support he's getting from. Warner Brothers for the 95 percent approval though on that trailer. So 95. No, 98. I don't even know where, how he pulled that. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Or oh, he no, made that up on the spot. Way. On the spot, yeah. he zipped his Zoa and he's like 90. Dude, he, no, no, <laughs> he had 95 percent like fucking protein mix in it, whatever the fuck. So, he was Scott, protein, protein Scott, and coke. So I would argue, with his so energy I would argue Travis, that. So I would argue, Travis, that. The pos if 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 it was even in the cards, mm -hmm. even out of a selfish self preservation, he would be happy would with including Henry because mm -hmm. of the the overwhelming excitement that that would add. The only way he and and and, 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 and also uh, don't I was just gonna say <laughs> don't sorry. forget don't forget that, that the he has agency. a business stake. He has a business stake in Cavill succeeding as well yes. with seven bucks. Mm -hmm. That's right. that's well, part so, that so, you can't so, ignore Travis, that so part you, of it either. More importantly, what, what I'm I was just gonna say the only way I see it happening is if The Rock really hardly presents it as Cavill is here because of me. Yeah, shut up, Dave. It, he he is going to make it seem like he did everything, and he could have, but he's gonna make it seem yeah. like he's paying this man. He's like Rock's gonna make it be like I, the only reason you have Cavill is because of me, which might be true. But Rock's gonna you already laid up. down the work for that. What if he what could? If but also interviews in? he like the director and him are all right now. They could be slowing it down for this weekend but already the rock's like well i don't know if we necessarily need to fight just like a head nod would do the trick and i i think there's part of rock that still does he he wants that hype but he doesn't also want to be outshined he never wants to be the second yeah. fiddle and there is a risk of that of yeah. henry well, comes I actually what if henry like comes Travis, in like it's a wwe match like you get the smoke yes. go in and like mm -hmm. spotlights off stage so, so there's like two scenarios where you can do like right here, and I, and I just thought about this with, with Travis talking. See, originally I thought like imagine like they do like if they went all out, where all of a sudden it was like all right, you have the panels, they answer the questions, they talk about the movies, they show the trailers, and then all of a sudden it was like a thing where like Henry Dwayne Johnson just shows up and Loki, like yeah, I know, yep. right? And then uh, yeah, Say yeah, they come on, come out in costume. Could you imagine if like Dwayne Johnson comes out in costume? And then, you know, Zachary Levi comes out in costume too. And then all of a sudden they're like staring each other down. And then, you know, Dwayne Johnson goes, you're going to need help. And, you know, awkwardly, Z Zachary Levi goes, well, yeah, I, I got help. And then all of a sudden, shh, you know, they can and do then he comes like out with that. a cafeteria tray and no head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With like a sandwich and whatever. It's like, I, you know, they could do something like that, but that's like very far-fetched. Or they could do something very like quick and subtle where it's like, hey, you know, because we've heard that Cavill might not be, I mean, he could be still filming with The Witcher. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have something where it's like, well, yeah, maybe we'll have somebody. And then all of a sudden, like on a screen, he just shows up and says some one thing. And that's it. That's it. Right. That is it. And that's all you need. It's just like one thing from Cavill. And everybody's like, oh, my God, he is back. back. It's mm -hmm. just one little mm -hmm. thing. Subtle as shit. 
And it was okay. like, that was it. And they just end it right. There. I don't know. Someone just... said they saw him in Burbank, right? <laughs> yeah. you, know what, you know what's in Burbank, right? Oh, Tony, Tony, That's Tony, where the suit Tony. is in storage. Uh, <laughs> what three blocks the first no, 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 someone on Twitter. I mean, this is like yeah. this is this, dude, this dude, is like Steven someone on Twitter said point. they saw him at a coffee shop. I'm not talking about Tony's. No, I saw that tweet. Okay, so hold on one oh, second. Oh, Everybody yeah, carries yeah, a goddamn cell phone, but nobody got a picture of this man at a coffee shop. Yeah, really? exactly. Remember um, though exactly. that pizza guy was right about Andrew Garfield. Though, remember <laughs> that was a true. Andrew, like that I did talk to that pizza guy so it oh, does that, that's a delivery I, guy that's not a, a setting where yeah. it's a public setting i true. think that headless superman joke that i made adds kind of is a adds a little bit to the part that we haven't said here also though is that what is so shazam teased headless superman and then we got the peacemaker cameo which was in shadows and then you're hearing about the like the rumored like post credits or whatever for for black adam is going to be another faceless of some kind there's a certain point where like and i think the reaction to the black adam rumor really re like there's no way that like warner brothers discovery isn't looking at that like we can't right like we gotta pay whatever that, we gotta pay that, that because that's like point. that is a yes. fucking problem for the third yes. time in a row to be like superman yeah. exists but we don't know who he is yeah that, that, no it, it, it what it, if it they rains. bring him on board let me this is a joke uh what if they do what uh what dave said uh they just have a zoom call and when they call him in like his head is caught off. Like, oh wait, let me fix oh, that'd my be camera. So that'd be good. pretty that'd funny. Be so good, yeah. That's but like then also the mustache. That that's like him having the mustache for the Snyder cut announcement. It's like it's like maybe they'll do something where he's like cut off, and then all of a sudden he just like sits down and it's Cavill. Yeah, yeah. They could do something like that. I don't know. It's like god damn it or then, another thing then it could be sit down and brandon ruth who knows ralph ruth i love him and i think that that would be such a cool thing like a multiverse thing to do yeah, yeah. if that if if everyone is hyped for henry cavill yeah. and brandon ruth walks out on stage I will I never feel, feel more sorry for someone yeah. in my life that they said Imagine walking out on stage wearing a Superman costume or something because... like that. And the hallway each audience goes, Oh. It'd be it'd be the second time Warner Brothers set him up for failure because mm -hmm. the yeah. first time was when they said, Please be Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that's Superman Returns. He nailed that. He was so perfect. He was so perfect. People were legitimately excited when they brought him back for Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, I was. I was excited, and the suit looked good. It was like, hey, suit looked good. He wasn't the problem with the movie. He was not the problem with that movie. He was not. No, no, no. I still think that if David Zaslav wants to, you know, you know, promise the audience that it's going to be better from now on. He needs to have that Man of Steel solo Spag. movie. I still think yeah. that just bringing I mean, Cavill will and, do it. And that's kind of and that's like the catch twenty two they're they're in is is like either you just especially with the stuff going on with the Flash, like how how can you even with a straight face continue marketing? any of this slate yeah if you're not going to prove right. a commitment right. that we have to a... the top yes. down get your house uh, in order with superman uh, 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 yes and, 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 and going and, back and, to what you sorry i'm sorry i'm, I'm a... no no no, no, no. 
Like, even no, if I, there's I, not I, a tease I, of, of Superman and, and Black Adam facing off, just see what saying Superman exists he's in this universe and he's played by Henry Cavill on its own immediately cr- it improves it, the interest it, in these other movies. And, and that's yeah. why it's scary, because it makes too much sense for yes. them to do this. <laughs> yeah. And you know, uh, because, because, because not only... Because think about it. Like, you bring up The Flash again. Like, imagine how your PR for that movie changes once you bring Cavill back. back now, in, yeah. you don't really have to worry about that press tour, even with Michael Keaton there. Because now everybody's like, when's Man of Steel 2 coming out? Right? Yeah, it does. So now, especially when you've got that's why, that's why Shazam and Black Adam benefits greatly from this guy being there. then you're looking forward to a Superman, Supergirl team up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly No one the best way to announce that tomorrow. Yeah, well, exactly, well, I was gonna say, what if what if he walks out like arm in arm with Sasha? Oh, because we're awesome. Because I'm because frankly, like I'm hyping everyone up for like who knows. We're hyping. We're all man. Oh man, twelve hours. They need that. They don't have anything that has like even the rock. Like he's great, but he can't hype up a universe that is dead on arrival. Yeah, and like why does anybody care? He and wants Travis, the power point, of the DC. I understand the mentality of saying, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I get that completely. Yeah. But we I'm all also get that. saying, we all get that. And, yeah. And, and, and there's a part of me that goes, if Steel he chair. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, this is Aaron Bailey. Sorry. Uh, Aaron, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but Travis, <laughs> to your point, though, it's like, Oh yeah, I there's a part of me, there's a large part of me that's like, oh, I'm ready for that eventuality because, like we've joked, it makes too mm. much. What we've been talking that's about makes too default. much sense, which which means no, it's my default. It's like I only have the glimmer of hope because Deadline decided to say something mm-hmm. at, about mm-hmm. Buzz, but other than that, it's like, well, no, why would I even believe that would happen? Because what yeah. in the last five to six seven years would even lead me to even have the hope that that was something that would even consider happening and so but there's also the part of me that goes and i forgot who was saying this dave you may have been saying this on film junkie live this week but it's like now that warner brothers discovery is the new entity it's like they need a w in this dc yes. universe yes, they do. That's and what i've been saying yeah and this, this is also their first foot and this yeah, whole is not a W. And no. Marvel and, is and, ready to go. Marvel's right, ready yeah. to go in the evening. Well, this is Zaslav saying, here's what we're going to do. And if he's not willing to be like, here's what we're going to do. We whipped out our checkbook and we're bringing back Henry Cavill. Like, that is a definitive, let's kick this shit off. Otherwise, you're like, well, this is some stuff we inherited. And right. we're just and, trying and, to get through it, like. And, and to and to that point, I was going to bring this up earlier because because Dave, I know that some people have come at you because because you, you have been pushing like, like both of us have been waiting for the new DC chief to get announced, and yeah. there have been people that have been like, okay, why are they? T- what's taking so long? Why haven't they found a boss? This could totally be why. And you could complete, yeah. and it, it could go either way. Like whoever the whoever that maybe this is why Emma Watts turned it down because he can't figure out whether he wants to stick with this or not. Once he plants his flag in the sand on this and commits to this, then you can actually tell the new boss, hey, this is what you're working with, and you might get a you might get a definitive yes 
at that. Can point. I play the devil's advocate? What if any? What if the people that they're trying to hire for this position are saying, "I'm willing to do it," but as long as I'm steering the ship from day one, mm-hmm. because the things I that you bring in, I think yeah, there's probably yeah. 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 wrong with there's Walter. That possibility, oh, yes. yeah, there is. Absolutely, yeah, yes, yeah. no question. It's yeah. going to be hard Absolutely. to find someone who says, "I want to come in and clean up someone else's yeah. mess." Yep. Absolutely. Instead of yes. someone who's going to come. But he's talking in. about Debbie's going to do that. Sorry. Like even JJ, <laughs> right? Like that was even the thing with JJ, where like he wouldn't want to do it because he would want to start his own thing from scratch. And like, yeah. you got to get someone who, like I said, that's why they either have yeah. to. But like, how do you how do you put an axe to it to a? Is it even fair to call this a universe? But like, how do you put how do you put that down and start something new? With that, like, it's just we such a. It'd be better if every film in the past three, two years had been a bomb or a failure, right? But then you have something like Aquaman. That, yeah, it's 2018. Right. Aquaman screws it up for you sure. Have, and, yeah, and, yeah. Like you, like that's something. And you have Gal Gadot, who's still like her full. But I mean, even, rising, so. even Man of Steel and in BVS, like we're talking like most franchises wish they could do that much on a movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yes. it's, it's, yeah, yes, they wish in they could first do better. Phase. Yes, the drops were too big. Yeah, like. Yes, you could say I, I've heard all the box office arguments a million times for those, but like they're not. It's it's it, un, underperformance is is far from a bomb. Like it's not enough to reboot off of for sure. It's not enough to reboot off. Right. Of. If yeah. The Rock wants well, it, the hierarchy of DC power to change, right? There needs to be some fucking Superman. power. <laughs> there needs to be a right? Superman. You can't take shine right. off something that when there is no shine. Like that, you well, know. What is the hierarchy of power? How can you change? Right, just there is no right. hierarchy of power. Right, he, he, he's got, he's got to have a challenger, and there's nobody else that can challenge him other than Superman. The, you know, Superman. So, like, like, what, it's, like, what it's bouncing off of the rock is not going to show how powerful Black Adam is. Right, the only thing that's actually going to be able to kind of put into equation and actually like quantify how powerful this dude is. Literally, that's the only threat that he can think of. And imagine it from a general audience perspective, Tony, because the Rock's already got his built-in audience that's going to go see Black mm-hmm. Adam no matter what because they see all of his movies. He is a global brand. No question about that. But he's, imagine he's also when not the general really audience... Is not, he's not as huge of a box office draw, though. Yeah, his box office. But imagine a scenario where the general audience sees the Rock fighting Superman. Yes, and then and and just think of the box office. But no. does that, like, here's the thing though with all this: does that even happen with this film though? Even if Henry's back, and let's say oh, it no. is this, and that no, that no, thing where no, it's like, no, 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 but, no, no. But then we're, do we're, people we're, feel kind of tricked if it's like, oh, Henry's back, and even if they allude to him being Black Adam, and he's in some minute no, and a half the scene? Of, the point of Henry coming back isn't to hype people for this Black Adam; it's to say this all matters. Yes, right it's now all we, connected. Like, none of this right. matters. Okay. Because that's what Rock would be thinking, though. He'd be <laughs> thinking <laughs> the Tra- hype black guy. Okay, but Travis, what we were talking about earlier about the MCU, mm. I don't know if you saw this, but we were talking Thank about, you. about the MCU that's what being I, on autopilot. That's why you interrupted me about the, the connection. Oh. <laughs> Watching yeah. all these movies. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. We were talking earlier about the MCU being on autopilot because people who didn't really care for Thor, Love, and Thunder still watched it so they could get caught up. If you exactly. tell them that Superman is Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman, watch they will watch else. Black Adam just to Thank get caught you. up. This is the origin and, and story and the, of the guy who's going to punch Superman in the nuts. Superman in the face. Yes. Like, right. You're going to watch that, exactly. right? I said yeah. face, but you said nuts. For and, and then uh, <laughs> your, your reboot point also... Uh, if they actually bring back Henry Cavill and they already have these other actors for these other characters, right? 
they can pretend to do a soft reboot again after the flash because at the end of the flash anyway the timeline is going to be reset right mm-hmm. yep. so mm-hmm. from that point on the new head can you know pretend like it it is uh, actually a reboot but you have these actors so you can tell whatever new story you want to tell overarching um, but you have these mm-hmm. actors you yeah, but they're establishing mm-hmm. what they're going to do moving forward with that movie because that movie's already but shot that after the movie so like, they know cares? So, what the current <laughs> existing plan uh, doesn't have to be that way like the flash so ending makes it clear that the timeline is changed mm-hmm. only bad girl is affected by that mm-hmm. so they can re-explain you know, you know re whatever they can restructure their current plan and retrofit into the timeline reset and make a new timeline based on whatever the new head wants you have free range to do whatever you what i'm thinking yeah. what i've always thought that flash is going to be like days of future past which i thought they kind of fumbled but yeah. logan wakes up scott's alive gene's alive no 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 after days of future past they fumbled like yeah. they okay. they set up <laughs> oh, oh, oh right, gene's right, back right, right, yeah. yeah scott's yeah, back xavier's yes. back logan's in this timeline and i love logan's best marvel movie of all time but like yeah. they, they set up a whole like oh we could do yeah. anything and then they went I, back in the past and they just kind of redid stuff and that's what i think flash will be where like casey's saying that okay they might make a mention of superman and flash but then when you got this new universe you haven't told the story you don't even know where he is so a director a creative could come and say okay this is superman story and plus you could change anything with an adr line all it takes is someone yeah. to say one thing into a mic and then oh yeah clark's been missing for a bit and then he's back in 2026 you know it's, exactly i think with man of steel too exactly which other will than Batgirl, yeah, other than Batgirl, I think you can kind of have free range of well, well, multiple Batgirl characters. and Blue Beetle, because those are the only two that are coming out after the Flash. But, but Blue I mean, Beetle doesn't necessarily have any connections to yeah, the other stuff. It right? could start in yeah, the new true. DCU, right? Like if it's oh, the DCU, Young right. Justice. Yeah, Young Justice. Yeah, right. Volume two for DCU. It could be the first movie after Batgirl of like, oh, this takes place in this new timeline. Meet Blue Beetle. He's a new hero. Batgirl's the only one where it's like, hey, you got J.K. Simmons, you got Keaton, you have Batgirl. That's kind of, they've said, what, a spaghetti multiverse movie. So that's the only one where it sounds like they're kind of dancing between two doors. Yeah, and even the- when I heard about that, I think they were making reference to Reed Richards and Multiverse of Madness. Am I right? I, mean, I was like, uh, I think they're just making spaghetti? a joke. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't take that from that, but that's okay. Me on a Friday night. We could vodka. Actually, it's Dave's show. Actually, you're 100% you're Oh, you're learning. You're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. Even with bad girl, the only issue with bad girl is sorry. Go ahead, Tony. All these different universes, the connective glue of how you bring all these stuff together, right? At the end of the day, literally is not as important as the stories you're trying to tell, right? Like if Black Mm -hmm. Adam's story is so convoluted and just dumb, are we going to care that Henry's back necessarily? If like. Yeah. Batgirl's not a good movie. I, Do, are we going I, to buy into I, the I, I, universe expanding? I, like, I think, I think the general. Good. Well, I think the general audience isn't going to care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think um, the general audience will look at it and go, "Okay, well, this is a whatever movie with Black Adam, but at least he's going to get to fight Superman." You know what I mean? Like that. I, 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 what I, what yeah. if it's bad? Is an argument you can use for for anything, also, but like they've got to do something. Right? Are they are they just going to continue on like whatever this kind of half autopilot? Like, let's just kind of keep it going. Let's like like 
Justice League came out, it was in theaters five years ago, but I mean, they abandoned Snyder's plan like five and a half, almost six years ago. Which is sad right? because if, like, and, if they kept to his plan, he would be done by now. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, exactly. Right. It'd be done and over and you could do whatever you want. But yeah. like almost six years ago was when they were like, no, we're done with this. We're not going to do this whole arc anymore. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it is now 2022. Yeah. And there is, there is, there's no like, why is, why? And I'm totally cool with like standalone. Like I don't, I'm, I'm actually normally resistant to like, everything's got to be a shared universe yet. They're making the type of movies that only work if you're building to something bigger and they're not big into something bigger and they claim they are, but they have yet to reveal it. And now they're doing another executive restructure. There's no way whatever they were building to before they didn't announce is the same thing that they're building to now that they haven't announced yet. And that's, and that's why all, to me, all roads, all roads lead to just do a 100% like hack it off at the head, like headless Superman start, start from scratch. See, with a totally brand new cast, or you get Cavill back. Like there, yeah. there's no like if if you can't do that, you're it's it's like I don't know. It's it's just and, so. And, and there's a part of me that also I know way too many like internet friends and followers who are hardcore Superman fans the way that I'm a hardcore Batman fan. And it's gotten to that point that I just look at their Twitter, I look at their timeline, and I, and I just feel bad. It's That's like, I, Chris it's Long like, is one of them. Uh, poor Chris. Yes, he is. He's <laughs> <laughs> a big Superman. Us, us Batman fans will never know the pain that yeah. Superman we always, fans are feeling. We, 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 we will never know that. I'm going through a year now where the Batman is probably going to remain the best comic book film of 2022. It is. Oh yeah. I, 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 I'm completely confident in that. And I know I'm getting oh, yeah. a sequel. I, I, I'm never, there's no reason for me to be unhappy as a Batman yeah. fan. There just isn't. I have way too going, much. Piggy I can't big, say the yeah, same uh, to Superman fans. Piggy, uh, I'm going to pick it back up what Steven said. One of the things that about, I, and I'm going to mention Marvel, Marvel phase four has suffered because even fans, uh, notice that there's no real plan what's going to be the end game who's the big baddie on this freaking on this freaking phase who are okay. we going to get another yeah so uh, <laughs> so having that superman character there it gives us the ceu fans an idea that there might be a bigger plan that it's going to be a bigger threat that there's going to be eventually a team up movie with superman as our general fighting the bigger threat that's what we need. Yeah, except, yeah, yeah. But I'm not getting ahead of myself. You should make but one of those, you, you know. But yeah, but you get what I'm saying. The thing is that we yeah. couldn't have that conversation before because we didn't have a Superman. Because the, the conversation before was like, okay, we're going to get a couple of movies and maybe we're going to get rebooted all over again. But now having uh, Henry back is like, oh no, now we could possibly get another Justice League, a couple other Superman movies, and I mean, a couple other Superman movies, and then a Justice League movie. With a bigger threat to fight, and maybe those gonna be like It's insane to me, and you and you can't tell me they didn't notice the reaction to um to the Justice League in um in Peacemaker. Because, oh yeah, and the reason that was a reaction, oh, yeah. even with the headless figures, is because like 
that's the the closest thing any of these movies have done in the in the past like I mean, that's the I, like, only since, thing Steve. since that's the, the only actual only cut thing, of justice yeah. league it's the closest thing they've done to be to like i'm trying i'm trying to set a low bar here like <laughs> it's, it's the closest thing they've done to, to say like something cool is out there like it's it's so it's a testing like, the water technique right? like, i like the prey and i like the smaller scale stuff but like there's there's absolutely like there's n what's the you still they want the built... smoking gun. You still want the big main event that everyone's looking yeah. forward to. In this economy of like these big event films, you want that. Wow, like I can get, like you said, Birds of Prey. I can get a solo venture. But if they want to be like Marvel, which every time we get a report, it's like we'd like to have some universe and have a big connected thing. So it's like you need, yeah. you got to lead to that kind of just cathartic moment of you know whatever you want to say about marvel but infinity war when you saw the guardians with avengers and all these connections like oh, yeah. man we waited fun. for all these years but these people are together whether you like endgame infinity war or not they paid off on that hey all those things you watch you get to this, see this some of these people interact. That promise, right? Right? yeah where dc and, they're, they're not really I, promising anything other than like but, films which yeah. is but, part of why people like the undercard no like main the cameo the though yeah 100%. it wasn't just oh yay jason momoa is in is in um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Peacemaker yeah. It was, it was Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Flash together. It, it was, was the, the fact JL, that they. Right, it right. was the fact that they showed them as a as a unit, mm -hmm. yeah. even if they didn't show their faces, just because they're acknowledging like mm -hmm. this is a thing that still exists in this franchise, which means like you can't just show that and then not deliver on it. That's somewhere it's else. It's an ex texting you in the middle what? of the night. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. It's like, who knows where this is going to go, but like, you yeah. want to find out. Exactly. Like, you know that Jane's intention was to try and get them all there, right? Like, he did his best with what he could, like, trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Jane said yeah, that, that was he was pitch. like, he was yeah, fighting he to that. get. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, well, I mean, they, like, you know, because the, the Batman. Well, what are you talking about? Jane's image. <laughs> now talking about the peacemaker one thing is that peacemaker the good thing about peacemaker is that that show was so good that it could have easily gotten hurt by the whole shadowy superman but it didn't so that's a good thing now the other thing that i was going to say now that if, if they do really bring henry back are we going to get a clear version of superman on a extended version of a peacemaker so in the future Instead of the shadowy figure, because he shot. I think the shadow uh, I think state as that. Yeah, I think yeah the shadow no, works fine because it, probably it, leave it. It works. Well, like, well, I stand so by that with Shazam, the headless Superman cameo. Like, let's say Cavill had like, let's say Man of Steel two released a year after Shazam. Like, it was on the slate, and you go into Shazam knowing that's coming. The headless Superman would have actually been funny, I think, in that case. Because it's like a Charlie yeah. Brown sort of teacher right, right. thing bop, going on. Bop, yeah. Bop, bop, bop. yeah, exactly. Like that that's actually yes. a funny gag. The problem mm -hmm. is that if you're aware of all the behind the scenes context with Superman, you're like that's all you can think about when you see the head right. of Superman. If you yeah. actually like, and, 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 version, so, like if you saw that movie and you see them actually having lunch together, you get like excited because it's the fulfillment of canon to the animated movie, right? Really so it's like right. so, they're so, interacting. So, so, He's going to be an uh, a mentor for him, basically. So, so, so it's so if you bring him back, it's easy to retcon. Oh, that was Cavill in yeah. Peacemaker yeah. without yeah. without actually putting it there. That's yeah, true. and also, Stephen, uh, to your point, what's actually missing in the DCU is the Justice League team. So 
we had Zack Snyder's Justice League, but they weren't the Justice League when they were mm-hmm. fighting Steppenwolf. They were individual people fighting, you know, coming together and fighting. At the end of the movie, they became the Justice League. And right after that, there's literally no appearance of the Justice League in the entire universe except that Peacemaker cameo. Mm-hmm. So right. we need another movie, another Justice League movie yeah. or any other movie where well, the Justice League as a group appear. Right. Well, that, that's the big thing. It, it, is, it is multiple of them responding to a call together. Like the, right, there, is, right. there are so many implications of that. Not like mind-blowing, like consequential implications. It's just saying, yes, this still matters. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, right. And that's why people reacted to it. It's because it said, yes, this, this matters, this exists. And, and, it, and it's a, like, you can't do that. And then it's a, it's the, Throwing the hat over the fence is like the, what the phrase of like it's it's commitment to to the team existing that right. um, it means something. That's why I love that Peacemaker cameo. Like even if you know two characters were not there and there were two other shadows, but at least like they showed up as a team. Great. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I mean that's. And and again, it's just it's it's why this whole discussion terrifies me because it makes too much fucking sense for it them does. to actually pull the trigger it on does. this, which means it it's probably not going to fucking happen. There's a well, lot yeah, of but also remember, like all the people that have been stopping this from happening are like basically gone. Like that we're is talking true. About, like, that... It is a new regime, and and like the last regime changed, they kept a lot of the same people. So, yep, but this is right. a new regime. Um, and they're looking for change, and the and the people that are all around are under pressure to make something happen. That's true. To maybe save their jobs, um, and that's you know that's the kind of sometimes that results in bad stuff, but like that's that's the kind of thing that results in like Matt Reeves' Batman. That that is, mm-hmm. I need to fucking get a Batman director now, or we've because remember that's the exact same situation that we're talking about here, where they've got like nothing to show. That's like true. we got Justice League coming yeah. out, and then what's next? They're like, get a fucking Batman movie off the ground, or we're gonna have five years I, of nothing. The point where Ben Affleck was like, "Hey, I'll be an ape for Matt Reeves," and he was like, well, "Hey, well, play and, game, and, and then we'll leave." Why did well, you and, remind and was, us? And, I know, right? <laughs> but 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 that but that I mean, and and you you saw that I mean, like I know everybody was excited for the Zack Snyder's Justice League panel at Fandome. The Batman panel took it over. The Batman oh, panel dominated it. Like the minute that the minute that twenty five percent of the movie trailer dropped, that was all anybody talked about going forward. Yeah. I mean, we were not that we weren't excited for Zack Snyder's Justice League, but that to your point, Stephen, that was you know we need this here it is boom, you right? Know, and that's but imagine if them. that was done in reaction to to Affleck pulling out of pulling out of Batman, and so. They they gave um, they gave Matt Reeves like total creative control because they had to do whatever they could to get a good a, a big name ambitious director on a big name character mm-hmm. in order to make sure that like imagine the slate in the last since Justice League without like the Batman in there looming and like that, that's like the movie that's been looming in the future like forever even though it's not canon it it, it was like they had to do that in order to try to like save their own jobs. Cause otherwise there'd, there'd be just a, a slate Needed of like, one what, are you even, what are you even doing? And the, so that's right. why they, that's why when he was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. They're like, never mind. We'll let you do absolutely whatever you want. Like you have total control. We just, 
we you don't understand we have to have a batman movie or we're like or the rs slate is fucked so 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 um, here's well, hoping that the right. they are in this oh. um that, oh, but, you no, know what? that's a good little segue because i was gonna be like what are we expecting with marvel but continue ray no, I was just going to say, here's hoping that they're in that same position, that they feel that Zaslav and company feel the same way with respect to Cavill and Superman, because, yeah, they do need a win, and this is the most obvious yes. win for them to get. And, I mean, it, and, it, I mean it, just, it just solves so many fucking problems within the fan base, within the general audience, within the... And, and mind you, I'm the guy that doesn't want the reboot. I'm the guy that's been arguing for months with Ben and everybody else. Don't reboot this thing. I like <laughs> what they have. I want this to continue. And yet even I'm saying you got to do this. What to if, save face. Okay. What if Dwayne Johnson and Hiram and Danny Garcia got su Superman over to new line? I'm not sure exactly how those rights work, but. That's why. That's what I was thinking when Rock was saying, like, we are working on something that would because you know, that, that might be, be that legitimately might be a thing. Out. Maybe they just liberate Superman from WB. They're like, look, let, just, just let New Line make Superman movies. <gasps> well, um, and I mean, they distribute it. But 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 isn't and that then, what we want? I mean, but and then that's seven that bucks. That's. The, but mm -hmm. isn't that kind of what we want for DC? Like, I want. I, I do want. I want all of DC <laughs> liberated from Warner Brothers. I want yeah. that. So, like, that's what Liber I'm looking Liber for. Liberated where, to where, though? To DC Studios. Well, but Steven, I don't know enough about because yeah. DC is weird with, but like, because New Line has Shazam and Black right. Adam. Like, Black Adam right. is a New Line movie, right? Yeah. So, that's still uh, all Steven, w is is it okay? That doesn't need to be, you know, like a rights transfer thing. That could just be a production thing. Like for this one movie, yeah. New Line would. Produce. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't, it's, it's not a rights transfer. Like distributing. Yeah. But it yeah. is a. But it, it, it. But what I'm saying is, give Seven Buck permission to. They, to I think to they can run the it. Superman movie. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, like because not. even Man of Steel, even Man of Steel was also produced by Legendary. Right. Um, right. So just like that, they can you know partner with WB. New line, seven. Bucks. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I'm I'm mm. I'm fudging my terminology here because I don't know under know. But like for example, Shaz, you know, Shazam was new line. Like there was, right. there was there was a. I read about it a long time ago, so I don't remember exactly how it works because it's different. It's obviously different than like Marvel's rights situation mm. where it's actually in different right. studios. Well, well, well but but the, but, and, and that's why I've been saying like I want it's time for DC Studios because I don't want this under Warner Brothers purview. I want this under DC's own studio purview. That's what I want the new DC chief to do is make their own decisions without having to worry about the boss of Warner Brothers or New Line. Like, call right. them in for help if you need it. But, like, they, I want DC to control their own shit from this point what on. What if they announce that tomorrow? Ooh, okay. What if that they announce it? Head I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. That snowball's building. That would be the only <laughs> yeah, announcement, that, Casey. Right. That would be the only announcement that would make me even more excited than if they announced Cavill. Because at the very least, I know they're out of fucking Warner Brothers purview. I wouldn't say I would be more excited, but if Cavill <laughs> doesn't show up, but this announcement is made, I'll be happy. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'll, get, I'll go with that. Yeah. Yes, I'll go with that. Yep. I go with that too. Yeah. My God. But are they man. are they going to announce that without a head? And apparently they can't find anybody to actually take that job. 
I mean, that's what we've been talking about. It's like nobody, yeah, nobody's taking the job. They would have to have a boss in place before they, and I don't think they, that's not something you really announce at a con. No, no, you don't. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. They want to know the, they want to know the content. We'll, we'll find Forbes will tell us that, or like, you know, one of the trades, something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. That'll be like news during the week. Yeah, Thursday at noon. But the transitions, like, what do we think? Like, okay, so when it comes when it comes to Marvel, uh, one of the things that was leaked out today was uh, the fact that Marvel Studios trademarked like several titles. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? Did you guys yes. see that? Yeah, I, did. no, I didn't. See I that. mean, the titles. I, I the titles are Avengers, them. Avengers: Secret Wars, Avengers: uh-huh. The Kang Dynasty, right. Captain mm-hmm. America: New World Order, mm. Multiverse Saga, and then Thunderbolts, which we already, you know. There's a lot of this that we already knew. But we we already knew about the we knew about the Captain America one too because Captain America four is already announced. And we already knew that Kang is probably going to be the new baddie. He's going to be the new Thanos uh, from Loki, which is like yeah, yeah, great. And you know what's his name? I think he'll be great for that. And the way that Loki ended, yeah. And the way that Loki ended, it was like okay. All right. My question is how much and he's supposed to be in the next Ant Man movie too. Yeah, he is. Quantum Mania. Well, and and, and that's my first question with Kang. Sounds like a theme park ride, also, just like Multiverse of Madness. Sorry. But but that that's like my first (laughs) that's like my my first question. How many MCU fans saw Loki? Like, did they all watch Loki? Like is it I'm is the character? Sure. It's like, the most is, watched is, one. Yeah. yeah. I would say I would say okay. out of the, the the I mean out of the you know but, series. Well it's, it's it, one of well, the cause, top cause, ones. Cause I am curious though, like Loki was now three series and and like several movies ago, right? Like after Loki, you had mm-hmm. Hawkeye. As far as the shows, you've had Hawkeye, you've had Moon Knight, you've had Ms. Marvel, and as far as movies go, you had what that was Loki was before Eternals and yep. No Way Home and then summer. Multiverse of Madness and then so Love and Thunder. So like there's a lot. So like my question is like how many people remember that Kang is even around? But that's what Ant Man's for. Yeah. And they've kind of I think they have, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they've confirmed majors for season two of Loki as well. So yeah. I feel like what happens is you see him in Ant-Man. They say, oh, this guy's a big deal. You want to know more? You go back to Loki watch. Oh, he's going to mm-hmm. be in Loki season two. They, right. they they got this formula down. You know, like I'm not the, I, I, we've talked this before. I don't just describe the same thing like Ben, you're talking about with the whole non-vision thing. I think they will have a vision. It's just they are going to announce it. And then eventually you'll get that roadmap of like, oh, this is where we all got from to and from. And even then you got Multiverse of Madness. If it's a struggling MCU, it's a $900 million movie. I, I would take a struggling uh universe you know like i i was uh, very that happy sounds so smug universe. but i get it <laughs> it sounds <laughs> you know? like something feige will say but it's true like yeah. that for me it's just like the, especially even you look at last year when we had the pandemic right all the top five mo- movies now some of them were the sony ones but they're all the marvel ones as well like even when movies <laughs> were making that. less like i don't think they view like whatever Cinema. the fans are looking like oh phase four i don't know about it i don't think feige and crude look at it that way they're announcing no, project no. left and right they're doctor strange oh, doctor strange 2 almost made a billion dollars in like still a pandemic world so i think you're Dude. gonna get somewhat of a direction a combo of tomorrow and d23 I think, 
I think when it comes to like Marvel, like people are just kind of wondering where is this going to lead to? That's the thing. It's like now that we're like what in phase four and we're kind of right. like, going, mm-hmm. hey, I where guess, is phase four lead to? Lead I guess to? it's just we we're yeah. talking about Loki. And I, I thought that's what the whole point of Loki was when he dies. But his multiverse. last line, last right. line when he says, I'll see you soon. To me, that was like, oh, shit, that's it right there. That's that I, is I, the final do it myself moment of. Kang's going to be around all over fucking shit up. Oh, yeah. You know. Kang's going to be the new Thanos. And, 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 and I'm on the island of people that's like, I, I, I phase four is like my second favorite phase to phase one. And mm. I don't need you. I don't Dude. need Marvel to give me a direction. I don't. I'm fine with what me they're too. doing now. And Quite I'm honestly, loving that there's a lot of director driven. So you're saying that you love yeah. Thor, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder? No, I don't have to like all of it. Except that. I don't, <laughs> I don't like all of it. So but, you're but, like, um, uh, what's do it? Not do, it, do, do, do not do it, Ben. Do not do it. Do not do it. No, I, yes, I did. Like, yes, I did. But Ben, do you do you love like every DCU movie? Is that all? All of them are ten out of tens for you? No, no. Well, no and that's the no, same no, way with but, Facebook. But I've been no, no, critical no, of the no, entire no. slave. I mean, everything that they've done has been shit. Only the only thing that's been good out of the DCU has been BBS. Uh, uh, a Man of Steel, uh, Saxon Justice League, and the first Wonder Woman, and Shazam. Then so, after so, that, so, everything so, is so, uh, so, okay. so, so I'll disagree with that because I like Aquaman and Aquaman. I like Aquaman. Aquaman is mid. Then I know you hated Birds of Prey. Whatever, I love that movie. Oh, Birds of Prey is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, Travis. Let me me think of the mask. Let me see. Oh, it's Garza. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, Travis. It's like the MCU. Like not every movie in the MCU is ten out of ten whatsoever. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, like like if I look at Phase Four, like I. First of all, the first movie in Phase Four is not a Phase Four movie. It's a lost episode from Phase Three. That's what yeah, Black 100%. Widow is. It's they a lost Phase episode. Three movie. Yeah, right. Well, it lo- so, it, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like they it, they it, they lost it in the dust somewhere, and they they dusted it off and put it out there to start the new phase. But like, and as far as like Shang Chi is a top tier MCU film yeah, by far, in my opinion. I did yep. enjoy Eternals oh, yeah. because it's a director driven film, and it's it goes beyond the purview of what we're used to seeing with the mcu i love no way home for all the nostalgia it was and it was probably the best i've seen of watts in that trilogy in my opinion mm-hmm. even though i did it's enjoy also the one that feels oh, like yeah. it's an actual spider-man movie like like yeah. Yeah. this is about yeah. yeah correct yeah. doctor strange and the multiverse of madness is pure unedited sam raimi which is yes! always a good time uh, right okay oh and, well, fuck it, it, i agree with ray i'm with i'm with ben on this one in that i think the the script is mid it's yes. elevated by raimi's direction everything that i really you, yeah. enjoyed about right. multiverse of madness was mm-hmm. me okay. seeing raimi do his thing thing I, Dark Dark Man, 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 that's why they got I, I can give so. you that i can give you that i can give you that yeah okay. yeah and i i'm with you Oh, I should say I am with you, Ray, where like I, what I was trying to say by the 10 out of 10 thing is just that just because if there's some things you don't like in the phase doesn't mean you can't put that as a second slot. The whole phase yeah, yeah. has to be perfect. You don't have to like everything. And we've talked no. about this before where, you know, first it's, hey, Marvel does not give any control directors. And then it's like, well, they make 
Multiverse of Madness or Thor Love and Thunder. It's like, oh, you guys are letting these shit, you know, some people might say, oh, these directors making it cheesy or too funny. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want the directors to have a vision and make movies you may or may not like? Or do you want them all to have the Marvel formula, you know? And right, that's what's going to happen through every five years is then Marvel Watch. They'll reactive. They'll go back and let's say they'll do the formula pick. Oh, I really missed when they let Taika and Chloe and Sam do their thing. And then they'll go, you know, so I, I'm, I don't know where I rank phase four, but I think second is probably where I am. Because I'm the same thing. I don't need the connection and i like just all the chances they're taking right now you See, know but the thing is that i appreciate yes. the, all the all the things that the chances that I, because you're right uh, like this phase they have taken more chances than they ever did before and i appreciate that especially Except with the phase Eternal. one it, i feel like phase one yeah it, because phase it was the first one, one, the whole, one that whole phase is a gamble like, yeah the, right, yes the, exactly right, like the whole phase right, one yeah. it was like let's try to find who we're gonna be moving forward because right. they, they started off like amazing with, with iron man they kind of miss a couple of steps mm -hmm. here and there but they f f eventually found their place but with this right. one it was like okay we're done with the infinity saga let's try to kind of gamble a little bit to see if it pays off and they did and he didn't pay. so to me because it's all subjective mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 it didn't pay off so yeah. that's why i'm saying mm -hmm. okay you know maybe they they should be more careful whenever they decide to say okay we're gonna give you the free range to do whatever you want with these characters and like to me uh the eternals could have been an amazing movie but I felt like Chloe Shaw uh, steered too far away from the source material, and that's why it mm -hmm. hurt. What hurt the movie? Okay. Look, I'm loving so Space Four, and, 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 and I'm things... the one who goes to the opposite direction where I go multiverse of madness. It was Raimi that saved the movie for me. Yes. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, see, it, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't say save the movie. I don't think the script was that horrible. But Casey, go ahead. What are you yeah. saying? Yes, yeah, Scott. Casey, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but it, Casey, you're, you're okay, but, thoughts listen, on, it was a lot of fan service. It was a, a plain script. The, the The visuals were amazing because it was Rami there. But the script, like you read that shit, is like, oh my god! Like this conversation between uh, uh, um, America Chavez, uh, America okay. Chavez, her her fucking lines right. that wish. Like, um, what's the name? Even when they were talking, hold on, no, no, no. Her when they were with the Illuminati's, when they were in the press, died. when when Doctor Strange was in the presence of the Illuminati's, this is something like if you are coming. Okay, okay, fan, okay. I'll give you that. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. I'm like, how do you <laughs> not know about the Illuminati? Right. Like, what the right. fuck? See, yeah. like if you like, I'm a, I, I read all comic books, but like, like if you were in the presence of the Illuminati's, like, okay. Namor's not there. Ah, okay, that's fucking fine. But still, the fucking Illuminati's. And then they have this rudimentary conversation. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So, but Doctor so, Strange has always been like that in the MCU. He's been sarcastic. No, I'm not talking like, about Doctor Strange. I'm talking yeah. about. Well, see, 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 Ben. I, I feel like a lot true, of true. True. Like, you can look at it like that. That he's just a sarcastic. He's super sarcastic in the first like, one. I, I yes, feel like is. a lot of yes, your yes. issues with like well, I love Adam. With, with it, I think you have a lot of like comic. You know, like like based from the comics. Baggage. Like they, yeah, you're right. If they stray too far, no. And again, it's all subjective. That's fine. <laughs> but I mean, to the point, to the point right. of it is like the general audience doesn't give a shit. They no, just don't. And yeah, and, no, and no. it's one of those things where like, and and it listen, it's tough for comic readers to accept that all comic book movies are Elseworlds. It's tough. I know it's tough, but it is. I think I'm I'm, like, I'm able to to detach myself from the movie, but like there's it's certain characters. Even, 
Feige. Like he's fighting with Iman Vellani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I think okay, tomorrow so you get you get. Oh, I was just gonna say you for sure. I bet you'll get one secret casting because they like to do. I think that Ali yeah. is Fantastic Blade Four. Thing. Fantastic Four. No, I think that's D23. I think they're saving. Really? Yeah, You're that. Yeah, okay. I, I, I had an X-Men right. is D3. Right on yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's right. Bruma being the thing. Yeah, I know. That was like the news this past week was Jason Segel is going to be the thing. Oh, yeah. thing. yeah I don't He's going to show up in oh, She-Hulk. Yeah. No. yeah, I don't believe huh. that. No, the, yeah, the other one either. I've heard is uh, Anthony Starr as Dracula. That's the one that keeps picking up steam. <laughs> but it's, like, yeah, it's from one right. of those 4chan okay. leaks. Is like, hey, Anthony Starr. <laughs> no yeah, shit. Star, it's yeah. But right. I think you get some like casting. And I think one of the movies revealed that is like your big show ender is either your next, hey, this is when you're going to expect Avengers or a very loose date for x-men like hey in 2028 Ooh. untitled x-men will come out but it's going to be the same way in fantastic yeah. four we still have no director we have no cast members right. they announced that three years ago it's going to be a very <laughs> early but marvel well, will always make uh no he's he's out i know he's not i know doing it. yeah yo what if chris evans is plays dracula in the blade movie <laughs> oh shut up it's no, the blade, i just man. want no. to see blade i just the want to see blade, blade. Oh, this is great. what are you talking about the blade, blade. Yeah. i think it's the blade. Evans. i'm sorry uh what's the name Ugh. he played dracula on chain whatever it is the name of the movie um Oh, Jackson. you're talking about Luke, Luke, Luke uh, Evans. Luke, Luke Evans. Evans. Yeah. Dracula and Tim. Yeah. What if Luke yeah. Evans plays Dracula? I said Luke Edwards. Yeah. I don't believe the Blade thing. I think it's still just going to be called Blade because ever right. since then it's always yeah, had that, that logo. Make any fucking sense. Yeah. And uh, I, that makes no sense at all. It, does, think, it, it just sounds the Blade. Yeah. yeah. But I think they will Luke divide Blade. it and save some stuff here, some stuff for D23, but they'll always make sure to end with a cheer thing. Feige and company are smart that they're always going to want a trending event. They want something yes. mm -hmm. like, and even last time they didn't have to even walk Ali out on stage. They announced no. a Fantastic Four movie, and then like, oh, by the way, we got Ali as Blade too. Like they get like they don't need to go completely bonkers tomorrow. But those those um trademarks they sound they they sound pretty like the this being called oh, the multiverse. Yeah. Mul yeah. The multiverse saga makes a lot of sense. If we went from the Infinity yeah. Saga to the multiverse, multiverse saga, saga, the Kang Dynasty is a comic book. Uh, Secret Wars is happening, so it's just a yeah. question of yeah. when. And I think Deadpool three should something should happen tomorrow. I think Ryan Reynolds I, 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 showing up on stage would be fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. him and Foggy yeah. together. Yes. That is a that's yeah. another it's, image you have on Twitter. Like, look at this absolutely. history. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds especially, is a the, especially the day after Deadpool one and two show up on Disney Plus. Disney yeah. Plus. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's I, I, that's I, I, the I, biggest I, thing that I'm looking forward to is the fucking like the fact that they're gonna be like, all right, where, where's Deadpool? What's happening? And Ryan Reynolds shows up. That would be mm -hmm. that would that would make the panel. For Deadpool's me. not a D23 thing, in my opinion. That's a no, no. No, 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 not a Disney. No, right. no, it isn't. Yeah. No, the the, the, yeah. the thing that I am most curious for though is, can we see something from Black Panther? Oh, we'll get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we're going to we'll get a trailer. trailer. We're going to get a trailer. Yeah. We're going to get a trailer. Yeah. That's going to be the well, hat Foggy wears tomorrow. I guarantee yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's going to wear a Wakanda <laughs> yeah. label. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get a yeah. trailer. And hopefully I, I just, it allows. Yeah. I, well, I just need to get an idea of what the hell that movie is going to Fucking be. Fucking A, right? Because I really don't know. I think it's going to be similar to real life where I think. Chichala will be gone and it's going to be what do we do with this country now like I legitimately yeah, yeah. think it's going to the same way where they're like what do we do with this role I think it's going to be life imitating art and they're going to use that a lot and they're going to make it a really emotional heavy movie and they're going to make it very hard for people to well, 
be negative on it as well too. And you know who they're gonna bring yeah. on stage is like you know Ironheart, not... who, the girl who's playing Ironheart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring yep. her yep. on stage. They're gonna bring in uh, who's playing Namor. Namor. So no yeah. Michael Namor. B. Jordan would also be huge if that rumor is Michael... true. Oh yeah. yeah, but I don't know. That might be a little. Oh, bad. Well, I don't if... know. Yeah. That, that the rumors be... he's back so yeah true and I, I just think that is a big name is like okay it's almost reassuring like hey someone we love from the first one's coming back so yeah true. But, but you don't think yeah. that they're gonna uh, p- pivot from black panther to uh namor being like the center of attention no i think someone else will get the mantle for black panther i hope so point. because yeah. They, 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 yeah okay Somebody needs to. Yeah, there's going to be, I Thank think Black so Panther is going to be the big thing where they bring people. And we're yes. when we see that footage, it's going to, like, uh, if we're going to see a trailer, it's going to end with, uh, you know, Ironheart showing up. It's going to end right. with Namor. You know, it's yeah. going to have Namor and, mm-hmm. uh, and Ironheart in that footage mm-hmm. where it's like, that's where everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, look at that. You know, that's that's. That's how they're gonna sell the shit out of Wakanda Forever, right there. So, Travis, are you in the uh, recast T'Challa bandwagon or not? I, I am. I'm not oh, yet. My. What no. I what I would want is to do this film, and I think the way to do it is don't recast them in this universe. You use the multiverse, and it might be a cop out, but what you do is you pluck another T'Challa, like the same way Gamora is coming from a different universe into our Guardians, right? You mm. take that where you take a different mm-hmm. T'Challa from a different universe. So it's not as, I don't want to say bad, but it, you could accept yeah. it because like, oh, he's not playing Chadwick's but T'Challa. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but well, I, it, I think it, for this one, uh, to me, I thought it was the smart move to play it safe, make it a tribute film, and mm. send it off. And then you can do some stuff later on later. So I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah i'm I fine for that. way to recast later yeah okay well c- c- well it's just glad ben i'm glad you asked him that because i feel like the recast to chala movement like has grown in the 100%. last yeah, year or so like yeah like, like much much stronger than it i mean obviously it wasn't going to be very strong like right after chadwick's passing but like oh, yeah. in the last year i have seen that hashtag like a, With a little way more than i thought i was going yeah. to mm-hmm. so I've always been yeah. silently kind of in that camp, like just you <laughs> yeah. Know, like no, I'm, I'm never going to campaign hard about <laughs> yeah. anything that happens with Marvel, right? Because it seems like they always do land on their feet. But if I had it my way, uh, yeah, what's yeah? This? Well, I mean, yeah. especially when you hear Chadwick's brother going, "Oh yeah, he'd want them, them to want, recast." Yeah. I mean, right. he like I mean, and Chadwick, I mean, Chadwick, the way that he was, and just the way that you know he was such like just a. a great person yeah of course you, you believe it like when you hear his brother say that you believe that because he'd be like yeah continue this is an important character yep. if i'm gone let somebody else take the mantle and just keep on going with it i mean it's like you know yeah absolutely you look at, you look at the filmography yeah. like his, his actual career it's like every role he's taken is something that's Dude. like bigger than himself right he always had a bigger picture Jackie in robinson and, uh, Jackie robinson james brown thurgood james marshall brown. Yeah, yeah the James he, Brown he movie, like right to show. I heard like, the James Brown movie wasn't that great. No, it was. It was horrible. Yeah, I never watched. Even it, his performance I... wasn't that good. I like the. I like Forty Two though. Forty Two. Forty Two was amazing. Yeah, but I, 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 I think still, you... I still need oh, to watch uh, Ma uh, Ma Rainey's Black oh, Bottom. Great. I still need to watch. It's yeah, I haven't yeah, watched I it either. I need to see that too. Uh, mm-hmm. And and even though he wasn't in the movie a ton, I still really liked him in The Five Bloods. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, I gotta yeah, watch that movie. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about. Yeah, I keep that's on the list as well. So, yeah. hey, welcome back, Stephen. What are you eating? 
<laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Is that what you said? Oh, you got pineapple on it? Wait a minute. Tony, did you just say it in a certain way? Like from a movie? Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. Thank you. Thank you. Multiplicity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, I like pizza. I like Dave, it. I feel like, Dave, I feel like we should like do something for that movie. Like just talk about that movie. Like, Dude, like have some type of... We should have like, a live watch of that movie. I think we yes. should do like an actual live watch of that movie because I'm telling you, that movie... I love that movie so much. Multiplicity, I, so good. Multiplicity, yes, yes. yes. Hmm. That it, it movie is one of his, is, it's one of his best roles yeah. by far. One of his I best. I tell you what, it's it's probably. I mean, I'm obviously you got your Beetlejuice and your you know your Batman and you can even say your Birdman and stuff like that. But I mean, that movie. I love Birdman first off so much. I, I'm sure, but have you seen Multiplicity? Yes, I've seen Multiplicity. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm sure you have. Yeah, dude, but I'm just saying, like, that movie, I mean, yes, it's Harold Ramis directing. It's like back in the 90s when they were really just going like, all right, how can we pull off, like, having, multi, you know, four Michael Keatons in one shot? And, yes, it's not clean. When you watch it, you go, okay, <laughs> I could do this yeah, it's dated. myself. It is dated. Because, like, I, the I eyes don't line up. My own editing software yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But you, you got to put your mindset back. This is, like, 1996 or 96. 7 or whatever. Yeah, yeah 96. Mm -hmm. And But the fact of the matter is, it's, like, it's not just – a comedy about a guy cloning himself. It's about a guy in his, it's his feminine side. It's his masculine side. And it's his child side. Like that's what it is. Like when it comes to the four versions of himself, it's like, it is all this, these, and then he's trying to find himself because he lost himself. And then he refine like he finds himself again right. and then fixes his marriage and his family. And he's like, all right, yeah, I lost myself in this. And there, and then, and then I, and I went into this crazy, like, oh yeah, I'm going to clone myself. And I cloned myself and it was my masculine side. Then I cloned myself again. It's my feminine side. And then they I'll cloned that duplicity story over yeah. Moon Knight any day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, hey, shots uh, fired. Yeah. Um, no, no shots fired. Yes. But I, but I'm gonna have to agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like I like I, Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight a lot. We, yeah. and, and, too, I, but... I mean, I I enjoyed Moon Knight. But if you're asking me which one I would watch first, yeah, Multiplicity. Because yeah, Michael Keaton is over Oscar Isaac. That's just my own personal. Dude, there's there's just so like. many great comedic moments in there. You, sh and, uh, you should do a classic uh, watch party movie night. There it is. Like yeah, we might yeah. have to do that. Like, might have, yeah. Might have to do that. But uh, Throw, I think this put, is the, what? Go ahead, Ben. Uh, put, um, what's the name of Bill Murray? He dies oh, every oh, day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Oh, Groundhog Day. Day. Oh, put oh, that on oh, the list. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, we might. You, you uh, just, yeah, maybe. you just made the Andy McDowell connection because she's in both movies. Yeah, <laughs> That's why exactly. I just segued into that one. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Yeah. God, she was Ultimate, sweetheart you know, in the '90s, uh, wasn't she? Jeez, like any movie you saw her, and you're like, "Huh, I like her." Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's adorable. She's so like, adorable. It was her and Meg Ryan. Yeah, it's true that. Yep. True that. Yes. But anyways, I think this is a good way to end the stream <laughs> with some good old nostalgia <laughs> from the '90s. Yeah showing our ages but uh yeah i mean we have a big day tomorrow and uh we'll see what happens so i'm like yeah we don't want to go Fingers too crossed. Late. yeah yeah <laughs> it's oh, gonna be interesting i'm gonna laugh my ass off and 
if, if anyone you know, needs if, a counseling session afterwards, <laughs> you know yeah, what, you know right. what I, I'm going into this and I'm going to like, you know, do a live stream and I'm talk to the chat and whatever the fuck and see what happens. And just kind of do the play by play. If nothing happens, I'm just going to laugh and we're just going to have a good time and whatever. That's all yeah, we could do. No, and then the Marvel panel yeah. will probably be, you know, blow up with something. I'll do my reactions to, you know, because at least we'll get, Black Adam, probably another trailer in, a, in the first Shazam trailer. Sure, cool, I'll react to that. Cool, and everything. And then, of course, uh, you know, showing up at Real Anarchy for the, uh, the round table afterwards, the post-show. Yes. So that'll be fun. But uh, let's go around the horn. Uh, Scott, of course, you're last, as, as per <laughs> usual. Yeah, because you, you send us off well. But Steven... Thank you for uh, the breakdown of the uh, the Rolling Stone article. I'm sure I, you had probably about a hundred pages of more stuff to say, I, I, but I, 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 you we kept it. the majority of. of <laughs> there was a version of this where we just went line by line, and I had a whiteboard. But I I, 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 I also enjoy that Stephen ducked out during the MCU discussion. Like, <laughs> what big project <laughs> announcing tomorrow, Stephen? Yeah. <laughs> Show you bias, Stephen. <laughs> <sighs> That was a theatrical version of the of the rant. That was not yeah. the yeah. direct yeah, yeah, yeah. version. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a direct coming cut. in a couple months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Patreon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's pretty smart. <laughs> but anyway, Stephen, promote yourself. Uh, yeah, I am Stephen Colbert. You can find my writing at ScreenRat.com. You can find my uh, podcast with uh, Andrew Dice at SnyderMinute.com, and we've got. Uh, um, I don't know what that was going to lead into. We've got stuff happening. Good stuff happening. Good <laughs> things. All, we all got good stuff. things oh, and stuff oh, and all all the things all over. You can find me on uh, social media at SM Colbert. Um, and and I've got stuff. So you got stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh... All right, uh, Ray. Uh, on Twitter at the Flightcast, uh, you can find my blog and my podcast at theflightcast.com, where I will definitely be. Next episode, will definitely be talking about whatever does or doesn't happen tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And for those of you, I'm going to beat Scott to the punch on this. For those of you loyal listeners who are still listening to DC TV Squadcast, Scott and I did record an episode of it because Superman and Lois season two finally ended. And now oh. that I'm getting my schedule back in gear, I can finally post that here pretty soon. So that'll be the next episode of DCTV Squadcast. And then in the very near future, we'll also be talking about Young Justice Phantoms as well on DCTV Squadcast over at Squadcast Media. There it is. Bot number 69. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Yeah, you can so find the actor. Bot. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. You're yeah, I already have 69, though. That just won't happen with you, Casey. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media and also at The Real Talk Live. Um, DC, just give us Henry Cowell and Kevin Feige, please. I want my Eternals too. Oh, I know nobody wants that. I want that. I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> All right, Ben. Yeah, uh, right, ben. you can you can find me on all social media, Mister Underscore Everett, and also <clears throat> on Real Anarchy on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. 
TikTok. <laughs> Make sure to catch us. Make sure, yeah. <laughs> Make sure to catch us tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, at our round table at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the Real Arnke YouTube channel. Yes. Here it is. Tony. Yes, sir. Bell and Jerry on Instagram is where you'll find some of my work. Uh, Bell and Jerry on Twitter. Don't take anything I say too seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah, we saw your I tweet. Work- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you made um, someone's night. Like they saw you, that, then went to bed. Like, fuck, I saw Oh, yeah. They're like, you, yeah, you, you, legit- you, you, you legitimately duped me for like five seconds, and then I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, he showed up I with his happy dog. either way life is good i am just grateful we have lots of stuff to choose from and i will be checking my twitter after all this stuff happens because i'm not waking up at 3 a.m um yeah. but yeah ben and Jerry. big fan <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you for Another having timer. me <laughs> oh my god what the fuck did you just put in there did you see that you see his oh chat you see his tweet <laughs> Oh, you didn't see his t- you didn't see his tweet. Oh yeah, look at that baiting oh. baiting people. Oh yeah. Oh, if anybody wants to know, he he put, posted like a pop <laughs> like almost like a paparazzi picture of Cavill like yeah. in very much a Superman haircut. Like he's isn't his dog with in, him too? Yeah, his dog. Yeah, that's his dog. Yeah. Yep. There, there it is. Saw, there it is. That right, yeah. that right there. That right there. And uh, yeah. There you go, no. Tony the troll. Oh, Tony the troll. You, you need a you need a cunt drop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where's Billy Butcher right there? Man? I'm about to say, hey. just just find the boys. You you'll find. Yeah, something. find something ah, from yeah. the boys right there. Jesus Christ! All right, Travis. Uh, you can find me at Travis B. Snail. That's where I promote everything, what I'm doing. I'm like, these guys, I'll be talking all about Comic-Con tomorrow. And uh, yeah, like Tony said, even if it's a little disappointing, just remember there's 10, 15 years ago, we weren't getting any of this shit. Or we get, like, you might get one panel for one movie from DC Marvel. So just just be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And just be happy. Tomorrow, Henry Cavill is going to come to the Marvel <laughs> panel and be Wolverine. Oh, you know, it's Captain Britain. Captain oh, Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, oh, I, I'm God. very excited. And uh, I hope everyone has a good call on weekend. I will, I, I will not log into Twitter for, like, a week if that happens. Jesus. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> that'd be insane. He shows up for the Marvel panel. All right, oh. Scott. <laughs> of course, you can find me on Twitter, Scott DC twenty seven. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcasts can be found. Where we will be launching our new show, Man of Steel, scene by scene, which you've already recorded Ooh. the first episode. We've got two more episodes of the Batman scene by scene, and of course, next week we will have our review of DC League of Super Pets with some yes. special guests. Uh, we're also on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And of course, 9 o'clock central on Film Junkie Live, you can find us doing Batman the Fanimated Stream, where this week we'll be talking about a very important episode and conveniently timed uh, Harley and Ivy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. That is, oh, that is yeah. conveniently timed. Eh? Yeah, because it's season three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Nice. All right, and uh, like yeah, like I said, guys, I'll be uh, doing a live stream tomorrow during uh, the Warner Brothers DC panel as well as the Marvel panel, and whatever I'll show up on all kinds of stuff. I'll be on the roundtable of Real, Real Anarchy, and uh, you know, if Cavill didn't show up, then you know, <laughs> that's what you know I'll basically be doing. But uh, you know, 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I will. I will knock my head into my green screen, I guess, uh, if that happens. But uh, hey, guess what? We'll still have fun and we'll still be talking about all the stuff. And thank you to the panel. Thank you, everybody who showed up and uh, the discussion. Thank you, Stephen, to, uh, for breaking down more of the Rolling Stone article. All right, fellow bots. Beep, bop, boop. Go to sleep. Turn off. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.